Hi, everybody. This is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues Radio. It's everything you'll want as a blues fan. Oh, baby. Support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by Manscaped, the very best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Oh, my God. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code LGB at manscaped.com. Look good, smell good, feel good with Manscaped. As the world's only personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment and your DNA, ID Life provides its members with high-quality ingredients backed by pure science. It's science. Check out rockinthatidlife.com and speak with Dustin about how you can reach your goals today. That's rockinthatidlife.com. Centerize Brewery is a proud sponsor of Let's Go Blues Radio. Visit centerizebury.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or make a reservation in their awesome tap room. That's Center Ice Brewery located in Midtown St. Louis. Let's go blues. Get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. Let's have a dining brook. Eric Brewer was so bad. <laughs> Are we like Ogilvorp? Are we suspended? I I reciprocated the dickness. Selfish, Selfish hockey. hockey. That's right. Selfish hockey. What did I tell you about stick tape? You don't need it! No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Season 9, Episode 34 of Let's Go Blues Radio. Uh, this is the fully vaccinated, often imitated, but never duplicated, the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Uh, please check out our sponsors, Manscaped.com, RockinTheIDLife.com, and CenterizeBrewery.com. They help make this show a lot easier to produce. And more importantly, they have some great products and services to offer. Uh, we're broadcasting live on Thursday, May 6, 2021. This is franchise episode number 300. All time. To interact with the show on social media, we're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just do a search for us. If you can listen to a podcast, you can most certainly search the internet. Um, if you can't search the internet, I'd like to meet you. You can listen to a podcast, but you cannot search the internet. Check out our Discord server, letsgoblues.com slash Discord, where you can voice or text chat with us or other blues fans, uh, oftentimes before, during, or after games. Uh, we are doing live streaming right now on YouTube and Facebook. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the show, smash the bell, so you'll get notifications of when we do go live. Gentlemen, Jeff Ponder and Bill Day are joining me in the studio this evening. We're all in the same room for the first time since... First time since, I think, the Erica Weston episode. Was that the last time? I th- the last wasn't the last time we did it was a uh, summer. Uh, maybe it was. I think I it, thought was. it was. I thought it was summer after we won the cup, but you might be right. It was the same episode. What? No, no, we did ours. It was a Christmas time. It was when we did it. That. Was okay. it was a Christmas right. uh, Christmas season? We show. got very drunk off whiskey that night. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's fun show. And we have whiskey tonight, folks. Fun show. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, it's it's great though. I mean, yeah. this this is the way we like to do it. This right. is awesome being in the same room. Right. We sh- we should have just you know 
doubled down early on in the pandemic and made this our like we we should have been a pandemic pod <laughs> we should right we should have yeah it, you guys just sleep out sleep down the I got a spare bedroom down here just sleep down there and we'll just Dex, keep you guys Dexter would keep us warm yeah 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 he would yeah. for sure he's a very friendly dog he'll call up next to you don't call your kid lick your face <laughs> Uh, so hey, hey! Cheers on three hundred, guys. This has been a, this has been a fun ride. Three hundred, yeah, been and, awesome. And I'll add real quick, fellas, or to, well, real quick. Let's let's take a drink first. Mm-hmm. I'll add everybody listening. The reason that we are late tonight is my fault. Um, but I do want to thank everybody who helped me out with the project. If you know what I'm talking about, uh, you were part of it. But uh, there was a special video made uh, for our 300th episode. Yes, I made it. It felt very self-serving to ask people to help out. Um, we had listeners, we had friends of the show. Uh, I made the video, yes, even though it was self-serving in a way, it was for Kurt and Bill. I wanted them to be surprised with something cool for our 300th episode. So thank you to everybody who helped with that. That was awesome. It was well done. Yeah. Was, and very much appreciated. That was very cool. Yep. Yeah, it, it was great. And uh, This yep. has been a big part of our lives now for yeah. a long time. And, thank, and, and thanks to those who contributed to the video. That yeah, was... uh, I guess we'll list them off real quick. Uh, Austin Lynch, uh, good friend of the show. Um, trying to think in order. Tom Calhoun, uh, Jason Miller, Angela Sharp, um, Erica Gold. Weston, Adam Gold, uh, Jeremy Rutherford, who posed as Erica Weston he in was, the video. He was on there? Yeah, he was. He was. He was the last guy I threw in there at the end. Um, and I'm missing one. Oh, Leon, listener Leon, he yeah. was on there as well. So Listen. thanks everybody for helping out. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was it was great. And, uh, yeah, no, glad we uh, glad you decided to do the reaction video. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I made a reaction a video for for everybody who uh, helped me with the video. They I know they might want to have wanted to see the Kurt and Bill's reaction. So I will be uh, posting that uh, probably sometime tomorrow. I'll go ahead and post it. I didn't cry, but there was. There was no tears. There, there, was, there, there was definitely appreciation. Yeah. You, you didn't cry this time. There were references to the times you cried. <laughs> there was references to me crying. Yes, there was right. a reference, which, actually. Which I often do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. Who didn't cry when the Blues won the cup? Uh, you weren't a Blues fan if you didn't like at least get a lump in your I think throat. I told you guys that, that when the Blues won the cup, it was that night. Everybody around me crying. I didn't. I was just so excited. And we went out. We went to Ballpark Village. Nothing. No tears. The next day, the minute I turned on, it was like NBC Sports had something on their app that was like, watch the Blues win the cup in its entirety. And it was like the last 10 seconds of the game. And then it was like, you know, celebration and all that. And the minute I turned it on and the the, the clock hit zero, I just started bawling like a baby the next mm-hmm. morning. Yeah. I was probably still really hungover, but it was well worth it. Yeah. No, I, I can I can still remember back to the moment when it happened, you know, in my oh. basement. Uh, Julie dog surrounding and uh, yeah, just jumping up and down and crying at the same time. It was it was amazing. I remember uh, at the watch party at the Enterprise um, and when it was like three, two, one and it finally hit, I'm just just. You know, I'm videoing the thing, holding my, my camera to get the crowd and, and I'm just watching, I'm cheering, and I'm like, and they start playing Gloria, and I'm just like, and uh, I, 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 and we talked about this during the 
the show after like the next day it just it, it's so hard to put into words but i'm just i but i remember the feeling i remember the exact feeling can't describe it for for shit but, but it was a great feeling and uh kind of got emotion i'm just like starting to tear up a little bit just like I mean, you know you wait so long for this you know it's just and it, you, you, it was and i'll say i said it uh on the show after we won the cup and i'll say it again here because it all it was always an award or a trophy a championship other teams that won. other teams won mm-hmm. and that we were just a participant in the whole thing but we never we never we were never going to win team it. that you beat to get there right and there was always there were always hopes and even even you know even years when you get excited oh we got we're a cup contender this the the the, the president's Two, trophy year yeah, 2000 against the sharks yeah and it's like yeah. oh, you're 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 you know you you have this great chance and you feel it but deep down you're like we're not gonna win this i mean you know what i mean but you really you're hopeful but then in the end you're like would you bet ten thousand dollars on it no yeah. <laughs> i would well, not it's, it's interesting because you know in um game five of the series the blues go up three to two and i i did bet pretty big that night <laughs> not on the game but on tickets to game yes, six right and yeah i uh, only recently paid those tickets off. <laughs> yeah. So well, uh, you know, you saw totally two good it. periods of hockey. If I remember correctly, wasn't it one nothing going to the third? It was a one goal game, right? Right. Third period. Yeah. And then the floodgates opened. Yeah. Then yeah. then the Bruins just poured that it on. that that yeah. soft goal. Against yeah. The bouncer. Yeah. Uh, from the point. Softish. Yeah. You know what, guys? Fuck talking about whatever's going on with the team right now. Let's just talk about the Blues winning the Stanley Cup because <laughs> this is way more fun. Right. You know what's funny is that we can always do that show. We have that in our back pocket. Yeah. We can always do that show. Yep. So that's just, that's awesome. Uh, Mike Leon in uh, another person who helped with that video. Thanks again, uh, Leon, for your help. He's in the YouTube chat. He says, I cried the next day because I was so hung over. Uh, <laughs> Leon, we hung out that night. Um, yes, we were, we both uh, toasted the blues probably more times than I can count the night they won. Yeah. It's, uh, uh yeah best memory of my sports fandom of all time and we were we were reminiscing in my house about the the cardinals winning the 11 world series and uh just yesterday as we were at the cardinal game and my wife was like i remember you picked me up as i was like sitting on the couch and you picked me up and ran me around the apartment we were living in and i'm like trust me i would have done that across the entire enterprise center if it would have been allowed if we would have had room for me to just pick you up and run around, I would have done it. But everybody was busy hugging each other. We didn't have any room to do it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was. I know I was at. I was at the uh, the that game with uh, game seven with uh, Amy and took my kids. And Amy picked you up. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I drove. <laughs> oh, I get it. Good joke. Good. See what you did. There. See what you did. Yeah, oh, yeah. I like this guy. Oh, Let's keep him around. Applause. Yeah. Let's keep him around for three hundred more. Uh, I, I get very literal. You know, we talk about <laughs> serious stuff like this. Uh, so the uh, official beers or beverages of episode number 300, the big 300. Uh, and, and this really, and, you know, if this was a, we've, we've got a lot of bottles and cans on the table. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes. yes. We As do. you all can see. Yeah. Bottles and cans and just clap your hands. Yeah, And a, and a cup too. And a Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, and a, a yeah, Funko. 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 Pop Funko. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 
So I'll go. Wait, uh, it's Jeff. We're doing Jeff right now. Yeah, it's, we, it's the been working. Played, okay. So we got to we got to roll. We got a point streak going. It's I just like wanted to go first, night. but they got a point. I just wanted to go <laughs> first, guys. That's that's why we changed it up. Um, fuck Bill. Uh, Love Gun. Ooh. And from, uh, <laughs> there, there goes all the sentimental crap. <laughs> all the nice stuff that we did before the show. Uh, no, Heavy Rift Brewing Company uh, out here in St. Louis, actually in Clayton, I believe. Uh, Love Gun. I was just telling the guys um, that uh, I had this at Mellow Mushroom. I'd never had it before. And my wife and I were like, oh, my God. Just, we fell in love with it. So if you haven't had it, um, I know you can buy it at Total Wine. But obviously, you can go to the brewery as well there in Clayton. When's the last time? When's the first time you had it? When did you have it last? It was time? about uh, about three weeks ago. I, I had it uh, when the flying sauce was still around. They had mm-hmm. it there. Oh yeah. yeah. And I had it there for the first time, and it was delicious. Yeah, it's it's yeah. fantastic. It's yeah. got like the best aftertaste I've ever had in a beer. Yeah. Like you literally take a drink and it's like, oh, that's good. You know what that means? But then you get like this kind of berry vanilla y aftertaste. You know what a good wonderful. aftertaste with a beer means? Huh? Not hoppy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. It's, when was the last time you had right. a good aftertaste from an IPA? Yeah, it's, it's bitter. I mean, it's, you know, mm. if you like bitter stuff, I mean, yeah, the IPAs are for you. So yeah, no, it, it, Love Gun's great, and 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 I can't, you know, they're Heavy Riff, you know, they're they're all uh, all, you know, their other one um, that's big is uh, Velvet uh, Underground. Velvet Underground. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah, uh, Velvet Under Brown. Velvet Under Brown. So, yeah. So yeah. So they're all. They're all. <laughs> I got my beers and my bands mixed up. But but they're all Digital Underground. Velvet, Velvet Underground. underground. <laughs> that's, that's he just died. Right. He right. just passed away. Uh, right. I got, I got another heavy riff yeah. here though. This is uh, Old St. Lou. Nice. That's a St. Louis lager. I'll have that later. I'll let you all know how it is. You know, if yeah. we were in like a professional. Uh, radio studio, right? Which this isn't too bad, but if if we this were not close, a, but we'd have access to all these songs, we'd have right. a producer queue up, uh, right. uh, uh, what Humpty Dance or something? Yeah, for, yeah. yeah. Humpty, Humpty Dance. Dance. Yeah, yeah, because I did. A, I, yeah. I I said Velvet Underground. Digital. Underground. Did you miss that? No, 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 no. <laughs> I just, I just the Humpty Dance was and an interesting digital one to go with. because it's Velvet Digital Underground, underground is Humpty Dance. Digital. Is, their song is Humpty Dance. Yeah, and he just died. And all right, I'll see myself. That was the crossover. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Just died last week. Comedy is less funny when you have to explain the jokes. Well, that's what we do on this show. Uh, Bill, what's your beer of the episode? Excel, Let's move on. We excel at being not funny. <laughs> Very much so. Um, so I, big show, got to bring out the good stuff. The big shoe and big the shoe. best stuff. KBS Espresso. I've I've extolled the virtues many a time on the show, um, but it's my favorite coffee stout of all time. Um, and happened to remember that I picked up an extra four pack um, during the winter and uh, threw one in the fridge tonight. So I actually yay on me. When I saw the bottle, I thought it was the maple macanet. Maple one. I still have. I finished off my last one. Yeah. Last weekend, I think. Yeah, that that shit is oh, it's decadent. I was just gonna say, I th- I knew you were gonna go with a D word. I'm like, uh, I hope you say decadent because that's the word I'm thinking of. Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> and is, you did. It is the most decadent beer. Yeah, it's delectable it, and decadent and delicious. I'll, yeah, I'll use delicious, the yes. the trash term for good, delicious, <laughs> trash D word. Uh, by the way, Jesse Hill on the YouTube chat says IPA is the only way. You know, Jesse, there's a thing about IPAs, and we've talked about this. I'm not sure if I've actually went into detail. I'm sure I have, so excuse me if you've heard it before. But science says <laughs> it's that science. it's science. It's science. 
um, <laughs> that those who ha don't have a broad of a palate tend to like IPA. So oh. those who can taste more flavors tend to dislike because they can taste oh. the bitterness more. Kurt's going there. And, and so if you, IPAs are- That makes sense. Do you remember when uh, I had COVID and I told you guys, like, I couldn't taste beer. And when I first started getting my taste back, I could taste, I don't remember what beer it was, but it was an IPA. And and I even had that as the show of the episode because I was like, or the show of the episode, the beer of the episode, because I was like, I can actually taste this one. Jeff yeah. is like almost done with the second beer already. So yeah, he's, um, he's well in his way. Oh God. Woo. We I'm not going to make it. To the whiskey. <laughs> so, uh, and you know, and, and I, there's, I mean, IPAs are, have taken off over the past so many years. Like every brewery has like half their taps are like yeah. IPAs. I mean, you know, I, I love Surly. Uh, and they're, you know, still get it around here um, for the most part. You used to be you couldn't get it in in Missouri, but now you have a better shot at getting it in Missouri than you do in Illinois. But they have just an insane amount of IPAs, like so many different varieties. It's like, you know, just just change the recipe by one type of hop and call it something different, and they sell it. <laughs> and it's like I could appreciate it to a point. Didn't you make this one already? Yeah. No, this that was a single hop. This one's double hop. Oh. Yeah. That's a cascade. Twice as hoppy. Right. That's a, that's a cascade hop. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. No, it's guys. I think we're on pace for a one thirty ending tonight. Okay, so maybe we should. So my, hey, <laughs> maybe my beer... we should move on. My hey, beer... I'm, I'm off work tomorrow. So. <laughs> my my beer is uh, the uh, I guess uh, four hands peanut butter cup milk stout uh, s'mores variety. So it's their abs absence of light s'mores, which is a, actually a bomber bottle that I have. That there you go. And it's it's pretty good. I, I actually like it more than the absence of light, which is like my pretty yeah, pretty, 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 pretty good. good. Pretty no, good. that's uh that's a good one. I, I had that for the first time this winter and I loved it. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, I I haven't had the uh, marshmallow varietal, but the regular absence of light. Mm. Good it, is, it is. And when you're if I'm at a if I'm at a bar for the evening, and they have absence of light on tap in the fall or the winter, it's like. You're set. Yeah, I'm. I'm good for. Yeah. I'm gonna have like four pints of this. Call, Easy. Calling an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, uh, I told the Amstel Light story on the air before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At uh, what was it? Uh, ITAP wasn't it? Maggie, not Maggie McGuire's. Uh, uh, the one downtown. Yeah, the one. The one that you drove my car home from. Oh, that night. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Um, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, it's green. The one at Crestwood. <laughs> It's green. Oh, it's a bar slash club. Oh. Yeah. Um, yes. Not Maggie McGuire's, but that uh, place. Helen Fitzgerald's. Helen Fitzgerald's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, it was a crowded bar. I think that's technically Sunset Hills. It is. It is Either one. Yeah. It was a crowded bar. It was loud. It was a band playing. Hills. And I right. wanted an absence of light. And I yelled to the bartender, absence of light. And, and they brought me an Amstel light. <laughs> Yeah, and while, yeah, it's still beer. While bro, I, <laughs> I have learned that I hate Amstel Light. Yeah, it's not a it's not a good I, beer. I tried but it's to drink beer. it. I'm like, nope, I'm giving this away to somebody. No yeah. thanks. Funny story that night while I was waiting for you um, to come back out to the car for whatever you were doing inside. Um, that was after the hockey tournament. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. It was in my contacts were the driest I've ever yeah i should have pulled over and taken them out literally but, it wasn't your car but while i was right exactly <laughs> I, I 
I don't know if you noticed the scrapes on the when you <laughs> No, I didn't. The, the I median know. on 44 uh, helped out a little bit. Uh, but <laughs> while I was sitting there waiting for you, I saw uh, so many Coke deals go down. Huh? It was Outside Hell of a Trouble. Outside of Hell of a Trouble. Huh. Oh, you saw me that night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Jeff, I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry. There you go. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. yeah. It's all in your mustache, man. Right. You just started shaving that thing off. Yeah. Uh, I, real quick, Helen Fitzgerald's. Uh, I I saw Patrick Burgle in there one night, and Ooh, I didn't. I had in the show. I forgot about it. That and, yeah, I, I was gonna say up. he's he's a little bit in the news right now, but um, but yeah, I I saw Patrick Burgle in there one night. He was just sitting there at the bar by himself, and I kept telling my friends, I'm like, that's. Patrick Berglund, and they're like, no way, that dude's just hanging out. That's just a guy sitting there at the He's bar by very himself. recognizable. Yeah, I mean, and I'm like, you know, that, so I just big go, Swede. I just go, hey, the big, I just go, hey, I just go, hey, big, the big Swede. Swede. I go, no, I go, hey, Patrick, and he turned around, and then I just go, Patrick Berglund, and he just like, he literally did this. He just goes, <laughs> and then put his beer back down and turned his head, and I'm like, told you that was Patrick Berglund. He was a, he was a very unique guy. He yeah, he was. He was very, uh, <laughs> Very uh, cheesy, uh, fun, mm-hmm. I guess, guy. Yeah. So, and, and I'm, I'm hoping that the allegations are untrue. Yes, that's a shame because, uh, what you know, what happened with Laterra? Was there? I mean, what, I don't what think, finally that, happened with Laterra? With you, you know, you, we always hear about like, was, oh, this happened, and he was, the police are there, and then, but you never hear what actually he was, happened. He was back playing in the K last year, so apparently he's not in jail. <laughs> Yeah, because he didn't go back to Finland. Uh, yeah, I was gonna so, say. So it, can he be extradited? Just to, uh, I don't know. Well, Russia can do not, whatever the fuck they want. Right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he's hiding. In, so if he's hiding in Russia, oh god, what a mess. I'm not saying he is. He, and he's not hiding. He's still playing hockey. Right. That's him playing hockey. Yeah. I, okay. Uh, okay. I got something from 2019 here. Uh, it, Yori Laterra sentenced. Hang on. Uh, let's see, has been sentenced to four months of conditional imprisonment, uh, probation in his native Finland for obtaining and possessing cocaine, according to a report Wednesday by a Finnish newspaper. Per the report, uh, Laterra acquired six grams of cocaine, but did not import or sell the drug. We got Braden Shen for him. <laughs> How, can you laugh any harder to the bank? Yeah, than you yeah. Can with you can't. Well. I mean, you can, right? Right, oh, right. Right, oh, right. Right, right. Patrick Berglund and Vladimir Sohoka. I mean. <sighs> to tie a nice ribbon I, on the Patrick Berglund. Name, name me a better move, a better trade in the NHL than those two in the past 10 years. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm off the top of my head. I'm like, I'm trying to think of like a lopsided, a heavily bad trade. Mm-hmm. Mark Jeff Cortnall, Gary Garth Butcher. Last ten years, Mark Stone. To that, was, that was more than ten years ago. <laughs> I know. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Stone to Vegas, I think, is is pretty up there. What they, yeah. what, what they go for Stone? Mm, I couldn't tell you. I was gonna say I don't even remember. That uh, tells me that it's probably not a good trade. Okay. Let's look. That, that's okay. what about? Um, Maybe they got Thomas Shabbat. Was that part of that deal? Well, if that's the deal, then that probably isn't a terrible trade. Right. But okay, but. But those players are still playing. <laughs> True. I mean, you know, at least, I mean, Laterra is out of the league, and Zaboka's gone, right? Berglund's gone. Yeah. Uh, Taze Thompson's still playing. Taze Thompson, the lone holdout from that trade, although they have draft picks too. They had a 
That's first say, round. I, saw, I saw him play earlier tonight. A first round that uh, apparently is not. Okay, so the trade was uh, Mark Stone for Eric Brandstrom, uh, Oscar Lindbergh, and a 2020 second round pick, which it does not list who that right. was. Mm. But I imagine that means it's a nobody. They usually list it. Probably. At least at this point, it's a nobody. Right. He's essentially as value, as as as, no, as much of a nobody as the player to be named later. What about uh, Bryce Salvador <laughs> for Cam Jansen? Yeah, that was lopsided too. That was a really bad trade. But that was more than 10 years ago. Yeah. I guess it was. In, like 08, 07, yeah. something like that. And yeah. that was John Davidson, recently terminated John Davidson. And they didn't want to uh, – they just didn't want to pay Salvador. Yeah. yeah. It was do a raise. Well, they were – it was, it was Jackman ch- or Salvador right. is and, what it was. And they had a chance to bring in a local guy and put butts in the seat. Yep. I mean, I, I Cam Jansen's a but fun guy. But they also got Jan Stastny. That's all we needed. Cam Jansen's a fun guy. He's a, <laughs> he's a, I'm not going to lie. He's a fun guy to watch play, but he's not. I mean, he'll tell you he wasn't a good hockey player. But he, he, I always he, used to say that if you took Cam Jansen, every time he went out for a shift, if he just took his stick and laid it out on the opposing blue line, then maybe that stick would keep the puck in you know, like maybe you would like hit off the stick instead of going out. And then Cam Jansen could literally just be throwing fists in front of the net and hope that maybe somebody shoots it and hits off him, goes in the net because they kept it in with his stick. That's all you needed from Cam Jansen. That's that's all you needed. He, he would, didn't need he, a stick. He was fun to watch skate around and hit people. I mean, and, and his fights were marathon fights. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They never, were good fights. He never stopped. <laughs> nope. Which I mean, he was entertaining. I'll give him that. But was that a fair trade? Oh no. Oh, Who'd you no. rather watch fight, Kim Jansen or DJ King? Jansen. Ooh, I liked them both. Jansen. King threw some hay. He did. Though. King was an underrated fighter. Ooh. But I. But I. But Jansen was just so oblivious to pain or anything, and he just had like endurance beyond belief. I, I and his. I mean, his, some of the longest fights I've ever seen have been him. So yeah. Jesse Hill Reeves for a first round. Yeah. First rounder, which was Clem Costin. And they also yeah. got Oscar Sundquist yeah. in that deal. Yeah. True. Well, we, that's pretty fucking one-sided. So was it, was, was it a first rounder or was it, it was first rounder, round. but it was the, no, it was the 31st pick. That was the pick was was the, the, the last year. pick in the first round. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was the last pick yeah, in the first that's right. round. It was uh, the year after uh, the Penguins won the cup. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, pick Costin, pick Costin. Yeah. And they did. And, they like, did. Yes. and it was just like, yep. Well, we won that trade. Well, yeah. And Here's the thing that Reeves, Darren Kimball disagreed. Reeves is a really nice player. Sure. I mean, he's a really nice fourth line player. He's a tough guy. He can play. You know, he can skate. I, I like Reeves, but uh, so if if Costin pans out, oh, well, we got Sunquist. If he ends up not costing yeah. us, Costin. Huh? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll discuss Clem Costin's arrival in St. Louis and David Perron's milestones right after this uh, from Manscaped. Is there anything better than the fresh mowed grass at the ballpark on opening day? How about freshly groomed balls? Our sponsors at Manscaped, the global leaders in below the waist grooming, are here to help you strike out your bush for good. Talk about the ultimate utility man, Manscaped is like the Nolan Arenado of ball trimmers. It's time to keep your testes fresh and clean with the Perfect Package 3.0, which includes the Lawnmower 3.0 Skin Safe Electric Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Anti Chafing Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Spray-On Toner for your balls made from soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts. Manscaped even threw in their shed travel bag to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. And speaking of comfort, 
The Manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs are also included and will bring your boxer game to the next level. It's a whole new balls game, folks, and Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code LGB at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code LGB. Baseball's back. Don't let your pubes get out of whack. So uh, Clem Costin, it's so funny going from our our conversations during the break to now is oh so Clem Costin. No, we're talking about licking love pumps and stuff. <laughs> uh, Clem Costin is in St. Louis and is quarantining uh, for about a week. No, was it nine days? I think He's it. too busy licking a love gun. Yeah. <laughs> so just love gun beers. So I mean, it every time it makes us think of lick my love pump. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to 11 it goes to 11 <laughs> i'm sure there are a bunch of beers a bunch of craft beers that reference the mm. volume 11 kind of oh thing. yeah uh so i mean do you expect caught to see costin in any games i i especially the beer, the blues clinch here in the next game or two which oh, they yeah. probably will at some point no uh, no because mackenzie mccacker is healthy again <laughs> he but, played okay but you know last what night but you know what talk. if you want to see people blues fans pissed off anymore that sanford is playing especially on the top two lines now um and costa not playing and to see what he has uh in the last couple of games of the season uh before playoffs uh if you think people are mad about sanford playing now holy hell if costa's not playing instead of sanford oh my god mm-hmm. if he's waiting on the on the taxi squad just to just be wait, waiting to play you're gonna see some pissed off fans i mean Got Zach Sanford turnover to cost us the game, and back to back games turnovers. Right. And one, the first one didn't cost us. Second one did. Right, and and he's promoted. No, not, yeah, not sat down. Tarasenko's out. So let's put in the guy who cost us, almost cost us the game last time. You know, there's a philosophy, I guess, that that, that if Tarasenko goes out, okay, well, we just won't, we don't want to screw with the other lines too much. We'll just we'll just promote Sanford and and just not tweak the lines. We'll just move Sanford up and that's it, and replace Sanford with uh, McEachern or whoever. The, and I guess there's some logic there. Sanford is a guy that has skill. Now, it may sound like I'm defending Sanford. I am not. Uh, he has. But you're the Sanford apologist of the show. No, I have never been. Shut up. You are. You are. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you wash your hands of that mess. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm done. Uh, no, I, I mean Sanford. I mean anybody who watches him play knows he has skill. Right. It, it, he'll flash it every now and then, especially around the net. But I mean, it's so few and far between mm-hmm. with him, and it's just so inconsistent. And the mistakes. Oh my God, the mistakes uh, on the on the PK um, out there when the game winning goal is scored. Like right. how many games in a row? And just nuts. Right. Well, in and that's on Baruby though to oh, I know. put him out there in those situations. Yeah, I don't understand it. He's PK. he's got like a love affair with with Sanford. And I hate to say that. Like we used to say that about Eric Brewer. You know, what, Eric Brewer must have pictures of John Davidson naked or something, right? That's what we used to say. And it's like. What does Zach Sanford have on Craig Berube? Why does that keep happening? Oh, we've we've said I think I've said that, and I think you guys might agree that Sanford on a fourth line role is is okay. He's fine, but the thing is that he gets put out there on the PK. Yeah, he gets put out there on uh, the power play sometimes. He's, He's out, out there, there in the last in minute, minute of the game. Yeah, last minute, have, trying to trying to kill off last minute, 
And I'm like, well, people are always oh, a good shot blocker. Well, fuck all. He didn't do a good job of blocking no. shots the last couple of games. When though. was the last time you saw him make a really good shot block? You know what? And there was that. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great point. When's the last time you see? When's the last time you've seen Sanford do anything remotely well? Besides, I mean, there's like, been a couple times in the offensive zone. I see him make a move that I'm like, okay, but, and, that's and, a and, great and, move. And that's the thing. He has skill. On the, he has some skill. On the offensive side of the center red line, the guy is pretty good. Yeah. He's not bad. On, he can be. On he, the it defense, depends what you're asking him to do. Yeah. On the defensive side of it, though, his first move is I, stick check. I hate and him. And it's awful. I hate him in the defensive Stick zone. check, and then, like, it, in, I never see him go up the boards. I see him try to, like, lift across. Mm. And that can work if you get enough lift on the puck, but he never does. He's he's always like he'll lift and it's it it'll sail just enough to where like a six foot defenseman could just knock it down and then pass it to a forward. Apparently, there are some advanced stats to say that Zach Sanford is a pretty valuable forward. Oh, and and that in itself is why I can't stand people who base their entire opinion of a player. Well, Marco Scandella stats. was the worst trade of all time. <laughs> Well, that, that's not what I'm talking. That's not what I'm talking about. I was saying. I'm just saying. But right, that's what advanced stats apparently told us. See, yeah, advanced. It's, it's to me, and I think you guys are the same way. It's eye test. You watch a guy play because there's no there's no advanced stats for a lot of stuff you watch and how, watching a guy how he plays. Yeah, so situationally, analytics there. adds to the eye test. Yeah, it's yeah. you sprinkle it in. Right. Uh, it's a nice, really nice, a cool talking point, but it doesn't replace eye test no. at all. Right. No. And and I think a lot of the problem with with the you know the fans of analytics are are the ones that want pure offensive hockey, and for a guy like Scandella, he people that are trying to measure the game in terms of high offense, Scandella is not going to give you that. Yeah, there were a couple of games here recently where, man, the guy pinched and created shots and, you know, created more opportunities, but the guy's a stay-at-home defenseman. So there there could be an advanced stat for shots contained, right? I'm sure there is, but that's not the ones that get highlighted. It's, I mean, there's so much that, I mean, hockey is such a, there's so much that goes on in the stats, even advanced stats are never going to capture every single aspect of what you see on the ice. I I just I watching a watching a game and watching and we'll pick on Zach Sanford because I think he deserves to be picked on. I you, you watching him play. Cheers. Yeah, it's just and he also wears a terrible number. It's <laughs> he disgraces that's, that number. That's why he disgraces that number. Let's get Jim Montgomery wore it better than Sanford. Uh, Jim Montgomery was number ten, wasn't he? Oh, you're right. He was number ten. Yeah, yeah. it was right. Dale Howarchuk who wore both. Who's I'm thinking of? Who was I thinking of? Uh, Chris Kennedy, no. one number twelve. No. I think he played like four games for the Blues. How the Karamnov, fuck yeah. do I know that? Because yeah. the their their body doubles, <laughs> the tall skinny Nintendo players. <laughs> You're right. True. Montgomery was ten because my license plate has a ten on it, and I was I always think of of at the time I got it. Montgomery was a blue. And I was like, oh, it's Jim Montgomery. He's kind of cool. He's a blue now. <laughs> he, he is. At the time I got my license plate, Jim Montgomery was a St. Louis Blues player. I remember Jim Montgomery best with the Missouri River Otters, personally. I I remember him as a main black bear. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, I remember him as a drunk. He was drafted. Uh, he <laughs> yeah. we drafted him, and he he was yeah out of Maine. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, came up, that. scored his first goal against Patrick. Oh, While we're on him a and, him and Peter Sena, so yeah, him and Peter Sena. While we're on a bit of a, a weird tangent, I'll go ahead and add in the Facebook chat. Cameron Smith, our friend, says, "Evening, gents. Nice to see you all in the same room again." It is nice to see us in the same room again. Yeah, it is. It is so much more fun to talk. It I is mean, as much fun as it is to talk remotely. This is this is better. It, oh this, yeah, this is a million times better because I'm not sitting in the same fucking chair that I sit in for twelve <laughs> hours. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure same. that one's more comfortable than this one though. Uh, I don't, I don't probably. have, I don't have it a, is, but it's different. It's a change. It's a change yeah, right? it's, it's, it's different. <laughs> Plus, it? we're looking at at uh, each of us is looking at two other attractive men, so that helps. Yeah, or yeah that, that's math. <laughs> You're right. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, I did yeah, it right. Yeah. Uh, on Monday, Peron, David Peron. Uh, reached uh, four milestones in one game, which was amazing. Nine, my dog is barking like a mad dog. Yeah, he is. There. I don't know if you can hear him, people, but he, uh, I got the door closed and he's barking like nuts. He's so real, real quick, uh, Adam, our friend Adam, who's, again, part of the video. Thanks, Adam, for, for contributing. Uh, he says, I love me some stats, but the stats Kurt is mentioning are not really, quote, advanced. They are just descriptive stat statistics, not inferential. And I think we can all agree with that. Yeah. There again, I you look at the eye test and you say, "Is this guy good in the eye test? Yes or no? Okay, he is good. Okay, so what do the advanced stats tell me? Do they tell me the same thing? And and that's how to me you use advanced stats. Um, agreed. And he also says uh, to me, uh, "What if there was a live dynamic prediction on the screen that shows the predicted probability of a goal?" Given who has the puck, where the players are, and where everyone is going, that'd Ooh. be that'd be interesting to have hot spots on the screen uh, to kind of reflect that, or and, and and percentages and things. That'd be crazy yeah, it, cool. It, it, it I mean, be, it, that that'd be a really cool use of advanced stats, and also to show that they're full of shit sometimes. Yeah, well, <laughs> and and it would make me think. Of, it makes me think of the MLB. Uh, they have like the different camera angles that you can tune into for the whole game. I, I don't know if they still do that or not, but like. That would be something they could do. Like if uh, NHL TV was just like, oh, hey, let's, uh, you know, let's make a channel where one game per day will have like, it's all advanced stats. Like here's what probability tells us. Yeah. I think that'd well, be really cool. In, in, you know, with the, the puck and player tracking that they were trying to get worked out before they just drop kicked the company that was doing it, that, that was a possibility. They still, they still have the, they still have the stats. Yeah, I mean, they still—they're using a different company now, uh, because because they still have the flags on the players. They still have the time time on ice and everything that they reference. It's it's interesting because uh, I think the whole oh oh yeah we can have like uh, you know can you put flags and the players and the screen you can see who's on the screen all kinds of advanced stats. First off, when they when they put the little flags of the players of who they are. Um, I think it's kind of pointless. I don't. I don't need yeah, that. I don't need that. Maybe some. Maybe some fans do, but fans. I, I. I'm not. I don't care about the flag. I can see who's on the ice. I can. I don't even need the numbers. I, just by the way they skate, you can tell who they are. I just. I just. Just know. But maybe. Maybe some fans need that. Maybe some passive fans need that. So yeah. somebody. Somebody tell me what the advanced stats say about Jake Wellman. Because that guy that's, can that's, skate. That's good. That's a good point. Because a hell of a fucking skating stride, because, doesn't Because he? advanced stats probably don't don't say much about him. Yeah. I'm guessing. Or not advanced stats. What do you, uh, is it? They're more uh, descriptive. Inferential. Yeah, descriptive, 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 not inferential. So descriptive stats. 
Um, yeah, I I like Wallman I a lot, yeah. a lot. I, I think if if he can play consistently through the uh, end of the Blues season this year, I think Vince Dunn's now more a little bit more expendable. Is his uh, Wallman's contract? He's Vince in, Dunn's expendable. Uh, Wallman's. <laughs> I've felt that way for a while. Wallman's contract is uh, through next season, so he's yeah. got another year yet. Yeah, and in, he's just starting to show what he can. What and he can and let's not add, let's not forget the next year you have a healthy Scott Perunovich. But here's True. the deal. Here's the deal, though. I mean, if Preko's going to have that back surgery in the offseason, do you just deal done? I mean, yeah. or or you know, Dunn's <clears throat> the guy that uh, is taken. Uh, crack and take. They got to sign him though, because he's he's. Oh no, I'm sorry. He's under contract. No, yeah, his he, he got to sign him first. He's an RFA. Yeah. After the season, so when the season's over, boom, he's an RFA. So, I guess, I guess, sign, I guess you could sign yeah. him and then see how yeah. takes him. I forgot that wrinkle about him. There's a couple players like that with the Blues. Or do you sign him and hope that maybe uh, Seattle takes him, yeah. opposed to anybody else? Well, yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I and I said before, if if if, if he's available, um, for Seattle, I think they take him in a second. Oh, yeah. It's just no, oh, no yeah. question. Yeah, he, he's right. a, no doubt. He's a, he's a guy who can. He's a he's a fun player to watch. He and, makes mistakes, but he's and, a fun player to watch, and he's not going to be expensive. I think that, or, and he's an advanced stats darling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think that, or or maybe they take a flyer on Huso, thinking maybe he can become an elite guy. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe. <laughs> sure? I think there's a chance. Who else? Who? Uh, you show me a list of goalies who are going to be available, and I. Huso's well, I mean, not we don't know. 10. We don't know who that is. I know. No. No. I'm saying. But he's, he's young. Shit, shit but he's young. he's young. But what? But why would why would they take a flyer on him? Take, what if they take Mark Andre Fleury? Here's the deal. How beautiful would that be? I I would I you, I would consider getting a Kraken jury with Fleury. On. You get. Yeah. I mean, if, if I'm the Kraken, I take a young guy and, and a veteran yeah. goalie. You have to, right? Yep. Just yeah. I mean, yeah, Fleury is perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. But wait a minute. Vegas is exempt, right? Are they? No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because all their players? Five years in. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they're exempt. I heard they that. don't have to give up a player. Somebody, Fuck somebody that. put it in the YouTube or Facebook chat. Is Jeff correct? I'm they 99% sure that I'm correct on that. I hadn't heard that. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't agree with it at no. all. Especially with the success they've had. Right. Yeah, right. Jesus. Yeah. That's total bullshit. But I could be wrong. I think that was in their contract when they oh. signed with the NHL. <clears throat> that the next team that comes in, they're going to. They're yeah, what if the next team the, was 10 years away? They knew they were going to have a 32nd team. Yeah, but they knew it was coming within that soon. Hmm. I don't know. All right. All right. <clears throat> uh, David Perron, uh, four milestones in one game. His, his so uh, uh, his nine, yeah, f- oh, God, 900th NHL game, 600th game as a blue. Uh, this was two games ago. Uh, and uh, with nine seconds left in the game, O'Reilly scored an internet goal to get Perron his 600th, 600th career point and his 400th point as a blue. Uh, he has 238 goals and 362 assists in his career. Uh, with the Blues, he has 165 goals and 235 assists. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I tweeted this out. Perron is is as many times as he's come back voluntarily. Well, the first time he was signed, uh, you know, after draft, being drafted, and he's come back twice voluntarily signed. Um, if he's not one of the more true boot players, and, and from what he's said about wanting to play here, loves playing here, um, and how he plays. 
I, I mean, he's, well, and, and let's not forget too that that last night there was a lot of talk about when the Blues turned it around because of the whole David Backus talk. Then David Perron kept coming up. It was well when this team was turning around, they were trusting the young guys like Oshie and Backus and Perron. Yeah, and he was a huge part of this turnaround sure. of this team. Even though, even though, <laughs> even though Annie Murray Man. fucking hated the, guy. the yeah. Perron early years. Don't wear white skates. So <laughs> up and down, uh, entertaining. Uh, yeah, white skates and Andy Murray. What the fuck, Andy, Andy Murray? Come on, who the yeah. fuck cares what color skates you wear? <laughs> Jesus so Christ! So glad they finally fucking canned that guy. Skeletor. He's still <laughs> coaching somewhere. Yeah, it's back in college. Is it in college? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where yeah. he belongs. Yeah. Makes him do <laughs> that's true. reading assignments. That's true. Reading yeah. assignments Jesus. and uh, intimidation of players. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where Keenan yeah. belongs. That's where. Uh, well, it yeah. was it was you know he he wanted to be the next Herb Brooks. Yeah, it didn't work out. For no, him. and but and there will never sold. be a next Herb Brooks. That's no. the issue. No. Uh, real so. quick, uh, Jason Miller winning unlimited. Petty Best, uh, Jesse Hill all say Vegas is exempt. Jason also adds uh, they also don't get any expansion money, which is true. Good. Which so is, that's that's right. good. Well, that's fair. Yeah, you can't get expansion money and then not lose a player. Yeah. yeah. Hmm? Is it they get slot money instead? Of <laughs> yeah. Right. I think they're doing just fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're, they're, okay. they're I mean, marketing wise, they're great. Uh, yeah. Memorabilia wise, they're uh, merchandise wise, they're great. Even with those shitty mustard gold jerseys. Yeah, that look like a cow. Oh, they're chrome and the, helmets and the, and the gold, yeah. the, oh, the shiny C3PO gold helmets. helmets. The see-through helmet. So yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. So on on Peron, I mean, there's only one word that describes hitting 900, 600, 600, 400 in the same game, and that's serendipity. I mean, the oh, guy yeah. is meant to be a blue. I it, I won't be surprised if Seattle takes him because that seems to be his destiny. But he's going to come back here and he's going to retire here. <laughs> He he has to. I I I mean, it, I saw, I've seen some protected lists early uh, have the Blues protecting Perron. I which I consider. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, he's, who, he's at least a fringe guy. For we have me. we haven't. I mean, it might be. You know, our first off season show is going to be the, a protection the list. Draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're gonna talk about that a lot. You mean after the cup win? After the cup win, yeah. You're right. <laughs> we're, we're gonna talk about that at length because that's gonna be very interesting. Because I know, I mean, okay. Because the first time Prom was here, man, a lot of fans hated him because of his penalties, because of his uh, his Peronal up and down fees. play, his penalties, yeah. um, and his they had that riff with Murray. Uh, and I, people like I said, locker room cancer. You know, it just it, there was there's all kinds of stuff surrounding Perron that were that were like talking points that weren't related to his production on the ice. You know, it was just like all kinds of sideshow crap. Yeah. So, uh, it, so I I'll tell you, I was I was at that game um, against the Islanders. I think it was his first stint. The, the, oh, the, the goal! The, the goal! Yeah, that he went end to end. Yes, dance. We came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, yeah. he did the the between the legs toe drag, pushed it around. I was at that game. I think we were six rows, uh, opposite end, so it was kind of hard to see. But I like, I stood up slack jawed and couldn't like I I just couldn't say anything. I'm like, that's the greatest goal I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And from that moment on, I'm like this this guy is a serious talent and. I I I absolutely love him. And then what? Six months later, he's no longer part of the team. 
you know, that, yeah, that was rough. And you know what? The last three, four seasons have been, uh, well, since he's been here, he's had some of his best seasons. Oh, here. yeah. I mean, last he, year was his best season. Well, he had a really good year in Edmonton production-wise. Yeah. He was a minus 16 that year, but he had his, I think it was most points. He had 60-some-odd points, maybe 60 points in Edmonton uh, on a on a highly stacked offensive team. But uh, but other than that, he's been really he good uh, offense. I mean, just after the break. Okay. On, on the power play. I mean, he's established as a power play guy. Um, he's he's taken far fewer penalties, bad penalties. Every once in a while you see a prompt, a promptly, but not anywhere like it used to be. I mean, it's not even close. Yeah. He has the reputation now, but it's not, it, the, the penalties aren't there anymore. No, it, it was pretty rampant in the Stanley cup off year. I Offensive thought. zone penalties. Were yeah. Like, oh my God. We can pull your hair out. But yeah, it's, it's still, it, I think in the last, even just two years since the Stanley cup, I think he's really worked on making sure. And he hasn't been anymore. as much of a dick around the net. No. Uh, like he used to be just a total shit right. disturber. Right. He, he couldn't figure out if he wanted to be, um, you know, Brennan Gallagher. Or, right. Right. Tom Wilson. Personally, personally, he's I not, love. He's not pulling guys down by the hair. Personally, I love the agitator aspect of, of, of a highly skilled guy, but not, I mean, okay. Tom Wilson, which we're going to talk about Tom Wilson later at length. But, uh, and I think someone was asking about that in the uh, YouTube chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I'd love to talk about Tom Wilson for an hour and a half. But, yeah, well, because um, you can. We might. I, I, <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to get to, to the, the, the comment um, from that you shared. So, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite argument of all time. What, what was have, have you ever met him? He's oh, a good, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good, great guy. Yeah. Great guy. He's a good guy? No, great, great guy. guy. He's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that argument so much. Well, that's exactly what Jansen told me on Twitter. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So that's he's a great guy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I don't give a. I don't give If a, he was on your team, you'd love him. I don't give a fuck. That is no. Okay. Oh, I don't want to get started on this now. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> wait, I have so much wait. to fucking say. Yeah. Let's so wait. if you're listening now, stay tuned. We have, and if we you have an entire game to get to yes. before next spot. <laughs> yes. And exactly. And if you're on the podcast and you don't want to listen to us uh, talk about blues hockey, which why are you listen? Yeah. But uh, and you want to fast forward to Tom Wilson? That's fine too. We'll do it. Uh, it'll be, I'm sure it'll be a hoot later uh because because you i'll know, have more drinks by you know that. what we're not gonna <laughs> when we get to that thing when we get to the tom wilson we're not gonna be talking uh we're not gonna be uh bullshitting you about anything it's gonna be like i have no we have no horse in this race with him we're not, I'm, I'm not a capitals fan i'm not a rangers fan i'm like i'm a hockey fan and i just I, i'm not i have no but bias. i'm a john I, davidson fan i have no bias here I have no, I have no bias in this whatsoever. I love Panarin. I love Panarin in the sense that I'd like him to play for us. But other than that, I mean, I just, yeah. So it'll be, it'll be a hoot. (laughs) Call the police. (laughs) It'll It'll be a hoot. hoot. (laughs) No, back to Shay Ruiz, right? Back to back to David Perron. I mean, just the fact that he had all these milestones in one fucking game, like, and so many as a blue, like you said. The, the truest St. Louis blue. I mean, there there was a comment, and we'll get to David Backus here in a little bit. There was a comment this week that, that I know we all discussed. Kurt, you got involved in it on Twitter about David Backus being one of the top five best blues of all time. And mm-hmm. that, to me, is quite the fucking That's stretch. Quite the reach. Yeah. Uh, David Perron, when it's all said and done, I'm, I'm not saying that I would 
call him that, but I, I think he makes a great case for being a top five blue of all time for the time he's put in mm -hmm. for how much he's loved playing here and for what he's done here. He would be his, a guy that I would say, okay, well, he rivals some of the best blues of all time. His role in that cup team too yeah. was phenomenal. So, yeah. I mean, that's a huge part of it too. Yep. Yeah. And, and the, the thing with, I don't know, if, you know, that we are having a little bit of a, a love fest here with, with David Perron and, and right. He deserves it. I mean, he deserves it. I, yeah. for sure. you know, I, 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 I honestly think the next Jersey I will get, will be a Perron Jersey just that's because good. it's, that's a good, yeah, I, I think it's, I, it's a great investment. I love buying retired players jerseys, just mm -hmm. the, the, the cool right. nostalgia aspect of it. And I think once he retires, I think that's, that's if it was brought up, it's not a guy that I think of initially, but you said the prom. I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. A right. Perron jersey after he retires. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Any era, right? Yeah, I, you could. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Pretty much. He's, 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 he really is the one guy that's worn them all. Yeah, you could get uh, one of those wonderful retro jerseys and get yeah. Perron in the back. What, the yeah. reverse retro or the retro? Which one? Right. Fuck the reverse retro. It's hey, so it's so funny. funny. Let me just add you, this now. It's funny. It, it, it's great. It's great. It's great. You know, you know, you know how bad the reverse retros are when you choose the clown jersey over the reverse retro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So right. when they played, and, and again, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but when they played the last game, or I guess two games ago, with uh, the clown jerseys, uh, I saw Bennington's red helmet on in uh, warmups because they were like the camos or something, right? Or the they were something in the warmups that wasn't their normal jerseys. I think it was their camos. I could be wrong. And uh, and I was like, oh, God damn it. They're wearing the reverse retros tonight. And then they skated out, and they just had the clown jerseys on. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then, like, 10 minutes later, I was thinking, wait a minute. That's how bad the reverse retros are, that I'm cool with the retro jerseys coming out. Well, and I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. I can deal with that. And, and I will say that I think we deserved to lose last night because we wore the retros yeah. two nights in a row. Right. That was, I, when I saw it two nights in a row, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. what? And, and that, well, that may be – I'm not sure what the – game plan is for the for the retros why they what, what how how soon in advance they decide they have to wear them because i i think it, i didn't we have uh, was wasn't part of the um the rescheduling uh, uh a game against anaheim and so okay. we got them back to back yeah <laughs> all right that's, that's whatever that's <laughs> what i thought last night i don't know i watched the game on mute last night because i worked through the entire game so well and and speaking of last night's game, uh, coming in this game, the Blues could have uh, clinched a playoff spot if they had won this game, and the Coyotes had uh, would have beaten the Kings in regulation. Neither happened. Uh, we had a three to two shootout loss. Uh, the Blues did, uh, and the Coyotes lost to the Kings four to two, which eliminated the Coyotes from playoff contention. The Coyotes have fallen off like cliff. like i said Except that team had no interest they had no interest in mm -hmm. making the playoffs this is none zip yeah like the blues we were bitching about a couple weeks ago like they clearly don't seem like they want to make the playoffs the coyotes whoo they seriously had nothing there was less i like, think eh, guys we'd rather golf maybe yeah. maybe maybe look at it like this maybe i'm sure they wanted to but 
maybe they just ain't good enough when the going gets tough late in the season when teams are fighting for points. Although they are and losing, they're, that's they're, so they're playing against the Kings and the but, Sharks. But, and... The, but you know how teams revel in playing the spoiler. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. they they love to knock off teams who are trying to get in. You know, oh, if we can't get in, we're dragging you down with us, right? It, I I don't know. I I just how badly the Blues played against the Coyotes this year. Just it, it's I I can't wrap my head around it. That you know? that that series, that seven game series, was the beginning of the shitstorm that was a good what 20 games for the blues right and then the last game we played against them was after what a five game win streak we're like oh we're feeling good this team's going great yeah. we're gonna go in there and oh shit <laughs> the you know that was uh well um, that was um uh, Darcy Kemper's first game back from injury, and you get on top of him for a couple goals early. You're like, "Oh, we're gonna coast." Didn't we? Didn't we? It was like four, four and three against them. We had a chance to win the series, and we lost the last game. Mm-hmm. Who's this against? Coyotes, Arizona. No, I, I thought. No, I thought they wouldn't. Uh, no, because the, the seven game series that they played each other, they yeah. were three and four basically. Yeah, I know. And then they lost the last one. I know. If we had won the last one, I think we, we would have won the, yeah, tied we the series. Yeah, we would have tied it. Could have yeah. tied it. Yeah, yeah something like that. Something I like don't that. know. I mean, so, I'm, I'm yeah, sure. But were yes. there overtimes in there? I'm. Oh, yeah. But I agree with you. Yeah. It, 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 we, when we played them. We didn't play well at all. No. And there's just, I mean, right. even the games we won. Right. And and I felt like last night's game was the the first game since the last time we played Arizona that I'm like. We totally have no fucking reason to lose this game, but we did. This, yeah. And you know what? This game, the last night's game was interesting because I thought that the the Blues they just played a the only the the word that comes to mind is sleepy. They mm-hmm. didn't they didn't they didn't play terrible. They just played uninspired. Yeah. It was yeah. very strange. Right, right. It in you know like when I I don't know I again watched the game on mute didn't didn't have any sound the entire game um but the when when i saw mckenzie mckeckard in the in the pregame warm-ups and you know it was clear he was going to be in the game i'm like eh, this is gonna be an uninspired game yeah. <laughs> and i think and i was optimistic because they got out and you know the last time we played uh anthony stolars the guy shut us down the entire game and yeah. that first goal that was a shit goal. Went straight. Through. Oh yeah, that that shot. So, I, I watched that goal. I watched that Hoffman's goal so yeah. I watched that goal so many times it, in a row, and I'm like, how did that get through? I, I, isn't that one of the was? Uh, isn't that a goal where it's a case where uh, Hoffman's shot is so hard, and from where he shot it, it's like you just got to hope it hits you because it's hard to react. I mean, it's, it was a, it was a laser shot. Now, granted, it went through him, mm. but I mean, it's like. You, right. I, I mean, you know, basically, what I mean? my if, guess if, is it's one of those goals that you have to get all of, and if you don't, it's going to find a way to score through. Yeah, it, it it it's one that I would normally expect for the Blues for that to go off the post and go out, but, <laughs> right. but right. it it went we, in, and we, I'm like, oh, this is great, we got to him early, and then he winds up being one of the fucking stars of the game yeah. at the end. Well, we had a, we had a couple posts in the game, I believe. Yeah. Um, uh, Cairo had one. Yeah, Cairo. Yeah, and I, I love Jordan Cairo. I do, but he had a bad play in this game. Uh, it was their their game winning goal on the boards. He uh, their third goal. He uh, and I'm, I'm sorry, not the game winning goal. The uh, game tying. The game the, tying. The go ahead goal. Yes. Go ahead goal before go ahead we tied goal. it. Yeah, yeah. The go ahead goal in the third before we tied it. 
He played it so soft on the boards. He's got the puck on his stick, uh, and he just it just it, it looks like a, a a mite game where he's just like sticking around, and then he loses it. And he's like, eh. and then they 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 went to the corner kind of, and then came out and scored. And it's like, what the fuck? And even Brube commented on the, after the game that was like, yeah, that's a soft play on the boards. Terrible, terrible play. He's gonna be a bench, but not Zach Sanford. Yeah, Zach Sanford's getting up to the first line. I, I mean, <laughs> and I love, I love Kyrie, but the thing with him, I, I, okay, so that play last night, I had a problem with, and also, uh, it seems like he'll dance around everybody, and he'll make some fantastic cuts, uh, and accelerate on a, on a like a boom boom like that, and all of a sudden they have a chance in the slot, and he hangs on to it. Yeah, and he waits. Well, he and I'm like, let it go, fire night. it. Yeah, and he—it's almost like he is waiting for the absolute perfect time to shoot or to to try and work even closer to the goalie. And I'm like, he needs and and or or the puck uh, slides off his blade when he goes to shoot and it, and it whiffs on it. Uh, that happens a lot. And Hopefully, like, that's something he learns over time. Either get some stickier tape on your on just some stick tape, or I don't know. Uh, or just, just I mean, shoot earlier, or uh, don't wait until the last possible moment, because because he's had he has a lot of golden chances that he doesn't fin- he doesn't have an opportunity to finish because he either lost it or it gets blocked or uh, it gets taken from him. Kurt, you need a beer? I, I've got some. I'm uh, I'm finishing it up. Alrighty. I'm, I'm almost there though. You got a you got a love gun? Yeah, I'll give you one. Oh boy, got a love gun. Oh, I got you a love gun. Sweet. I'm finished with my love gun. Then <laughs> then you're gonna lick your love pump. <laughs> <laughs> lick me love pump. Lick me love pump. Uh so real quick, we got some comments here in the Facebook chat. First of all, my mother, Mary Ponder, says, Congrats, guys. Uh, I guess it means on the 300. Thank, thank you, you for we, having thank you for having Jeff. Yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you giving me life. Uh <laughs> Cameron Smith says, uh, Mrs. Smith and I are sharing an Orange Jubilee MD 2020 as our drink of the show tonight in honor of our buddy who is about to leave for a military deployment. Cheers. Uh, yeah. Cheers, cheers to the cheer, man, dog. Yeah. Cheers to you, sir. That, why we, yeah, I, I, I need to pour mine, but <laughs> thank Clang. you. Yeah. <laughs> not, 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 not in this carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I didn't have the uh, the uh, bottom third up since we came out of break. Wow! <laughs> I was like, wasn't paying attention to the screen at all. God, you're the having, worst host having such ever. a good time talking with uh, my co-hosts here, and yeah. uh, I just did not uh, notice that whatsoever. So. Where's Jeff Queerin when you need him? Yeah, right. Yeah, Jeff Queerin, <laughs> that, one of the uh, founding fathers. One of the founding fathers of Let's Go Blues Radio. That would have been amazing had you got him. I I, I to record for that. I I never here. know if he's like cool with you know he probably hates me and i've never <laughs> he's an illinois guy too yeah. he is yeah he's a uh, waterloo how is it i don't know i was gonna guess granite city but swansea I guess not. Maybe, not. maybe maybe oh i think, I think swansea. it's swansea mm. maybe swansea yeah. but jeff if you are listening uh we love you and thanks for helping us start the show yeah jeff's a jeff's a good guy yep um so he's anyway. a great guy though that's <laughs> He's, oh, he's a great, great guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's a great guy. Oh, he's a great guy. <laughs> is, he, is he a good guy, though? He's a great guy. Oh, my god. He's gosh. a great guy. Um, so with the shootout loss, the Blues uh, the Blues still have a seven-game point streak going right now. Uh, first period, uh, Hoffman with another power play goal from O'Reilly and Falk. Put the Blues up 1-0. Uh, not a big slap shot, but it was a wrist shot, which we talked about 
and you guys felt that uh, Stolar should have had it. Should have had it. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, def- I'm gonna give him a benefit of the doubt and say that it was, a, it was a, yeah, it was, a, it went through him. So okay, Bill, I'm, I'm going with Squeaky Leaker. Okay, but I want, I want, I'm trying to ask you, uh, is there a situation where a goal would go under the arm where it wouldn't be a Squeaky Leaker, or is it like a like a breakaway kind of a thing, or, uh, um, yeah, or, or is it always a thing in your mind where goal needs to tighten up and not allow it through him. If you're gonna beat me, beat me around me, not through me. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I felt, I felt like he, you know, was turned. He should have been more oriented towards the shooter, and he was still turned more towards the slot. And in trying to make that adjustment, he he's, probably loosened up just a little bit. Oh, he might have been thinking that he's yeah. gonna like lay into a wrist shot and then just slide a pass over too. I mean, you never know. Yeah. But and but yeah, that's I, but that's on your defense too to cover that guy. Yeah, so. but I don't know. I I thought it was I thought it was uh, I thought he was odd po- positionally on that okay. and uh, right. you know, trying trying to get turned around uh, might have opened him might have right. opened up just that that little bit. Was that that's good? I mean, it's a hole. That's a good shot though from Hoffman. I mean, sure. No, you know, I mean that and, moment. And, I mean, to and, shoot it there. The know. reason why he beats him is because it's a, it is a hard shot. I mean, right. it's not as hard as it is. He maybe closes that wing. So right. And and if if Hoffman's going to get to forty, he's got to get those goals. <laughs> uh, second period. There's a loser up one nothing going to second. Max Jones tied it for. Uh, uh, the uh, dogs. Anaheim. Yeah. <laughs> in the second period, after Mikola had broken his stick, and this is a play where Zach Sanford was involved directly with the goal. Uh, Sanford tried a couple times to hand uh, Mikola his stick uh, because, you know, that's as you do if you don't know that you know, the forwards uh, hand the defense their stick if this defensive stick breaks because the defense. I hope my team's listening <laughs> because that's happened to me a couple times and I never get handed a stick. Oh, ever? Never. Well, well no, it's, it, what? You're, you're playing senior A whale shit hockey. Nobody's going to give you a hundred dollar. <laughs> yeah, just like come on. This is a hundred twenty dollars stick. Back in the day, the hundred dollars synergy was the thing, and I was like, oh my, a hundred dollars. Yeah. My my the best sticks before like thirty five. Now all of a sudden there's a hundred dollar, hundred twenty dollars oh. synergy. It's like shit. Dude, there's no. sticks over three hundred now. Well, oh, I know. Well, I'm saying that back in the, back in the day, the Eastern synergy was hundred twenty bucks. Yep. And that was oh my god. So, so the you know the the worst evolution in stick technology was getting away from the two piece. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It was nice to be to get a whole new stick for fifteen bucks. Right. Wasn't it? Right. Just, all you got to do is <laughs> the replace blade. the blade. Yep. Yeah. The Lindstrom model that I used that for fifteen years. I still I still have uh, two pieces. I have like three two pieces. I have a Z bubble, a two yeah. Z bubble. Oh, nice. Uh, and an ultralight, I think. Yeah. Uh, and the, uh, the graphite two, two two pieces. I love them. But I got one piece in the corner. I got one piece upstairs, too. And I just I've, I've got a couple one pieces that I that I do use now because they're lighter. So. Yeah. Yeah. The the last stick I bought was an Ovechkin model. Oh wow. Ovechkin model one piece and. I, yeah. Which manufacturer has he changed? Bauer. Bauer? Okay. Mm-hmm. When we played ball hockey, I had a coffee blade. Remember mm-hmm. the coffee blades? Oh, God. They were like fish hooks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. No, that, oh, my God. That's, that's what I use. And and actually, I still have the 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 last season we played ball hockey, I had a, a uh, an all-wood Montreal stick, and I still have it. And wow. Nice. I See, the, love in the, that stick. In the ball hockey days, when my coffee blade broke, uh, I think I used all plastic my blades. 
because mm-hmm. we played we played we played in a league it's so much fun in indoor soccer and kept talking about before and we played with a ball and it was on foot and it was just fun <laughs> just run around and playing hockey it was like, right. it was like and we were 16 so yeah. we had endless energy yeah, yeah. And, it, yeah right. and it was like it was like the 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 taj mahal of street hockey you know um and i and the plastic mylik blades mm-hmm. were like gold for me on there because i wasn't a slap shot guy so I, I mean, I didn't need. I was a wrist shot passing guy, stick handle guy. So and those slid great on that on that astroturf. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Loved it. You break it. You break a wooden blade. Just, you know, saw it off and stick a plastic blade on there. You're good to go. Yeah. I had about 15 of those sticks. Just oh, yeah. you, you leave a game. There's like sticks in the trash can. Nope, that's mine. I'll uh-huh. cut that off and I'll put a plastic blade on it. Yep. That's street hockey. That's that's ballpark hockey. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, no, and and the thing about playing on the AstroTurf is this, the Milek blades didn't wear down. Like no. if, you, if you played on the street, no, yeah, they wore down. Yeah. That that blade would last forever, and it wouldn't sticks too. I mean, yeah. it didn't have the give that the plastic blades did on the on the on AstroTurf, but that, that, those those wooden blades wouldn't wear down either. Yeah, wooden blade on the street was the worst. Yeah, because it was a splinter. That's oh sucked. yeah, you had to have a, a fiberglass uh, with a with a wood core. I remember you know? just yeah. thinking like, oh, I'll just tape the shit out of the <laughs> stick. But it was like you would take oh. like four whacks of the puck, and it was like, oh, okay, that did nothing. I was I was an inventor <laughs> when it came to street hockey and sticks. I wanted to save my blade as much as I could. I took a thick wire coat hanger once, and I wrapped it around my blade. So it would keep the the wood off the surface of the yeah. street. Wow! And then, and then I taped it up. I kind of put it in my dad's vice, and I kind of pressed the what the coat hanger around uh, to the blade, and I taped it up. It was okay. I mean, it was all right. It, it saved the blade for a while, but I couldn't stick in it with a shit. I was gonna say, it seemed like <laughs> no. shooting and stick right. handling would yeah. be really difficult. Slap shots were eh, wrist hand, no. Smith and Park days, right? Smith and Park days, yeah. yeah, yeah, on the tennis courts, and they yeah Smith and actually the village of Smith and built us a. Uh, outdoor rink, roller rink for hockey because we took up the tennis courts and the tennis players hated it. So they built us a rink just for us. Yeah. And that was back in the heyday of roller hockey where everyone had them. Uh, there were 25 guys up there playing roller hockey with, you know, subs and everything. It was fantastic. Yeah. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. Mid 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 92 to 95. That was roller hockey heyday for sure. That was fun. I mean, it was fun. It was a blast. Yeah. Outdoors in the summer. Yeah. Rock. Right around the time I got my license until <laughs> went away to school. It was great. <laughs> you have guys, I mean, Smithton's a small town, and you have guys from all different towns coming over and playing because no other town had that. I mean, not nearby. Um. Okay. So, anyway, uh, the, the stick exchange, Sanford tried to give to Stick to Mikula. Um, and when they finally made the handoff, the shot was coming from the point. Jones was low in front of the net, which would have been Mikula's guy, but you know they're trying to do the stick exchange, and that it was kind of it was not fluid. I'll say that. Um, so and then Mikula gets to the uh, gets to uh, Jones a split second after he had just kind of yeah. tapped it in. So uh, just just a hair late getting there, um, probably due to a not the most efficient stick exchange from Sanford to uh, Mikula. I'm not blaming Sanford here because Sanford tried to give it to him once and he kind of ignored it because he was just trying to block, you know, and play as a position. So whatever, it happens. Uh, Third period, uh, Hayden Fleury scores on a backdoor play coming off the far boards. This is the play we talked about earlier where uh, uh, Kyrie was weak on the boards and they they brought in front and and passed backdoor, wide open net. I'll add real quick. um, Fuck you, Carolina Hurricanes. Right. That trade... To me, is gonna. St- we were talking about bad trades earlier. Uh, Yanni Hockenpah was it a draft pick? Yeah. 
for Hayden Flurry. Right. That me, dude is going to be such a good defenseman right. for to me, years to come. To me, that trade is the um, is Anaheim redeeming itself for letting Shea Theodore go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I when that trade went through, I remember just thinking like because they were tweeting it. I think it was like Elliot Friedman that was like, "I'm hearing it's uh, you know flurry for a draft pick in Hockenpah. and I'm like, "Okay, he's missing like five pieces there. Like, there's gonna be." Yeah two or three more draft picks at least included in that. And I, I'm shocked. Uh, Hayden Fleury's a hell of a defenseman and he's, he's going to be good for a long time. Yeah. So and, and thank you, Carolina for letting him play in our division and, and possibly, you know, future years playing in at least our conference. Yeah. It, he, they put him, they put him in a, in a great position last night with how they used him too. Oh yeah. He, he, he stood out. I thought, um, you know, kind of reminded you of when Cam Fowler first came up, and then you realize Cam Fowler's played to this game. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we got some questions in the YouTube chat about uh, the NBC broadcast team possibly going to TNT. That's from Dusty Road. Uh, uh, we actually have it on the list to talk about uh, as far as like the, the the weird thing is though is contracts. You know, so like, what, when do but, the contracts come up? Like somebody mentioned Catherine Tappan in there. When's her contract up? Yeah, but oh, yeah. if I, you'd have to think that somebody, a professional, you know, like Catherine Tappan or anybody that's going to sign with NBC has, if you lose the rights to the NHL, I'm out. Right. Well, there are some people contract. from from the NBC broadcasting that are going to ESPN or or Turner Sports. I mean, yeah. we'll, and we'll talk about it later in more detail. But uh, there's there's a number of names that are talking about even Wayne Gretzky. They're they're, yeah. they're floating yeah, yeah. that by him. Yeah. So. He hasn't said no yet, which, which is, we'll talk about that. Which but he is hasn't said yes. He hasn't said yes either. And we'll talk about whether that'd be. Really I hear they're cool. talking to Vladimir Chubby Turkin. <laughs> you, you always got to work in a Chubby Turkey. Yeah, uh, man, reference. Chubby Turkey, baby. <laughs> it's not an LGB radio episode. No. <laughs> yeah, you got to mention Chubby Turkey. Uh, Kyle Clifford uh, tied up this game at 2-2 two two with 5.29 left in the third period. Uh, not too unlike the furry goal, to be honest. Uh, the Ducks mm -hmm. coughed at the puck on the boards. To Barbashev, uh, Clifford went to the net, and Barbashev gave him a perfect pass yeah. uh, as uh, Clifford slid. Barbashev looked like a fucking first line center on this whole this whole sequence. Yeah. Like before that, he he made a play along the boards that uh, remind me of the Rob Thomas uh, play last week that we talked He's about. He's so smooth. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he he just he read the play. <laughs> Excuse me. Used his uh, hockey IQ. And uh, was able to to find Clifford, and um, yeah, just a, a smart play. And and you know, I know that that Clifford's been a healthy scratch, and he's a guy that you don't want to play every night. But uh, he's been an excellent signing for the Blues. I yeah. think he's been such a good I, addition I, to this team. I, I, when well, when Costin is out of quarantine, or when the team is back to full health with Tarasenko and the like, I'd. I want Clifford in there before Mackenzie McCarthy. He's, he's got four goals. I mean, that's probably give, twice give, as many as I get. You know what's funny is I know that it's like every fucking Blues fan is saying this. Give me Kyle Clifford over Zach Sanford. I I think oh, Clifford at least provides a little bit of grit to your fourth line. I think line. Clifford's faster. Yeah, I I think he does more uh, on the rink. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have the hands. He doesn't have the hands, but the rest of the team he doesn't has the cycle hands. as well. And not that Sanford's a great cycler. 
I just think with, with the skill you have on this team, having a great guy like Clifford, I think that brings more to the team than Zanford does. I think, I think, uh, you know what, in, in the aspect of getting, of removing Sanford from the lineup would be addition by subtraction, you know, uh, to some degree. I mean, uh, Sanford can have his moments. He'll score the odd goal, you know, he'll go on. I mean, and, it's been a while, but this season he went, he had a, a, what, three or four goals in like three or four games, whatever it was, like he does, and he disappears for a dozen games. So, I mean, he's got that going for him. I mean, Clifford's not going to have that, but I don't think Clifford makes the mistakes that Sanford does on the ice either, to be honest. The bonehead mistakes. Keep, keep talking, Kurt. <laughs> keep, keep talking. I'm watching you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get Jeff uh, a little emotional here with an Albert oh, Pujols video. Oh, my goodness. I uh, see it now. Yeah. Oh, is it the jersey signing? Yeah. yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. beautiful. Bring him back. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I saw the tweet about Release about, Matt about, Carpenter and bring you, back you, Albert. You don't have to because the Angels are on the hook for all the money. Yeah. Minus whatever he signs for if he signs with somebody else. Yeah. So we can sign to the league minimum if we I, wanted to. I saw I'm just tweet. saying, yeah. release Matt Carpenter. No, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, back I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I saw the you know, somebody tweeted, you know, the Blues should sign David Backers to a one-day contract so he could retire for a Blue. And it's not such a thing in the NHL like other leagues. But Jackman did it. Yeah. Yeah, but in I'm surprised in, in you remember Bacchus. that because I don't. Was that? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you remember that because yeah, I don't. No. I remember because uh, 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 one of our listeners uh, asked me about it. Was like, didn't that happen with somebody else? And I was like, I think it did. I looked it up. It was Jackman. Yeah, so it's I a shame that. that didn't happen with Eric Brewer. He's still playing he in the him. European League. And I don't yeah, know. Right. Right. No, he's, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise nobody me. wants him. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean. God, God love David Backus. And are we going to talk about David Backus? Mm-hmm. Is that a yep. is that a talking book? Yep. Or, or, we'll save it. Yeah, we'll save it. I think I feel like we're overdue for for you know some some vitamin infusion here. <laughs> oh, oh, um, right. But uh, while you're early with that, I was going to say we didn't even talk about we, the shootout or overtime. No, we, we've been going forever. Okay, so great, great Gemma Bennington. Uh, uh yeah fucking a yeah. jordan bennington had an unbelievable game yeah, it's last a, night. and it's a shame that the but team couldn't play game. better and get a win yeah um <laughs> that's true um so i and like i said sleepy game kind of a textbook example example the blues playing down to the opponent and it was just a, it was a rather it's a boring game there wasn't a lot of stuff that happened in this game no was actually talking about. I, it's funny so uh like i said i was at the cardinal game last night i uh which was amazing going to a live sporting event again um but uh, well, Cardinal games, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I uh, uh, I watched the game actually this morning uh, before I got my my boy on the bus, and uh, I remember seeing a tweet from you, Kurt, uh, last night that that said like this game is boring as hell or whatever you said, and 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 I'm watching the game. It's like second period, and I'm just like, yeah, this is pretty boring. And the next thing I know, I look up and it's like early third period and keep in mind i i uh you know like i said i watched before i got my kid on the bus at 8 30 so this is like 6 30 in the morning and i'm like ah oh, i think i just fell asleep for like 45 minutes nothing eventful <laughs> was happened such in this a game. boring game aside from the goals there wasn't much to this game it was just i i mean it, there was no there were no interesting plays necessarily 
uh, aside from the goals. Uh, but there was no fantastic saves. You there know, was an overtime. About? There was an overtime in a shootout. Yeah. But it was just one of those dull games. And it was, yeah, like, it was. It was like watching two last place teams play. Yeah. yeah. Felt like two teams right before Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> or two teams right before the Olympics. Uh, yeah. So uh, David Backus, last national game, got the number one star. Tears everywhere. Uh, fans are saying they want blues want the Blues to sign him next season and get him to a thousand games played. Fuck uh, no. Which which yeah, he has thirty five games left right now. So assuming he doesn't play any more games this season with Anaheim, he'd have thirty five more games to go next season, which is fuck hurt, no hurt, hurt near half the season, right? No, uh, if they play a full season. And uh, so, yeah, no, absolutely not. I mean, I, I love David. You know Backus. what? Um, uh, Jeff Ponder wants to get 50 games in the NHL. Why don't you sign me? 1,000. That ga- sounds fine. 1,000 games is such an arbitrary number. Anyway, it's right. just like, it's just a number. And, and God, at some and point, you there's gotta, no room, right? There's no room. And you, there's no point. It, it would, you know, speaking of no points, David Back is playing in 35 games. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> that that you can't can't counter that point, right? And it, it just, you know, the guy played like a warrior, and his body broke down, right? Let that be the narrative, and be happy that he made it to 965. If he were going for something like Patrick Marlowe, mm-hmm. even as a cup contender, I'd be like. Okay, if he had, you know, if he had maybe eight games at the very least, yeah. Well, even if it was like twenty games, I'd be like, well, there's probably going to be injuries. Carry him as the thirteenth forward. Maybe he, gets maybe there. he can get there. If he doesn't, too bad, David. We tried. Next season, move on to somebody else. That'd be fine with that. Yeah, yeah. But but if it's thirty five to get to a thousand, no, no, fuck that. No, yeah. that's. I mean, I I I appreciate the sentiment, but we're not a, a cellar dweller team. You no. know, it's our, it's our cup window. And that would be the case too. If, if we were a team that was just like battling for a draft pick every year. Okay. Sure. Why? Play David Baggis 82 games next year. I don't right. give a shit. He, I mean, so Anaheim was never a serious contender this year. And how many games did he play? They said he sat like 10 of the last 11 yeah, games or something. If you can't crack that lineup, night. I mean, right. you can't crack that lineup. What, 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 I mean, right. and, and he did so many things. Like we heard in the offseason, you know, when, when he went there, you know, he did so many things to change, change his diet, you know, went vegan, went, you know, and, and was, was working out to get to the point where he could still compete, but he couldn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, his, I mean, we could see it his last season here. You yeah. saw the regression. It's just like the, the pool situation. You could see, you could start to see the decline. And then all of a sudden, he, I mean, he gets that, that, that deal from Boston, which at the time I was like, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, Boston gives him that much money plus another year on top of what we offered him. Whew. Yeah. Good riddance. I can't I mean, believe they got out of that. I, I know. Right. They, Dodged a bullet. Do you think if if Bacchus had it to do over again, if he would have signed with Boston or taken the deal the Blues offered him, which was essentially uh, almost the same deal with one last year? At those those tears last night, tell me he would have stayed here. Yeah, which would have cost us a cup, probably. Right, I agree. Right, and and that's that's the worst part of this. I know, and it sucked. Right? And it sucked. <laughs> those those tears were a realization that he was the difference. So you know, you know what else is? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, t- I mean, the, like, the, you know, you know, know what's, it's, you know what's it's crazy a very harsh thing to say, but 
that's that was the reality that I was facing. Do the Blues night. acquire Ryan O'Reilly if they it, have David no. Backus on the roster? They, I mean, they'd have to offer Backus. And and to be honest, I, Backus I is mean, a better even, return. Even, than what I'm not even have. talking about money. I'm just saying, like, I think even with it being a couple of years removed of him being a Blue, if he were still on the roster and the, <laughs> the type of game he played, I don't see Doug Armstrong making that trade. I think he's looking at it as, well, at the very least, David Backus is a second-line center. So we don't need to go get another center. Yeah. No, we've I, got Braden Shen. We've got Tyler Bozak. We've got Ivan Barbashev and David Backus. Right. I, I, I yeah. agree. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, the ultimate reality of the situation is it, David Backus had to leave the Blues for the Blues to win the Cup. And that, that's, that is the hardest part for me. I was such a yeah. big David Backus fan you know what? when he was in the prime of his career. I, th- I but, think if he would have taken – looking back on it, if he would have taken less money, and if he would have been our fourth line center mm-hmm. instead of Sunquist, yeah, which Sunquist was an v- unbelievably valuable player, and that fourth line was great. How many how many times do, do, do you talk about a fourth line with a Cup final mm-hmm. team, a mm-hmm. championship team? I mean, maybe sometimes, but because all lines have to contribute to be a Cup champion. But man, that Blues fourth line was fantastic. And it, is it as fantastic with back as a center? I don't know. I don't know. I no. mean, I don't roll it. I mean, I don't, you know, I love David Backus, but I don't roll the, roll the dice and say, you know, let's go back and replay it with Backus on the team. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to take the uh, asshole approach here and say, um, after the Stanley Cup final, I, I think I said this on the show at the time, <laughs> I lost a lot of love for David Backus. I thought a lot of the clown shit that he said in the media to try and push suspensions, which worked, in my opinion. If that were me, that'd be a suspension. I think he said that about either either the Sunquist or the Barbashev suspension. Um, Shut the fuck up. You know, like, I'm sorry. No, you, you, first of all, you are not a good player. So you have no right to be saying stuff like, oh, if it were me. No, you don't have that chance because you're not playing. But I, I, I lost a lot of love for him. Now well, I will say I I appreciate what he did here. I think uh, he was an excellent. <laughs> I mean, I, I, what they said last night, all true. Without him, the Blues don't turn it around. He was a great captain here. Uh, outside of Brian Sutter, the longest serving captain, right? That's mm-hmm. that's that's one of the things. Yep. But. I hate to say it. I, I I thought that I would have forgiven him by now, but I haven't. I what he said during the Stanley Cup final really, really pissed me See, off. See, to me that was to me that was all just his way of trying to win a cup. Right. I, I, I it was what he could could contribute to that. Yeah. I, I didn't read that much into it that you did, Jeff. I, I was just like, he's I mean, if if he were on the ice, he would have he would have done anything to win a cup. <clears throat> So I wouldn't have held that against him. At cup finals, I don't really hold, you know, because players are, are doing everything they can to try and win. And like you said, Bill, that's all he could contribute. So I was like, I'll, I'll give him a pass on that stuff because he's just trying to win. He really is. I mean, it's, that's why he went there was to try and win. And they came close, my God, in game seven. Mm-hmm. Granted, he wasn't playing, right. but, but right. still. The fact that he was healthy scratched in three healthy. of, no, four of the four of the seven games. Yeah, yeah. and in game yeah. seven, yeah. So the big one, 
the big one. But yeah. Either way, a, my a, God, a great, a great career. No, and, right. no, and no. we. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I feel like I feel like this is kind of come like shitting on David Backus. I loved the guy when he was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was good. Did, he that, did. He was good. He right. did some dumb shit like late in games. If they were down by a goal, he would pull some shit. Well, well let's face it. As Blues fans, that's guy. what we wanted. That's true. And we he, wanted like. And well, if you're not going to win the game, at least kick some ass. And that's why he was so loved here, because he fit that that role of how this franchise has always been. It's like, well, you know what? I can't win. Let's fuck him up. Yeah. <laughs> and Bacchus kind of. Fell into that role, and he was—he was a tough guy. Well, and you remember that shit where it was, uh, you know, because he obviously is American, so he played for Team Canada, or I'm sorry, Team USA, no, right. and he like fought, like it seemed like he was gonna the fight Canadian every players. guy yeah. from all the Canadian yeah, team. Yeah. Which was he great. tried to fight Taves, he tried great. to fight. Uh, it was like it was like three games. It was like three there was times. like three like superstars yeah. he tried to fight. Yeah, Ryan was, Kessler, right? Yeah, was the, I think the, he was the, one of them. The, no, Kessler's the, U.S. guy. Oh, is he? Oh, yes. Uh, we don't want him, but he was. <laughs> we don't claim him as American. It was like Captain America tour. I think they called it the Captain America tour. Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Which was great. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll uh, discuss the uh, playoff picture for the blues and we'll look ahead to Vegas this weekend. But uh, first a message from ID life. Hey, you, yeah, you put that energy drink down. Don't you know that common energy drinks contain high levels of caffeine and other harmful ingredients that can lead to increased blood pressure and heart rhythm disturbances? Finding that energy you need for everyday activities doesn't need to put your health at risk. ID Life's energy formula doesn't use artificial ingredients or a massive dose of caffeine. Energy's caffeine levels are released slowly over time, allowing for longer periods of energy without crash, not to mention keeping your heart safe. Energy also includes neurotransmitters for mood, focus, memory, and cognitive function. ID Life also added antioxidants associated with brain health for no reason besides perfection. With rockin'thatidlife.com, you can get an energy boost and leave the heart risk behind. Text Dustin at 636-393-8745 or visit rockin'thatidlife.com and throw those gas station energy drinks in the garbage. That's 636-393-8745 and rockin'thatidlife.com and tell Dustin Dustin, that let's go blues radio sent you. Uh, so the playoff picture for the blues has Arizona being eliminated. So they're no longer an issue, which is crazy based on the, uh, yeah, my dog, just, <laughs> my, my Yeti of a dog just came out of the room. My great Pyrenees. He's been waiting outside, bill off the door open. Uh, Arizona has been eliminated. Uh, LA is hanging on by a thread. Uh, the Kings are the only team that can mathematically catch the Blues for fourth place in the Honda West. Uh, St. Louis has 56 games, uh, 56 points in 51 games. LA has 48 points in the same 51 games. So we have an eight-point lead on LA with five games left for each team. The most points LA can end up with is 58, which is two more than we have right now. So on Friday night, tomorrow night, uh, those on the podcast, uh, it'll be tonight, to, uh, to win fourth place outright for the Blues. Uh, where they're not tying, they're just winning outright. No tie breaks involved. Uh, we have to win versus Vegas in any fashion, overtime or regular season. And uh, LA needs to lose in any fashion versus Colorado. Or we need at least an overtime loss and LA loses in regulation. So then we can uh, we can rest people if need be, um, get uh, cost on a game or two before playoffs safely without worrying about you know whether we win the game or not. 
So, and we'll see how my dog behaves himself here. Say, <laughs> so we have a fourth member of the panel right yeah. now. Dexter was trying to replace me. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that was like uh, Strange Brew. Rick Moranis drank the entire uh, thing, <laughs> put out the fire. Wow. Yeah, Kurt, or I'm sorry, Bill had a little bit of a pee break. Uh, which I don't blame him. We've had a lot of beer tonight. Uh, I didn't get my love gun, by the yeah. way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Gotta have one of those. Right right. And, oh, yeah, that one of those too. Maybe I should do that and then do love gun. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, sir. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Oh, sorry, Ryan O'Reilly. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Liquor beer during liquor, beer. Never been sicker. <laughs> that, that's liquor that's during beer. That's a hogwash, just like mixing wine and. What? Oh, nice. oh no. wow! That no. sounded fantastic. I like that. That was that good. That was beautiful. Bill, you should do that. Like that should be like your thing every episode. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Bill, um, alcoholic. Click. Click. That was mine. Um, <laughs> so our whiskey of the 300th episode is yeah. not Wayne Gretzky. It's time. not the Wayne Gretzky. Uh, tonight we are going with uh, Four Roses Small Batch Select. It's uh, 104 proof. All right. That's 52% alcohol for your labors. Yes, That's right. Is. Well, hey, guys. Uh, we actually have not hung out uh, well, in fucking forever. So I think this one should go to Bobby Plager. Uh, oh, to, right? Bob. to Bob. To Bobby. Win it for Bobby. That's right. That's and right. a 300. All right. Oh, I hate whiskey. I love whiskey. Oh, that's oh, beauty. Oh, that one on my nose. That's a butte. That's a butte, Clark. Ooh, it's a butte, Clark. I couldn't tell you if that's good whiskey or bad whiskey. That's good whiskey. <laughs> oh man, that's great. You know what? I'm. A, it's actually okay. really smooth whiskey. It, I, okay, I can see that. Yeah. But the thing is that okay, like, I like wine, uh, I, I, but I, I I'm not a, a wine aficionado, so a lot of wine tastes the same to me. Like any dry wine, eh, tastes the same. Any sweet red, eh, tastes the same. I, I more or less. I can't really tell the difference between them. Kind of like whiskey. It's a hard for me to tell the difference. I like whiskey in things, but man, like taking a shot, mm-hmm. it's just like it burns. It's like, wow, it's all like burn and alcohol. <laughs> How about whiskey and body shots? I've never done a, I mean, like giving or receiving. Why not both? I mean, that's, that's <laughs> called the 69 of shots. <laughs> um, I've never given or received a body shot. I don't think I really I've done actually. both. <laughs> Have you? Yes. Was the body and the the body shot was that you that you took off somebody was how long ago? Oh my god, I don't know. Probably I don't even know if I was legal at that point. Oh wow. Okay. Austin Lynch, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> Wait. What does he have to do with this? All right. Anyway, uh playoff picture. Yeah. So Arizona it's it was so funny last night because uh, again I I went to the Cardinal game I was with my in laws, and you know they're they're like fairly big Blues fans they're way bigger Cardinals oh, fans. Love Gun is good by the way. Yeah, it's great, great. Um, I mean, you know they're they're season ticket holders for for the Cardinals. So, uh, but yeah, they're big Blues fans too. They just love sports. And uh, I was explaining to them how the Blues can clinch, and I said, yeah, all that needs to happen is. Um, uh, Arizona needs to beat LA if the Blues win, and um, and they were like, no, 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 I think you got that backwards. It's 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 LA needs to to beat Arizona, and I'm like, no, 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 it's Arizona needs to beat LA. They fought me on it 
for a couple minutes and I'm like, please just look it up. Go with daddy. This is a real thing. Go with daddy. I'm trying to vamp right now, and this you're is doing a, you're doing a great job. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And uh, yeah, they they finally looked it up, and we're like, oh yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. I guess uh, Arizona is basically out of it, and L.A. is the team that the Blues need to worry about now. And I'm like, well, the Blues don't really need to worry about L.A. They just need to get as many points as possible. So at this point, Kurt, you said it last week. I'm with you. Blues are in. They just they they the only thing they can do oh, at this now, point now you say it. now I say it. now when money puck has us at ninety nine point five percent to make yeah. it well now you're saying now well. it's it's yeah they're they basically Way to go get, out on a limb they there, Jeff. only fuck themselves at this point if they don't get in now it could be one of the biggest collapses in sports and St Louis history for like making the playoffs I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head I can't uh, but they have to lose outright. Lose their final five games, and Arizona will basically have to win out. No, L.A. Be, uh, sorry, L.A. It'd be it'd be like if the Blues uh, uh, had a uh, were in first place in January <laughs> one year, and then lost the final game to Colorado. Right. And well, that, didn't but that make was the playoffs. That was over the span of a few months. They did they did collapse that season. That was a terrible collapse. Yes. One of the worst we've bad. seen. It was bad, but. They have five games to go. They basically would have to lose all of them, and LA would basically have to win all of them, more or less, for us to not. Yeah, lose. it would be a lose out, win out. And that would be crazy. Not going to happen. Yeah. So. Uh, so let's uh, let's get some comments here. Uh, I'm looking for the first time now in a while. So uh, uh, let's see, Jesse Hill. I never knew Bacchus fires up Jeff so much. Yeah, you know, I <laughs> I appreciate David Bacchus, but but there's another there's another thing that I hold against him. And again, I probably talked about it on this show because we've been around for 300 episodes. Um, <clears throat> there was a time against the Blackhawks. I want to say it was the Ryan Miller year, so 2014, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I, I, uh, there was a game where they, they were down two to one and then, uh, they pulled the goalie. They came real close and then they lost, they, they ended up giving up an empty net goal and the very next play back went out and I think he tried to fight <laughs> Seabrook mm-hmm. and it was just stupid. And Seabrook was like, not having any part of it. Back got a two minute penalty. Uh, 20 seconds into the penalty kill, the Blues scored. So they made it three to two. And it was like, if David Backus wasn't in the penalty box, they might still come back and tie this game with like a minute left. But he was in the penalty box. And it was, you know, still, even though they scored a shorthanded goal, it was a five on four for the, uh, for the uh, uh, Blackhawks. That's the kind of thing that pissed me off about David Backus was just like, Yes, I want you to kick some ass if you're going to lose the game. But you've got to be damn sure you're going to lose the game before you do something stupid. And to me, with a minute left, even though they just scored an empty net goal, that's not 100% sure you're going to lose the game. You still have a chance. David Backus, though, was it 2009 against the Bruins? Oh, the four goal? Or, uh, the, the the last second goal. Yeah, the right. last second goal. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. On Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. The game that was not televised yeah. locally. The, the last game that wasn't televised locally. Yeah. And it was an amazing finish. I was listening to it streaming on my phone. 
because I was we we're living with uh, my cousin at the time because our house was being built, and so that was a temporary. We we're there for a number of months, and yeah, I couldn't watch it, so I didn't think to go to a bar and watch it. I guess I could have. <laughs> it was a it was an afternoon game, I believe. It was a Sunday it afternoon, was. I think. I I, I I remember I and I think I brought this up um, the last time we we talked about this not long ago. It was on NESN. Yeah, uh, the Boston Bruins Network. Yeah, and I uh, I I was visiting. Uh, I went over to see Julie at work because um, it was a day off for me. Market holiday. I was off and went over and uh, I was in downtown Clayton and sat in my car and listened to the last four minutes of that. Did game. you pour yourself another shot? Um, I'm sipping on it. It's not a shot. <laughs> you want more? There's a bottle here. Yeah, I know. Keep going. Keep talking. <laughs> but it's yeah. So I, I sat in my car um, and I I was uh, um, yeah downtown Clayton. Sat there, listened to the end of the game and screamed, and you know several professional looking people you know looked oddly at me as as they were walking by. But <laughs> it was great. And that that uh, that was, you know, uh, one of the moments that I fell in it, love with David Backus. For those, since the game was not televised locally, if you want to watch it, the NESN video, the broadcast, the Bruins broadcast is on YouTube. You can watch it. I mean, you know what? It, how crazy is that to say now? Since the game was not televised locally. Oh, I know, right? That what? Well, remember <laughs> back in the day, there were a good like fourteen to yeah. sixteen games not on TV. Right. I remember seeing like like when I was oh, in high school. Fox Sports Midwest is covering 70 games this year. Yeah. And it was like, well, what was that? Graphic? That's great. What was you know, that graphic that got shared last week about KPLR yeah. apologizing for not, yeah. for not broadcasting games. Because, well, because they, the blues had sold the rights to, uh, it was prime sports. Yeah. At the time. Yeah, it was prime so sports. prime sports had the home games or vice versa. So KPLR had the home, prime had prime the, had the away, yeah. either way. So prime had the home, Capo had the way, whatever. But yeah, so Channel 11 only had like half the games. So they were apologizing, which it's so funny to hear people complain now. And it, it's almost like, uh, I don't want to be a dick about this, but it's almost like a sense of entitlement for for people that don't get to watch games on TV. Like with the whole the the, the, the broadcasting uh, dispute between uh, Bally's now and and these providers especially the streaming ones who don't carry the network and people who have, who cut the cord and want and have these providers, they can't watch the games unless they have spectrum or at and I'm the only two that have or direct TV. One of the two, uh, only, only a couple of providers in the area have blues games mm-hmm. back in the day. It was after they went off free TV for the first time, like with channel 11 and, and uh, that was at channel 11. Hell, so half the games weren't even on TV. Mm-hmm. And then back when uh, Prime Sports took over, uh, that was when people bitched and complained because everyone was used to the games being on Channel 11, half the games. And all of a sudden, there's a chunk of them on Prime Sports. So if you didn't have Prime Sports, you couldn't watch them. Same people could bitch and complain. Um, and now today it's like you've, you do have an option to watch every single Blues game. It's Spectrum. And I'm not sure if AT&T has it right now. <clears throat> Maybe another one does. <clears throat> so there is an option out there. NHL.TV VPN. NHL.TV <laughs> and a VPN is another option. So I, it always makes me laugh when people comment on social media about how uh, we can't watch Blues games. We can't watch Cardinal games. Yes, you can. You can watch them. You're choosing not to go the route that they're 
right. would have been broadcast. Right. And I understand. And it's bullshit. I, it is. Right. It's, yeah. it, it, su- yeah. it sucks because they used to be on all kinds of yeah, platforms. Right. I know. And they were taken away. I get that. But you still have more options to watch every game now than I did 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. Right. So, right. Billionaires. It was basically go to the game or you're fucked. Right. Go to the game or watch Channel 11, half the games. Yeah. Billionaires buy sports teams to make money. And you're not going to be able to watch them because of that. Yeah. If you're not willing to to pony up a little bit of coin. If you want to watch them so bad to complain about it online and say, I can't watch the games. You know, get get the service that provides them. Now, granted, if you're in an area that the spectrum doesn't cover, and you if you actually can't watch them, then I feel your pain because you really can't watch them when you maybe could before. Um, but I don't feel for you that much because back when I was a kid, three quarters of the game were on TV and a quarter weren't. Do you there were twenty some games I'd listen on the radio. Yeah, and do you remember? When KDNL had the blues rights, channel two, no channel thirty, channel oh yeah, oh, it's channel thirty. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, bad. it was a yeah. bad reception. Right. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> Terrible. The only TV that we could get that on in our house was a ten-inch black and white TV, uh-huh. and and I remember, I remember I, it was. See, it's it's funny because we mid eighties in St. Charles, yeah. yeah, in St. Charles, we got those games crystal clear. Yeah. But my dad, I remember my dad like going to work and like coming home and saying like, man, half my coworkers couldn't even see the game last night because they lived in like South County or like Illinois. Yeah. And- Early 90s. Yeah. Uh, I remember doing homework. I was in high school doing homework and at my desk. It did homework. Yeah. yeah. What a homo. <laughs> and, and, and the game was on TV. So I have the game on the radio while I was doing my homework. Mm-hmm. That, that, yeah. that, was, that was my every other night. Uh, it was like at least I, I mean most games are on tv but there were i don't know 15 20 games that maybe weren't yeah uh and it was a lot i mean yeah. so i'm like it's, and, it's, it's just interesting today to hear people complain about not being right. able to watch games when when you do have a back then i couldn't they weren't on tv right. there were no options unless i had like a huge 15 foot satellite dish that somehow got the Canadian station that was broadcasting that game and I could watch it. But like your uncle Butch, my uncle Butch. Yeah. My cousin could watch some games. Uh, That has gone the way of the Dodo, but that's no longer a thing, but that was kind of cool in the day, back in the day. Oh, hell yeah. You got that satellite dish. You could get all kinds of weird stations. No, that, that, that's how we, that's how Jeff and I watched the uh, McSorley game, right? The McSorley uh, illegal curve stick uh, in the final. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. No, the the Canada the the uh, Canada Cup, the I remember Jeff having tapes of the Canada Cup um, and uh, Steve Larmer hitting Tommy Soderstrom with that that massive helmet that the guy had and broke <laughs> yeah. the helmet and yeah. bloody Tommy Soderstrom. That like that was my first introduction to satellite hockey. Like, oh my God, I wish I lived in Canada right now. <laughs> I know. Because it's amazing. There, I mean, we had cable here, but if, I mean, if well, satellite was so strange because you could just, you had a dial on top of your TV where you could turn it and it would rotate the big satellite mm-hmm. dish outside your house and you could then get more stations based yeah. on the number you went to. Yeah. You just, just find them. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And I remember I, you know, I, I convinced Jeff to record a blues versus Nordiques game that was broadcast in French. <laughs> 
and <laughs> I took it to school. I took four years of French in high school, and I took it to school. And three days in a row, we got to watch a period of blues versus Nordiques. Wow. In French. And wow. It was amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. All thanks to Uncle Butch's fifteen uh, foot, whatever TV, it was, satellite yeah. dish. Yeah. God, yeah. I love. I, are, I love the early nineties. Are you familiar with the uh, satellite dish uh, TV? There, not oh, not not, not direct TV. not direct TV, not no, dish. No, no, I don't. I'm talking the huge ones. Yes, yeah. I, which I, you don't see anymore. No. Right. Good luck finding a dish that big anymore at someone's right. house. Uh, I was in uh, Potosi, hmm. Il, uh, Missouri, yeah, uh, for for my for my uh, vaccine, and I'm. By the way, uh, I think it's actually Nancy Potosi is how you pronounce <laughs> the city. Um, but I'm pretty sure I'm I saw pretty one sure of those. they hate her there. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Considering yes. I saw a sign that said uh, Trump 2020, uh, he won in giant letters. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I'm I'm just saying I I'm pretty sure I might have seen one there. No, I'm I am pretty sure you did too. I, I, <laughs> I, I one of the only trips I took out during the pandemic um, was a road trip uh, with my dad. We have to to Potosi, Missouri. To, to Potosi, no, what? Literally, Why? Literally. So so. I mean, there, there's a lot more to this, and I won't get. Did into, you go to but... Monkey? Uh, what's it called? Monkey Mountain? Monkey Mountain? You no, go there? No, no, no. We so we were we were going to to family grave sites, and we have kin because you can't say family in Potosi. We had kin, kin. buried. That reminds me of a brother Arthur. Right, kin. Yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead. <laughs> and they're now at the bottom of a, of a 400 hectare lake. <laughs> uh, no. so, so we, so I we, love that movie so much. It's got George Clooney at his finest. It might be my favorite movie. Yeah, that's a, a great top, movie. Top two or three, yeah. for sure. Coen, Dude, John Goodman in that movie. It is, <laughs> it is my third favorite Coen Brothers movie. It's so good. It's um, a good one. So yeah. good. Hmm. Fargo 1, Lebowski 2. Yeah. Over on the Lebowski, oh, so good. Yeah, Lebowski. But, man, Mars attacks yeah. four. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what? Not one of theirs. Not one of theirs. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" That's you had that like you've been saving that for years. No, I need a Mars attacks <laughs> reference. That came out of nowhere. Just I, you know, I I saw Mars attacks in the theater at college <laughs> for like a dollar. You know, because it's for this, students. And I, I, I don't know, it's kind of funny. This is this is how my brain works. Is like literally, I'm like name random movie, name random movie, and that was the first Mars Attacks. <laughs> two out of three ain't bad. No. <laughs> that's that's the best line of that movie. Uh, but but yeah, so he so, liquidated the Congress. Yeah, so going to try to climb back up this rabbit hole. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> so so yeah, we were we were uh, we we did a road trip and um, one of the family graves was in Potosi and we stopped there and I'm pretty sure I saw the same satellite. Yeah, there. there you go. Off of us uh, uh what what highway is that? 60 uh, No, it's um 20 or, 21. Yeah, 21. 21. Yeah, yeah, 21 and 4. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Austin Lynch Austin Lynch says, uh, what's a satellite dish? <laughs> you, know you know what, what a dish though? is. DirecTV and Dish have them. They're just a lot smaller now. Going than way back up the rabbit hole. We're trying to climb ourselves out now. Uh, Brian Luck, I think he gets our comment of the show for our 300th episode. He says, Bacchus versus Seabrook would be fun now. It would be like the cripple fight from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> you, speaking of satellite dishes, 
one of the coolest things about salad dishes and sporting events was they never went to commercial. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got yeah. to hear the, the broadcasters just talk. Right. And it, it's like it, they didn't know. Right. You saw it, you heard some weird stuff. Right. It, so so was it last year uh, <laughs> the, the guy in Cincinnati who, was who made, last year or two years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. made the racist comment. Yeah, you yeah. heard that every fucking night. I know yeah. you did. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And or, it was just accepted. Or, you know, you know, the, the cameraman would find you know chicks with huge racks that <laughs> happened that didn't stop until not that long ago right that was crazy watching a satellite a huge satellite uh, dish feed game during a commercial break and the yes i i forgot about that the broadcast the the camera guys would zoom in on uh hot women yeah. with large racks in the in the in the stands i'm not sure how to i can't say that Politically pc correct right how do you say that you can't say that how large breastuses yeah. i believe is how you well, say it yeah, but, but I, and there's zoom in be like hey guys look at this and then, like, <laughs> and, and, and like oh you're home you're like wow you're getting this weird ass commentary from the broadcasters and you're getting uh camera guy is zooming in on on women it's like holy shit that if that were to happen today oh my god do you remember it, it, this may have been during the kdnl uh, broadcast rights era for the blues a blues game in tr- at at um the dallas the old, no, no it no. was in toronto okay at at the old maple leaf gardens oh, kdnl would have been minnesota stars but okay yeah yeah, yeah it yeah. would have been minnesota right. stars. but there was a game in toronto and there was a, a woman i uh, who had a very very large rack who yeah don't let dexter in <laughs> yeah, close the door. Kurt, i want to say hi it'll be mean again no i just you know he just he's he's too lovable he just he, wants to he wants is. attention yeah he is he is but so so this this woman they they come back from break and there's like she's got just very ginormous <laughs> breasts and, and she got a standing o as women do right. sometimes she yeah. got a standing o and it was it was blues maple leaves mid 80s and I, i'm gonna challenge <laughs> jeff when, when jeff comes back i'm gonna challenge him to find that game and put it up on his youtube channel because that well I, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want right I don't want to believe that that is just a figment of my imagination I I, I honestly believe and it, it's not just the fact that I've been drinking the whiskey for a while but that 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 was a moment that I'm like wow this well, woman got a standing ovation <laughs> for having large breasts yes well you know uh, uh for those you don't know Jeff Ponder um and I'm going from the, the large breast segment to jeff ponder i'm trying to make the transition he has a very transition he (laughs) (laughs) um he uh he has a fantastic youtube channel where he has uh uploaded a ton of uh old blues games blues games yeah and i think a few other blues a few other hockey games too but mostly blues games um vintage stuff uh so uh and i don't if you search for i assume if you search for jeff ponder on uh, youtube you find it right but uh yeah if you watch some old vintage blues games yeah. Uh, I mean, back in the day where some of them are, you know, no ads on the boards, kind of old school, like yeah. 80s. Um, check it out. It's it's really cool. He He's constantly adding to it. Uh, he has guys submit, uh, uh, give him VHS tapes. He's acquired. He transfers over digital mm-hmm. and puts them up. I, I mean, the NHL is, is 
has been gracious enough not to shut him down yet. So uh, watch him while you can. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I actually have uh, a few tapes I need to give him of uh, late '90s, early 2000s games. But my favorite, my favorite, um, are the the late '80s games. Um, he's got a couple uh, Blues North Stars and Blues Maple Leafs Norris Division playoff game. I love the Norris Division, man. Mid, like I want to say '85, not not the year that uh, uh, that we. Uh, not the Monday night miracle year, uh, but the year before that, when there was a lot of hope for the blues and they fizzled out against uh, the Maple Leafs. Mm. But we're, we're just, uh, uh, we're extolling the virtues of your YouTube. Hey, close channel. the door, close the door, close the door. No, it's not closed. Oh, oh my God. What are you doing? What are you doing? Hello. To close the door, you actually have to close the door. The <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure what, I mean, close the door is, Pretty explanatory. Shut up. What are you talking about, bitch? It's either closed. It's, it's either closed or it's not. Shut up. <laughs> we were. We were. Oh no. You know what? And you're welcome because we were uh, uh, pimping up your uh, YouTube channel. Oh, yes. thank you. Yeah. You about uh, vintage blues games and uh, older Schnapps? blues games? Uh, yeah, why not? I mean, I'm. I, I don't have to drive anywhere. Stops. <laughs> well, Bill and I are the ones that do. Yeah. But hey, more. Yeah, hey, more. Hey, more. <laughs> I, I have to drive. So I got a half a shot. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. Appreciate that. I have, I have to drive five minutes. Five, yeah. Yeah. And you got to drive uh, uh, like five hours. 40 times that. Yeah. No, I actually no. live in uh, 40 plus. Uh, I live in Kansas, actually. Potosi. So. Potosi. Potosi. Yeah. West Potosi. Yeah. Potosi, Kansas. You, gotta drive by, <laughs> you have to drive by uh, Trump 2024 flags. That's and, uh, right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, so man, my, there's a lot of conversation going on in the YouTube chat here. Uh, Money Puck has the Blues winning the cup at 0.2. Austin Lynch says, Yeah, they do 99.5 to make the playoffs right now and 0.2 percent to make it. Uh, oh, you know what? We're definitely getting bounced in the first round. You know what? Um, I, I, I'm not gonna tell people to do this, but I don't know what the odds are in Vegas. But ten bucks on the blues right now to win the cup, that's a fun bet. I mean, you I, might I, if I'm they not, win, I'm not, you'll get at least fourteen dollars. I'm, I'm not saying they're going to win the cup. I'm not saying that. But I don't know how math. But works. They're, they're playing well. Um, any given Sunday, right? So uh, a team that's playing well going to the playoffs. If you can get past, which we'll talk about in a, in a, in a minute here with the 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 uh, what uh, Vegas. Wait, so we're, we're playing Vegas this weekend. Uh, Probable first round matchup against Vegas, unless we sweep Vegas. Okay, so unless we sweep, so if we sweep Vegas this weekend, and Colorado gets hot, then it's real tight for the division lead. But right now, it's looking like Vegas is going to win the division because they got a handful of points up on on Colorado. So uh, thoughts on? So we're going to finish fourth, no question, right? So thoughts on playing probably Vegas. In the first round, I know Bill and I talked about favoring. Would rather probably play Colorado. Jeff, you said you want to give play me Vegas. Vegas. Okay, so uh, thoughts on playing Vegas? So, so you're actually so you're preferring this. So, the outlook against Vegas in the first round with the Blues playing them. What are your thoughts? I uh, I I don't know. I I just feel like the Blues match up really well with the golden Knights. And I, I know that, um, they have got, uh. <laughs> they have got offense 
left and right. They're going to come at you with every, all four lines. But for some reason, I just, you really don't like that whiskey, do you? No, it's not that. It's just, it hits me. It goes up my nose. I drink it, and then all of a sudden the vapors. You know, you're supposed to. You're supposed nose. to. You're supposed to drink it through your mouth, not not through your nose. You're the vapors. To... If you listen, I said oh, the vapors. Oh, okay. I, I drink I it. I wasn't listening. Clearly I drink like it, vapors. and then like <laughs> two seconds later, the vapors uh, like shoot out my nose, and it's and that's it, warm. So mm-hmm. it's 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 uh, that's good whiskey. I, you know what? I've had a number of different whiskeys in my life, mm-hmm. and that is rather smooth. So yeah. I will. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of this battle over the next couple of weeks. If uh, Four Roses Small Batch Select would like to sponsor Let's Go Blues Radio, you can email us at Let's Go Blues Radio. At I'm not let's sure. Go we... Blues Radio dot Let's Go Blues Radio. <laughs> Radio Let's Go Blues. <laughs> I'm not so sure we have a lot of room for more sponsors, so they may have to get in line. Oh, you uh, know, we're, know. we're we're there now, right? Yeah. Three hundred episodes will get you whatever the fuck you want. We're like the, we're like we're, <laughs> so so. Our goal is to add a fourth sponsor by the four hundredth episode. There oh. you go. Yeah. So I mean, and keep the three we have. Which after right. this episode, I don't know if we will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because some people like listen to the show. I'm like, where the hell is my ad? <laughs> We're almost there. We're almost there. Yeah. I should queue it up, actually. Vamp. Queue it up. Uh, no, I, I want Vegas. Give me Vegas all day long. I I know, God, they've got so many scary guys that can just march a show and and and, and Pacioretty and Petrangelo and Theodore and guys who will just make you pay left and right. But I just, I don't know what it is. And I just feel like, if it were to come to, I don't even want to say outgunning, but if it were to outplay, I think the Blues can win. The only thing that bothers me is what we talked about last week is the goaltending. Mm-hmm. Robin Lehner falters. It's like most teams, okay, well, Robin Lehner isn't working, so let's go to plan B. And it's the Blues are like, oh, fuck yeah, give us plan B. Plan B is Mark andre Fleury. And that's not anything anybody Where, wants to see in the playoffs, at least in the last four years. Right. Whereas last night when Jordan Pennington got cut the crease and you saw him holding his head, you're like, oh, yeah. fuck. Oh. Dude, how about that badass? Yeah, we didn't talk right about there. that. God the, damn. The, that dude, he plate? refused to come out. He's bleeding on his jersey and he's still in the game. They said they gave him some gauze. Mm-hmm. In, in, in the, in it was mission. bleeding right. through. Right. Yeah, in, but it was, yeah. In, and he made sure there were there was TV footage of him with his mask yeah. up and, and that, the bandage. That and I love that. That's why he's it. such a fucking badass. That was one of the more interesting. That was that may have been the most interesting talking point of the game besides the goals. That's mm-hmm. that's how boring that game was. Yeah. Not not that's a boring thing, but there was nothing else in this game. Nothing interesting happened besides yeah. the goals. Austin yeah. Lynch, by the way, says he's going to come pick me up tonight. Yeah, right, you, you don't know where I live. <laughs> What's that? You got to drop me off at home. Yeah, <laughs> All right, yeah. You got. If you're going to pick me up, you got to pick Bill up too. Yeah, I, I literally like <laughs> and take us to the bar. <laughs> uh, Va- I'm pretty sure timeouts over. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> ha- have we had Vader post in the show before? Uh, Vader. Oh my God, is that Lord Vader? I, just just V A D R B F R says Big Daddy Sunburn, and then next his next his next post is Daddy I want my milk, and the next one is Oh my God that's so creepy creamy. I'm not sure if he's uh, in the right chat. I don't, so <laughs> um, yeah, 
that but no i i mean yeah I, luke bennington that is so creamy okay so if bennington <laughs> if bennington isn't a badass he really wants to be perceived as a badass right you know what i mean right okay so if, if he's just <laughs> what, if he, what if the game ends and he's just like oh my god my chin it, guys guys my chin hurts so if, bad if you just see him like out and about he is nothing like he wants to portray himself on the ice mm-hmm. which is interesting uh but um he really uh has that attitude that um personally i kind of like i love we, we, I mean, we've talked I about that we, talk, we talked about the the plan the the smart ass kind of play on the edge kind of badass attitude uh like uh, I, I like it i, I right. like players who care players who are animated gamers uh, that not that gamers not, not, guys that just want to fucking right. play that right. that that is reason number i don't know five probably why i love patrick wah because he had he that fun. attitude he, right patrick was great right. and he was french canadian right the, which and, are do, usually do, huge pussies do you, do you know what endeared me <laughs> do you know what endeared me to patrick wah he was already great but when he his his two Stanley Cup rings plug in the jersey. Yeah, that oh, comment. Yeah, that comment. That's the greatest chirp no. of all oh time. Oh my god! So I don't know what Jeremy says, but oh, that's I, so I, good. That is yeah. the greatest so chirp of all time. <laughs> that and the wink at Thomas Anstrom yes. in '93. Yeah, yeah. Those, although, yeah, 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 yeah. although two moments. He he did have the whole uh, right. got the fuck don't against Detroit. Yeah, uh, which sucked. But he McCarty did scored that. that one. Uh, my, maybe, maybe. But but he did that for reals and actually made that save and that was what that was the moment that I'm like this is my favorite NHL player of all time. He did that against the Rangers in the conference finals in '86 when he was a rookie when he they went on to beat the Flames uh, for the cup. Yeah. I mean that he made that save. I I forget. Right. I don't know if it was John Grodnick. I forget who it was. Vladimir Chepaterkin. Yeah. <laughs> we already have Bill, Bill's thrown these names that I've never heard of, but Jana Grodnick, okay. Rangers, but yeah. you're like, what the, yeah, <laughs> he made the save, and mm-hmm. it was it the the windmill save that he made against the Rangers yeah. in '86 um, in in Madison Square Garden. It was God, that was the moment that I fell in love with him. I was. Have, have you seen the Red Wings documentary? I'm not sure where it is. I, maybe, maybe YouTube. Maybe, uh, but it's Pornhub. It's, it's Pornhub. <laughs> uh, but it, it's, it's actually, it's actually interesting because it, it really talks about the, the uh, Draper incident and the, the, the Lemieux incident. What, the, the, the two, the against the boards. Um, and it, it goes into that a little bit, but it talks about that Detroit team and the Russians and stuff. Uh, and it is actually very good. And it talks about the, the brawl the, after the, the aftermath the next season, um, when Wa came out and, uh, Shanahan intercepted him and they had that windmill hit in center, which is like a fucking amazing, uh, moment in angel history, um, which you don't see anymore. My God, that, 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 that that's, that's one of the last times you'll see that kind of thing. Um, but if it, it, it might, Tom Wilson would do it, Tom Wilson, Tom Wilson, you know what? God damn it. Where are we, where are we at here on the show? Uh, we are way far away. So from Tom yeah. Wilson. So speaking of which, um, up next on the show, well, today in blues history, 
our rapid fire hockey tidbits, which will uh, be a lot of Tom Wilson talk uh, after this message from Center Ice Brewery. Center Ice Brewery is St. Louis's only hockey-themed brew house. Stop on in during the next game to experience the ultimate hockey fan brewery while sampling various hockey-inspired beers, such as Old Arena Lager, the Beauty IPA, the Rotating Pale Ale Series, or seasonal offerings such as their Imperial Stout, their Lime Sherbet Sour, and much more. While you're there enjoying any number of their fantastic beverages, you can admire the bar top and tables made of authentic arena wood and the actual penalty box door from the old barn. Located at 3126 Olive Street in Midtown St. Louis, it's one of the best places to watch a Blues game, or any game. Visit centereyesbrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or make a reservation in the tap room. Center Ice Brewery, let's go Blues! Please drink responsibly. You know what this town needs? <laughs> I gotta really this, pay attention. <laughs> this town needs a hockey themed bar and I oh think, yeah i think it needs to be built in a former chinese restaurant <laughs> somewhere mid-county oh no a laundry oh no is it a laundry uh, on the, the other side uh i think it was yeah Does yeah it, should it should it look like a place it, <laughs> it should they should they should offer laser engraved mugs oh the or the, or the they could put it in midtown yeah next to two of the best restaurants in town oh, and offer some yeah. of the most amazing Pappies and BP. Uh, <laughs> Southern. Pappies and Southern. Southern. BP. You know how we said not to bang the table like the drum roll? That applies here. That applies here. <laughs> I was just so that, funny. I had to bang the table. <laughs> Sorry, you, I ruined you, it. You, you ruined it. You stole my thunder. <laughs> but w what this town needed was a midtown hockey themed brewery with <clears throat> arena wood, real arena wood for tabletops and bar tops. That that it sounds that, like you're describing a certain place. That to me, that to me can't be understated. I've said that a lot. That. The fact that there's actual uh, remnants of the arena uh, in the actual bar top and behind the bar on the wall. And that it's engraved and so you know it's real. It, and the tabletops. It, the it, only it, that's thing... cool. That's like that's like that's like St. Louis history is at uh uh, uh Brewery. Right. I mean, my God. The only thing that could make it more authentic if they would have got one of the cats from the lineage of the cats that killed all the rats in the old arena. Yeah. The, you know, it'd be awesome. To or if have... they would have like displayed like, you know, you know, skates from the early sixties. Oh wait, they do they have a pair of skates. Yeah. Yes, no. they do. The, the next best thing would be if they hung like a, you know, a, water stayed thing from the rafters <laughs> the 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 baffles were there the right or if they would have hung terry hollinger from the, the rafters you know what that actual not so, just his jersey terry hollinger because there, there's history at centerized brewery with with the blues there's like was it old arena barnwood there's the penalty box door Oh, from yeah. the old arena, which is a fan fucking tastic thing. God, that uh, is beautiful. I mean, to to go in there and be able to like open and close the arena, the penalty box door that was at the arena, 
forget about it. That's there's yeah. there's two in existence, and they have one of them. Yeah, and the other one's probably gone. Yeah, I'm. I, I, it's probably in like in, in a, uh, 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 I don't know, trash bin somewhere. Vladimir Chepaturkin's basement. Yeah, and, and we're like we have we have exceeded our Chepaturkin comment. Sorry, uh, quota I can't help it. Episode that's, that's number three. That's, that's, so you do so, not get to uh, reference Chepaturkin. He didn't even play in the for the next four months. The, just so you guys know. So the the only time I've been more excited to use a penalty box door in in history was. The first time I saw Bob Dylan in concert, and Kurt knows what a big Bob Dylan fan I I was. That wasn't in Carbonite, was it? No, it okay. wasn't. The All first right. Dylan concert I ever went to was uh, at Providence and okay. at the Brown University Hockey Arena, and. The guys that I went with, we all sat in the penalty box just uh, because we could. Nice, that's awesome. It was amazing. I, the first time I saw Bob Dylan in concert was when. Brian Setzer opened for him. Oh God! That was a Whoa! That was a carbon. Really? How that much a, fun was that? Dude, was that had to be awesome. That was a that was a fun concert. That was fun. Damn. Only concert I've ever been to with a conga line. Yeah, you were there. What? Yeah. You were there. Yeah, there was like four. Uh, Jeff went. Uh, I went. Like four or five of us went. No, not yeah. you. I didn't know you. Schmieder, Landon. We were. Yeah. Everybody was there. That was fun. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm, I, I'm not a, a huge Dylan guy, but that was a fun concert. Uh, and I actually it was more of a at the time I was a Brian Setzer right. guy. No, the, I was gonna uh, say Brian Setzer is the shit. He's fun. No, he's that fun. that that actually. So my favorite part of the Dylan set was watched all the people getting <laughs> picked out of the getting picked out and dragged out by the state police <laughs> for smoking weed at a Dylan concert. Oh yeah, that's gonna yeah, be the right. worst fate, that, right? Not there's right. anything wrong with that. No. <laughs> that was at the uh, father's game. Was that the arena? That was that was at uh, yeah. the uh, basketball arena. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to a number of basketball games there when I was uh, when I was school there. I think I think that was my seventh Dylan concert. Wow, thirteen in my life. Wow. Thirteen Dylan that, concerts. That's more uh, concerts that, that you've been to for Dylan than I've been to for Weird Al. Yeah, which Can I, I, I my own so Weird Al like six or so. Okay, so let me let me ask you guys, what do you think is the band? It's a band. That I've seen the most in my life, mm. and Matchbox it's, it's Twenty. Six, it's six times. Matchbox it's Twenty. It's not Matchbox Twenty, but goddamn, I wish it were. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. How many times? Six times. Six times. Um, nine times. Six times. Nine, I'm a '90s kid. Times. I'm a '90s kid. Think about that. I'm born '85. No, 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 no. That's early that, '90s. I'm that impressive. Think more. Think, think, think more late '90s. Like I'm, mid I'm to late. How many times? Smash Mouth. Six. Six. Smash Mouth. <laughs> not Smash. Smash Mouth. I've seen twice though. Yeah. So okay, I have not did seen Stephen Sturgis. No, I did oh, not. That would explain. <laughs> that would have explained the COVID. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Tom I mean, Jones. No. <laughs> it's not unusual. It's not unusual <laughs> for someone to see Tom Jones six times. No. Uh, Bloodhound Gang. No. <laughs> Real big fish, uh, real big fish. Nice, yeah. hell yes. I've seen I've seen uh, two or three times. Yeah. I Landon, saw them at the pageant. Landon, I, think, I hope you're listening. I love I love real big fish. They're fun. I want to say them. uh I saw them four times at the pageant. Uh, once at uh, I saw them once uh, there too. Maybe same time. I'm guaranteed no. we were there at yeah. the same time. They, uh, once at Mississippi Nights and once at Umsol. No, they actually. they played. They were you know, early on, didn't they play Cicero's? 
Yeah, they did. Yeah, I think they did. I remember seeing before uh, they burned down. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, because Sellout had just come out, and I remember like as a kid telling my brother like sneak me into this whatever place is. It's called Cicero's, and my brother was like, "No, we're not going to Cicero's." So, and I'm like, "Why the fuck not?" Their their song, (laughs) beer. Okay. One of the best songs ever made. I agree. So uh, back in the day when we had our roller hockey team, we had a website. Okay, for our team. We and had several websites. That was we did we did we did. This was the Metro East Moose, which was a great name, by the way. Uh, but uh, Moose, and, and, and it's one of the Red. better jerseys I own, Red. actually. But uh, the intro was a flash-based intro to the website, and it was real big fish singing beer in the background. Oh, nice! And it was all of our names crossing across. I'll, I will send it to you because I still have Please it. Please do. Please it, do. It was it was fun. It was it was cool. I I am a I'm a big fish fan and just so you guys know, this is episode three hundred and we are off the fucking <laughs> Who rails. Cares? Who cares? Kurt, Kurt, Kurt is not a big fish fan. No. He, he he's not a big fan of Trey Anastasio. He's a big real big fish fan. I was really never fish. into fish. The yeah. show Fish. Yeah. Or the uh the, the band right, fish. No. Yeah. I, my my book like my buddy's all food from Ben Jerry's. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's delicious. And and while we're just going off on tangents, <laughs> my favorite thing about fish was and I have this on MP3 somewhere, they did a James Brown style cover of Umbop during what? a sound check. Whoa, what? hold on. Hold on. <laughs> It is Fish did a Mbop James Brown version yes. of Mbop. And they wow. worked in they worked in Too Hot in the Hot Tub from Eddie Murphy said I'm Live. actually really surprised my head didn't just explode. Mbop was Find my it. ringtone for a long yeah. uh, the the for ring long long time. Right. Hanson. Yeah. Hanson. Yeah. Right. And you know what? Oh, Hanson. You know what? Hanson and I agree. I forgot I forgot which band the Hanson. They were critiquing Hanson and I forgot who it was. Somebody from uh oh uh, some highly acclaimed band, I forget who it was, said that uh when they were asked about Hanson, they were like, God damn it, they play their own instruments. Kudos to them. I respect Hanson. Yeah. I'm like, well, like, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Are you guys watching uh Mass Singer right now? Matt Singer? Mast Singer. No, I never have. My wife is a huge fan, and I've been catching episodes. Hanson's on there right now. Yeah. I was going to say, if, if we could circle back to modern times. Yeah. <laughs> last weekend's episode of Saturday Night Live, uh, it was a repeat, though, but it was uh, Joe Jonas hosting. Okay. Oh, yeah, and, I saw that his one. his brother asked him, did we do Oombop? <laughs> I love that. I thought that was great. That's one of my favorite jokes. It's, it's, I, I mean, I, I don't care who you are. It's a good song. Yeah. It's fun. Fuck it. It's, it's a fun song. I don't care no, who I'm, you are. I'm, I'm serious. Find this. It's. I don't know if it's on YouTube, but it, I, I have an MP3 version. If you can't find it, hit me up. I'll, right. I'll, I'll share it because it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> James Fish I, will I, now do James Brown version of Umbop. It was a sound check to a did, show. And did, did yeah. you see? Did you see the uh, the Umbop uh, like a, a reunion where they redid Umbop acoustically? Mm-mm. Uh, it was it was good. It was like the the, the 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 whole thing where they're in a studio with people around, and they're just doing like guitars and like voices and no nothing else. It was good. 
Yeah. It was really, it was really, it was good. It was, it was a good version of the song. I will look that up. <laughs> I will look it up. I mean, you know, if you, if you, maybe, maybe not if you hate Mbop. Yeah. It's, it was so funny to say Mbop. Right. If, <laughs> but, and it, it, if, if you do find, if you do find the version, the fish version, you will not ever be able to think about the song without hearing the line like an 11 year old sex machine. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, I got to I got to hear this now. Okay. Find it. Uh, today in Booze History, courtesy of the at STL Booze History Twitter account. Holy shit. That's all we're at right now? <laughs> well, we've do- <laughs> we have we have now pushed uh, STL Booze History back to towards after the end of the show. Right. Because we wanted to get into blues content quicker. Not that this right. isn't blues content, but modern day blues right. content. Right. So uh, May 6, 2004, John Kelly replaced Ken Wilson as the TV play-by-play man for the St. Louis Blues. Uh, I want to ask you guys, uh, how do you feel about that? Good first, move. First of all. Good move? Good, good move. move. Okay. So first of all. I, I, I figured. First of all. Uh, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a great, oh baby, oh, baby. there's a great oh, episode of a podcast where you could hear the, uh, uh, Ken Wilson story about how that all went down, how that happened. Which podcast would that be? Oh, Mr. Jeff podcast oh, or Jeff Ponder? What, uh, what, what, what is it? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to like, uh, hold on. I'm going to take credit for this. Keyboardwarriors.com. You're no longer Jeff Podcast. You're Jeff Ponder. You're Jeff. Jeff. You are okay. Jeff. You're Jeff Podcast. I'm Jeff Podcast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I believe it was actually on Let's Go Blues Radio. Yeah, it was a fantastic interview. It was during uh, season eight at some point. Um, Not too often you to hear Kim Wilson uh, talk. So right. I'm just yeah. I'm just going to tell the I'm going to tell this now because I've been drinking and uh, it, it it feels good. Um, so I actually had to reach out to a friend with uh, KFNS because he had him on um, oh uh, Frank Cusmano's podcast. Yeah. Uh, his producer, uh, great, great, great guy. His name is Brian Kennedy. Uh, Brian, I, I had, to, or I'm sorry, God damn it, Brian Kennedy uh, wrote a hockey uh, hockey book. Uh, no, it's it's uh, it's Brian Hoffman. Sorry, mm. not related, not related to the um, ten thousand other Hoffmans. Out there. <laughs> did yeah. Ryan Hoffman get forty goals this year? No, he did not. No, uh, but no, Brian. Uh, so, I actually uh, had to reach out to Connor David might though. Yeah. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. Right? I had to reach out to Brian, and I was just like, "Hey man, I I heard that you had Ken Wilson on recently, like." I, I I hate to ask, I hate to be that guy, but like, how did you get in touch with him? And he was just like, I found a press release from 2007 or whatever year it was, and it had his phone number on it. And he sent me the press release. And I'm like, okay, all right, well, I'm going to call that number. And I called him, <laughs> and it was his, literally, it was his house number. It was his home number. That's kind of awkward, huh? Yeah. yeah. And so he answers. He just goes, he goes, hello? And right away, instantly, I knew <laughs> like, who it was. Oh, baby, yeah. it's Ken Wilson. And I'm like, uh, is this Ken? And he just goes, yeah, this is Ken. And I'm like, Ken, I, I, God, I feel so bad asking you this, but I'm a... I'm a blues podcaster, St. Louis blues podcaster. I, I just, uh, I, I, I don't know how else to get in touch with you. Would you be interested in maybe coming on and talking about your days as a blues broadcaster? And instantly he's like, Oh yeah, 
I'd love to talk about my day as a blues broadcaster. Hell yeah, that sounds fun. Let's do it. He's like, when's good for you? And I'm like, uh, well, actually, the first thing he said was he goes, he goes, so uh, you, he goes, you just want to start now? <laughs> I just go, no. Um, actually, as bad as it sounds, I like want to like get some questions ready. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, when, when's good for you? And I'm like, tomorrow at noon and he's like yeah tomorrow noon sounds great and and noon for him was like 7 p.m for me right so I'm he's, like, a, he's in hawaii he's, yeah right. yeah he's, he's in hawaii living a good life in hawaii yeah yeah uh, and then like i when i and like this is like during like major lockdown in the u.s so it was like <laughs> he's like oh yeah let's let's talk tomorrow at noon my time and i'll just be sitting on the beach with my feet up you know, and that's Jesus. That's when we talked. Yeah, that's a it's a great interview. Unbelievable, the, uh, dude. Yeah, uh, I don't know the episode number, but it was episode. It was it was uh, season eight. That's all. Season I eight. Uh, just search the Kimmel's and Luskubas Radio. Yeah, you'll find it. Unbelievable. Uh, oh, such it, such a fun dude to talk to. Yeah, and it's uh, honestly when I when I first listened to it, uh, when you first did it, uh, just hearing his voice was like, oh, there it is. It's like that's it. Mm. Uh, because, Literally, like when he answered the phone, in my mind I heard "Hello, let's go blues, <laughs> oh baby." Oh, <laughs> it's like that's what I heard in my mind. It's like, tell me you don't say "Oh baby" like ten times a day to yourself oh, in the mirror. Oh <laughs> baby, Curtis Joseph, what a say, oh, baby. <laughs> During the heyday when when it was organic. Right, it was, it was great. great, but, but it at got, the end of the day, it got right, marketed and yeah. Right it, at the end of the day, like <laughs> I, so I remember he was he, during the the original um, Wick fourteen um, when the Blues were first marketing that, and you know the the pins and the stickers with the the candle and 14 were going around. He was signing autographs at lids in uh, St. Clair square. And I was working, which is still there, by the way, it is, it is. (laughs) And the coffee shop that I worked at at the time was five doors down and it is not still there. No, it is not. I thought it was. And, And actually there is no coffee shop now. Starbucks has closed its doors in St. Clair square. Sad day. Um, anyway, he's, he's signing autographs and I, you know, I, on my break, I went down there and he's, he was like, um, you know, I, I donated five bucks or whatever. And he's like, thank you so much. And he was really genuine about it. Like, hmm. thank you so much that it, and I felt awful for being like, <laughs> I just wanted to come talk to the blue broadcaster. <laughs> I figured, five, I figured bucks. five bucks is fair. <laughs> and he's like, thank you so much. And I, I felt like a dick, but he, he was great. He, he was, he was absolutely awesome. It, and yeah, it, 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 it's a shame that you know, at the time when he was replaced and we've got two more, let's go blues, uh, 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 with history items to get to, but it's at the time it was a shame that he was replaced because of how things were going with him and, and, the, and the franchise and the, and I don't want to say work ethic, but you know, it is what it is. Work ethic. Work ethic. We've, we've, I, I, we've, okay. I will we've say heard the, the John David story. We have where, and, and it, it's interesting 
that because I heard this from I think it was you or Naven. One of the no, two. It was it was it was my former brother-in-law. Yes, where he where he said that he talked to Ken Wilson about how. Uh, he asked Ken right. Wilson about what, right. what did he how how right. how his prep work was before a game. Right. How early he got to the Who's game. Who's the town tonight? Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, I'll show up about four thirty. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I'll, I'll read the press notes. Thirty and... minutes prior to game time. I'll. I'll, 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 I'll like, it's it's Vancouver. I'll throw out oh baby a few extra times. Yeah. It's like That's... wow. So I'm like yeah, and I think I think that was uh, probably the writing was on the wall for mm-hmm. his his replacement. But yeah. Uh, Kelly's been been good, but I, you know Kelly's a, a good play-by-play guy. Mm. And Kelly's fine, but man, there was something about in his heyday when Ken Wilson was really there. Mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah, and on well, it. Well, man, that was fantastic. Midnight with, with right. Joe Micheletti. That, yeah. That's my, my which, favorite. by the way, As... by the way, if you're interested, Let's Go Blues Radio also <laughs> had Joe Micheletti on. Yeah. Which to me, honestly, is I, sorry, Bill. No, no, but like to me, like I've interviewed a lot of really, really interesting people, and I'm not just like trying to like, you know, say how great I am. Well, he's still a broadcaster too, right. so he's got. But but like Joe Micheletti was like so much fun right. to talk to, and and, and I interviewed him too in the same 12. season. <laughs> right, I know, right? right? That didn't happen. Who is that, that? That never happened. Right. And and right. I was I was shocked to come to the realization that he is a New York guy through and through. Oh yeah. To me, he was always just the blues second pairing defenseman in yeah. the early eighties. Right? Yeah. And God, he's and you he know what's is, crazy? He is a great professor. He's his such his, a good, his daughters good. are St. Louis girls through and through. Really? Yeah, because they grew up here. Yeah. Which is crazy to hear about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but so as far as John Kelly goes, <laughs> replacing <laughs> Ken Wilson, um, I, I was uh, I was sad to see Wilson go in a sense that uh, that's who I grew up. Uh, the most most of my childhood growing up was was Wilson. My brother and I playing uh, uh, rod hockey uh, on our on our Coleco power play hockey oh, man. set. God, that was the best. Oh my God, it's so much fun. And we score, it's oh baby, right? In the driveway, we score, it's oh baby, we score. It's Ken Wilson. We're, we're, we're mimicking Ken Wilson. So that was who we mimicked uh, playing hockey. We scored goals. And it was so much fun. It was so easy. It, playing with a wadded up newspaper ball in front of my, my parents' fireplace while watching the blues game, smacking it back and forth, trying to get by the other person. And when it goes by, it's oh baby, right? Every time. That's Ken Wilson. So that was my my childhood growing up. And I loved Ken Wilson. Uh, so in, in a way, I was sad to see him go. Every uh, now and then we hear him at the top of the show. We do. We do. Yeah. And I I believe on the podcast version of the show, you'll see, you'll hear his uh, voice. But um, I understood the the moving on aspect of it based on where things were going. But uh, uh, and and John Kelly is a, a, a great professional. Uh, but I, I don't have I don't have the the sentimental value with uh, with Kelly that I have with Wilson. But but you got to figure. Um, I, I would love to hear actually from like a guy like Austin Lynch who who's listening to the show right now. He's you know for for those listening to the show know that he's like a he said a high he said he's got to hit the hay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty late. 
Uh, but 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 like a guy like Austin, like he probably grew up listening to John Kelly. Yeah. So maybe he has like the same sentiment for a John Kelly like we do for a Ken Wilson. And I get it, but but to me, living through both in their heyday with the Blues, uh, Ken Wilson is superior. Yeah, Ken, Will, Ken Wilson in, in his prime. And nothing, Blues, it's nothing against John Kelly. No, no, no. Yeah, I get it. I, Ken Wilson's good. Ken Wilson's one of the better play-by-play -play guys. I think he, yeah. in his heyday, well, I think he was the best sure. so, of the 26 teams when he was still here. Yeah, so... The introduction to Ken Wilson for me was when he called the uh, Miracle on Ice game yeah. for ESPN. Right, right. Yeah. He he wasn't a St. Louis guy yet, but he called the, the Miracle on Ice game for ESPN. That's probably on YouTube, yes? It is. And it, But last week, there was a Montreal Expos St. Louis Cardinals game from earlier than that that he called and I'm like holy shit this guy was almost ubiquitous mid 80s no matter what sport it was by the way he, Bill he, just he, said ubiquitous that's fantastic <laughs> ubiquitous that's, that's so good after multiple whiskey shots and right. I said it perfectly you did this guy is Jeff did not. In, kudos to you Bill this guy is smart SMRT SMRT <laughs> it's because I had the pencil eraser removed from my nose and no longer saying library you, you did grow up in Cahokia so you had that going for you right. I no who wants say, lottery tickets <laughs> I no longer say library library <laughs> library nice but holy shit Ken, my childhood is like no, Ken Wilson was was an amazing sports president. He was good. Mid eighties, he he was just he was just like you you wanted to watch games so you could hear him call the games, right? It's it's like yeah. nowadays now nowadays in the NHL, who's who's a broadcaster? Like I'm gonna watch the game because they're broadcasting, right? No, nope. you don't really have it. Chris Cuthbert for a while for me. The guy's got such enthusiasm for the game. If, if you want to get, you know, homeristic and and watch a guy with the most passion, Gord Miller broadcasting a Team Canada game. But who who you know, else? You know, for the Blues, it's Dan Kelly, and then Kim Wilson mm -hmm. for me. But yeah. in their heyday, yeah. Uh, I, and 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 John Kelly. I mean, was John Kelly's great. No, he really is. He is, but it's just the thing where I mean, and maybe it's sentimental value and nostalgic for me. And this is, I mean, I get it. Uh, people who, and it, maybe it's kind of like the, the 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 retro jerseys. People who grew up with the clown jerseys when they first became a fan with the clown jerseys. It's like, oh well, that I I started being a fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, so Jeff is getting another. another I feel like, like that needs to be a sound effect. Pretty much a full shot of uh, whiskey. You want to hear that? You want to hear that every night? You listen to Dinosaur Junior's uh, song. Uh, Walk the Dinosaur? No. <laughs> That's a cameo. <laughs> 
Open the door. I'm get... sorry. I need to stop pounding the glass there. Open, <laughs> open really the door. Get out the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. That might be the funniest thing you've ever seen. Wow. Walk the dinosaur. Oh and my because, god. You know, because comedy is all about timing. And I boom. Walk yeah, ready the to go. dinosaur. No. What? Everybody walk the dinosaur. You, you want to hear that song? That you want to hear that 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 bottle popping sound? <laughs> Dinosaur Junior, feel the pain. Okay. It was on Rock Band One. Rock, Rock Band One. Hey, don't drink that yet. Ah, uh, we should cheers to something. Yeah. You guys want yeah. to cheers? Yeah. Here's the Ken Wilson. Ken Here's Wilson. to Ken Wilson. Oh baby. Oh, yeah, oh, baby. Oh baby. I'm sipping this one. I'm yeah. Oh one. yeah. Now after I've downed it. I was gonna say after he shot it. Oh man. God, this is good. It is good. You know it is what? good. It's like it burns, but it's good. I get right. it. Okay. Four, That's how four sex roots. is for so, me. Right. Never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you may need to go to the doctor. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about maybe tomorrow morning. Uh, so Check it out, mentality. We the the uh, we've only covered one of the today in blues history. All right. Second. <laughs> Second, you gonna you're gonna have to play the music for the podcast for like for ten like... minutes, fifteen minutes. <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> so our challenge is to tangent as long as we just did for the next point. <laughs> okay, all right, let's see what we can do. Let's go. Uh, this is serious. Now. May six, two thousand thirteen. Today, in you know when I was if, uh, if in two thousand thirteen. If people have forgotten, it is May six. Still, today in blues history, courtesy of the STL Blues History Twitter account, May 6, 2013, TJ Osi scores his first career NHL playoff goals. First two. First, first two, two. First two career playoff NHL goals in the St. Louis Blues 4 to 3 loss versus the LA Kings. I assume that's 4 to 3, not 403, <laughs> which was literally copied from. The Twitter account, so that's not me. That's on him. Oh, don't don't <laughs> do that to our friend I'm at SDL Blues History. Right. He he's told me before. You know, <laughs> he's always told me before. He's like, Jeff, don't uh, don't exactly quote me because I'm so bad at typing. <laughs> <laughs> he's four to three loss. I saw our friend to the SDL Blues History Kings. today. No, I, yeah. I did. Walking well, his dog? He, he li- yes, he lives in my neighborhood. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and like he always walks by. And earlier today, I, I had my window open and I looked over and I saw his beautiful bloodhound. He's got a just an unbelievable, beautiful bloodhound. And I just hear, hey, Jeff. <laughs> I look over and I'm like, ah, Tim is. Uh, oh, you, you guys. You he doesn't edit care. that out. He's edit told me. Out. He's told me before. He doesn't out. care anymore. First yeah. name's okay. Last another name, not so great. much. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I don't even think I know his last. Name. There you go. So wait, yeah, yeah. Another you, oh brother, where I'll throw reference with a bloodhound. You're right. And you may have to vamp on this last one because I have to take a piss. All right. We'll uh, we'll do it. Happy. This, this is our challenge. Yes. Because well, and we also have um, we've also got some comments. Comments. Yes. Ready. Yeah. So we, we got this. Happy fifty sixth birthday. Today, May 6th, no, not Chipper Durkin. Happy 56th birthday to, oddly enough, not Chipper Durkin, uh, to former blues checker and sometimes tough guy Bobby and Bassin. oftentimes enforcer, Bobby Basson. Number born, 28. Born May 6th, 1965. The video shared with this tweet included the infamous, uh, at least to me anyway, the, uh, the Steve Smith, Bob Basson fight 
where Carrie Frazier tries to like stop the fight before it happens, and Bastin grabs Frazier's shirt, jersey, jersey, whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, officials wear, yeah. and yanks him out of the way. And then proceeds to like have a nice long fight with C. So, Smith. Yeah. So no. there number, you go. We'll, number twenty-eight. We got this. You go. Go. I'm going. Go. Get go. out of here. One, two, three, go. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. Um, when he came back, Bob Bassin, what yeah, number after, did he wear? Forty-one. Yes. Yes. That's right. He, yeah. Forty-one. He was, he was twenty-eight when he was here originally, yep. and he went to Dallas, and he came back, and he wore forty-one, 41. because yep. somebody somebody else uh, was wearing number twenty-eight at the time. Steve and, Duchenne. Uh, it would have been Steve Duchenne. It would not have been Matt Walker. Matt Walker was <laughs> a decade later. Matt Walker. Damn. Yeah. I, Good reference. I got this. Yeah. Got this. We we totally have this 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 vamping well. Ah, oh, dude. We don't this. need Kurt. That guy we sucks. Yeah. We had a whole show without him. Right. Fuck him. Let's bring Dexter in. Let Dexter <laughs> sit in the Dexter chair. is way more beautiful. God, isn't he? That's God. a dog. God, he's way. beautiful. Um, but no, I uh, so you know, you know, you know what? Actually, Bob Basson was actually one of my dad's favorite players. Mm-hmm. I remember being a kid and being like, "Dad, uh, who's your favorite player?" And he was like, "Well, you know, I like uh, Brett Hall, obviously, and Adam Oates, and mm-hmm. blah blah blah." But like Bob Basson was right. always one of the first names he said. And and this is this was the state of the blues late eighties. Rick Mahar was the captain of the mm-hmm. blues. And and he was at best a third line checking center. Yeah. And he was he was great. He Hell was of great a checking center. Right. Yeah, one of the best. And, but he was the captain of the team. And Bob Basson was the fourth line center and he was the guy you wanted on the ice when when it mattered down the stretch. Yeah. Right? And and he he played with the Sutter brothers, and I don't know if, Rich if, and Ron, Rich and Ron, yeah. And you know if you go back to uh, Tom O'Neill's tweets during the playoffs oh. the last couple of years, his favorite tweet to bring back was uh, Bassy or was it, it was Bass. Richie, Ronnie, skate boy, skate. It was yeah. the Ron Quran quote, yeah. right? Yeah, it yeah. Was the Ron Quran quote, and and that that, that uh, you know, Basson was he was he was the epitome of the fourth line blue collar player. That yep, the Blues fans. That's fell what, in love dude. With. And and like how we how much have we talked about for over years? It's like. Well, Blues fans, they just love those blue-collar guys. It's mm-hmm. because of a right. line it, like it, that. Right. The, the, you the wanted Bassin, the Bob Bassins. You line. wanted the Rich and Ron Sutters. That's yeah. that's what the Blues fans wanted. Right. And then later, the you know, the Craig Conroy, um, Scott Pellerin, oh, Blair scratching them. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. C- fast- the CPA line. Yes. Yes. Hell yes. Because yeah. you can't say Atchinum, it was scratchedum. <laughs> well, then, and then years later, it was the CPR that. line, right? The uh, the Chris Porter, yeah, uh, Ryan Reeves, yeah. Who Porter, am I missing? Porter Reeves and yeah. um, is it just CPA. is it just me, or did Chris Porter never fully get the fair God. shake that he deserved? No, absolutely, right. right? It, it was because he was he was the holdover between the Murray and the. Uh, the the Andy Murray yeah. and the Ken Hitchcock. I heroes. thought he did. I thought he filled in. Yeah, nicely. That's gonna drive me crazy. Who else was on that line? CPA. God. Chris Porter, Ryan Reeves, and. Mm. Why was Ryan Reeves on the you CPA two line? Help us out. CPA. CPA. It was a CPA line. Yeah. yeah. It was a CPA. Early. Uh, well. Uh, 
after 2010. It definitely wasn't. It definitely wasn't Conroy. It was no. It was um. Holy shit! Help us out. I know God we're on like a minute it. and a half delay for YouTube, but come on, boys. Uh, Austin. Girls? Austin says Jeff's taking Uber home. Austin, <laughs> uh, might not be a bad call. No. So Jason Mo says these two guys are going to need a crash on Kurt's couch. <laughs> Maybe. I, I there is a there is literally a field and one street between me and Kurt's you could house. walk home i could i might just home. go now, i might you, just go sleep in that field <laughs> you, you may get eaten by coyotes but you would right right so so i worry about the nocturnal animals right you got your coyotes yeah you got your owls sure you got to worry about the, you, you worry I, about owls really i do i do <laughs> Have I mean, you have you ever been like no, spooked no, by an owl? Uh, no. Okay. So I've I've heard of the barn owls, like the like the, the mice and stuff, but I mean, it's a mice. Oh, it, we we had an owl. I've never been scared of an owl. Oh my god, that is the scariest. They are so silent, <laughs> but they will fuck you up. I'm not. Okay, I'm not denying they won't. Okay, I don't know. Maybe I don't know much about owls. I don't know. I'm. I, I, should I be scared of owls? I don't you know. You should be. Really? You like a barn be. owl? No, because you don't have a barn. No, but, but it's a figure. <laughs> no, it's a figure of speech. Yeah. Barn owls don't hang out in barns. There's the barn owls. Yeah. No, they're there. So we we <laughs> we had and and I literally live as the crow flies. As the crow flies, a, which a is a quarter mile. But if you drive from my house yeah it's, house. More like it's a, a mile it's a couple miles yeah. right right yeah. it's it's because this town's kind of dumb well yeah but, there's no shortcut right. maybe maybe eventually they're they're oh, they're, they're developing enough. right soon enough yeah. if there's a road through but i don't think there's gonna be there's the way the work i don't know the 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 house adam cracknell number 79 yeah yep there I'm it is 79 yep. it, it was adam cracknell Porter and Reeves. Yeah, that, the 79? CPA line. Yeah. Cragnell was seventy nine. Yeah, was. he was. Yeah, no. Yes. Yeah, he was. He was. He was no. the only, surely the only seventy nine in Blues history. Um, probably seventy nine. Yeah, I don't recall that at all. Oh come on, yeah. I, I know Cracknell, but I'm mean, like seventy nine. Yeah, he was number seventy nine. Who else was seventy nine? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I'm gonna look it Holy up. Holy shit! I, I'm pretty sure it's that's nobody. an awful number. <laughs> Yeah, it's it really a great, is. it's a great number because well, it's not sixty nine, and, and it reminds it's not me, Jeremy Yablonski, it the only blue to everywhere number sixty nine. It, you know what? It reminds me of Yablonski was a Golden Gloves boxing douchebag. It, it reminds me of uh, a Dan Hynote. I think I said this Cabuisco thirteen. Well, he remembers thirteen. That's a great number. But he tried mm. to join. He when he joined the Blues. I don't remember who it was. Somebody wore thirteen. It. They asked him, so he he decided to wear number fifty-eight. Yeah. And they asked him, "Why are you wearing 58? And He goes, "Well, I tried to pick two numbers that were the ugliest. Yeah. Really to reach number thirteen, five and eight. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. That that's <laughs> great. That's great logic. <laughs> the the fact that there's logic behind the yeah you know, the, the, the reasoning." 
Twitter right. numbers. Okay. We're, we're Who's wearing 79? Let's Believe see. it or not, we still have listeners after we're going on. I'm we're, we're almost at three hours in the 79. show. This is, this 79. is our best That's, show ever. There is one <laughs> player who has worn 79. Adam Grackle. <laughs> Which is, it's, it's so stupid. Um, so, Jesus Christ. so players to wear number 61 in Blues history. 61? Corey Stillman. Oh. And uh, and uh, uh Burry's brother. No? No. Was he? No, oh, he God wore 18. Valerie Burry. No. Val- Valerie Burry wore 18. Uh, Five, I can look it up. Four. Three. No. Sixty-one. No. Lars 61. Eller. Lars Eller. Damn it. You can't beat me at this game. I no. I'm not I'm not trying to. I would I'm never. Just, I was just saying. I would never. That's why that's why I'm like, you know what, when back in the day. When I was like, Jeff, we got to get my friend Bill. All right. So <laughs> I, I got to admit. So Jason Miller probably jumped in on this before I could. Uh, in the YouTube chat, he says CPR line, Adam Cracknell alongside Chris Porter and Ryan Reeves. You need more whiskey? Uh, Racist fan rocks 44. Adam Cracknell is playing in Bakersfield. He's still playing? God, bring him back. I'd yeah. Rather have, I'd, I'd rather have Cracknell or Porter. The Mackenzie <laughs> I I liked Porter. I did I, as too. like a third, fourth line guy. You know, you know what was yeah, funny was that like when I was in the media, I got a. Call. Did you guys know that I was in the media? I did. did what? You know yeah. Wait, are you serious? I, I didn't know if that was common you knowledge or not. You need a raise. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Right. So you should pay me forty percent more than the two of you, right. which is like. <laughs> Two dollars, <laughs> yeah, so, per month, so per month. You get two, yeah. two lot more four when they come out. Oh hell yeah! I'll take Which, two of them. Oh. Use them in both hands. Hell yeah! Just reminding me of the manscape that like, oh, we want to talk about the lawnmower four point Oh, there's not like. Okay. <laughs> Shit. So we may be looking for a new sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, to be honest, manscaped. And let's talk about this for for like one quick second. Uh, fan fucking tastic sponsor. I fucking love. I I love the product. It, right? it, I it's, do too. It not only is it effective, it's fucking fun. Talk about it. it's like Jesus Christ. It's hilarious. Like people are like, oh, I'm talking about the shave my balls. Like, Fuck you. It, it's, it's, I mean, that, that's the it. It's where it's at. It is, dude. My wife. <laughs> loves the fact that I shave myself better now. Like, I I know it's ridiculous that, like, we it, talk about this it, stuff. It ain't ridiculous. But, dude, she, I, I, I told her, she's like, there was one day, literally one night after, you know, we did some stuff. <laughs> we, we can't she, do this because. She will hate me for telling the story. And she goes, she goes, she goes, man, I'm really glad you, uh, you know, trimmed up. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, yeah, like I used my, uh, my, my Manscaped lawnmower. 3.0. I lawnmower. used my, yeah, I used my lawnmower. And she goes, lawnmower. And I go, yeah, it's uh, something I got from uh, manscaped.com. <laughs> and she just goes, man, I'm so glad they sponsor your podcast. <laughs> you know, well, it goes back to the, the, the poll that was taken, the anonymous poll, which anonymous polls are great because you kind of get what people are like really thinking to, for, for those to respond. And it's like, like 85% or 90% of women 
or uh, significant others prefer oh the, yeah the grooming now, yeah, so now, it's not even women it's, yeah it's, i i know guys others. who are just like dude i like my significant other started trimming up and it's amazing here's the deal if you're a guy if you trim the hedges the tree stands taller yeah you guys want to whip it out right now? See what we got? <laughs> not really. <laughs> this is not episode 100. <laughs> you, you missed your you missed your chance when I offered for a sword fight earlier. <laughs> when you trim the hedges, the tree stands taller, and that is that that is actually that is actually literally a line made by the Manscaped guys. They went on Shark Tank years ago to promote their product to get uh, investors in their in their product. And if you watch Shark Tank at all, on I think it's mostly CNBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really great show, and Manscaped is on there, and they use that line. And this is early on in their in their development, and they 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 lo- looking for investors, and uh, and and they got investors from the Shark Tank, and. I think the company is worth literally like 15 or 20 times more than what they were at the time they were in Shark Tank. So they're they're doing quite well. Yeah. So no, I mean it, we've we've covered covered the products. We love everything that that we've I've gotten. trimmed the bill. First first time that that's <laughs> been disclosed on the show. But. I'm going to challenge that. And I'll, we will. We may have photos and video next week. No. 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 Of course not. No. But but the. All right. <laughs> so uh, so new sponsor ideas. Yeah. Uh, no. Right. Since, I, 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 since exactly. We're about to be fired. Um, oh, there was such a good sponsor for a long time too. Uh, right. So can, can we sell like uh, animal print clogs or? Yeah. Well, except for except for for Kurt being the front and center face of the show, I would say Beer Brand could really be a good sponsor for Beer us. Brand, Beer Brand, Beer Brand, Beard Brand, Beard Brand. Oh, right. yeah, I don't do the whole. Yeah, right. you. Oh, yeah, you guys are like both sporting the uh, whole. I, I'm just saying, when when Manscaped finally drops us, I think that's where we need to go. Oh yeah, yeah for well, sure. But we, I, we, I like to, I like how you say when. I I like <laughs> gonna happen after I like I, I like to look younger. I mean, this is me. I mean, I, I mean, Kurt, you always look like you're in your twenties. I'm yeah. I'm a. It's you know funny. Look, you know funny. You, you know uh, what? You know I'm, what's hot no, about you? No. The fact that you look like a fourteen year old. Yeah. Well, because my 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 hand looks bigger in the photos. But no, no. <laughs> Which. We're gonna like get dropped all the time. This is so late in the show. But what's you no? Know, it's funny, is that I was I was uh, I I dressed as Marty McFly for last last Halloween for uh, for uh, before, before the pandemic. The no, last no, this is during. Oh, really? The last October, mm. in the height of well, not the height of it, but whatever. Before vaccines, went to Halloween. I dressed up. Went to a Halloween party, it was socially distant, you know, mass, whatever. Uh, we like didn't like, so we were safe. But 
Halloween was the best holiday. For oh, Halloween. Austin. Uh, by the way, Austin Lynch says you need to take me off the show. Kurt, you need to take him <laughs> off the show. And cut out the podcast. What? That's the best part of the show. <laughs> the fact that I said that you look hot as a 14 oh boy yeah, you missed that part yeah as a 14 year old boy i don't know i that's my parents for photos. by the way i are, have a son are we trending, just so the world knows are we trending on reddit white people twitter yet <laughs> <laughs> what i'm saying is that i so a halloween is funny because I, I i i was went as martin mcfly I've, on the show, I went as Marty Fly for an episode, the anniversary of the Back to the Future, whatever it was, going back in time. And uh, it was funny because uh, my girlfriend, Amy, she was accused of crater robbing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm older than she is. So that was kind of funny uh that i that that, that happened so uh, be, and but it's because i moisturize yeah oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you can you tell i can like, tell right, right. oh yeah it looks like, great. right right here right here I, uh, yeah. the, the, the the crow's feet the eyes yeah. oh yeah you don't got Mo no crow's feet moisturize every night you know 10 years younger right who do you use right manscaped uh, he's manscaped manscaped, manscaped okay all right I believe that unreleased product. <laughs> right. Right. It's, it's, it's a trial by, we should talk know, about fire. Tom Wilson. We should, uh, well, before we he do that, because honestly, our Tebby tears. <laughs> because honestly, before the I moisturize with our, our Tebby Panarin's tears. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> so we'll let Jeff laugh it out and then we'll go to the, <laughs> Let's go blues radio rapid fire hockey tidbits. And Jeff's like I can't stop laughing. I'm, I'm gonna cut your mic right here. <laughs> Good, cut it. You need Boom. to I, I I'm not kidding. There I did. Okay. Well that's better, right, Bill? It's wow. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it off. I, I've been waiting to get rid of that guy. Oh my god. He's so loud. He's like, and, and even now, it's like the background noise is like crazy. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> so, leaving you off for a while. Okay. That was Austin Watson. Or Austin Watson. <laughs> so, okay. Austin, in our uh, YouTube chat, chiming in, because we fired Jeff already. Oh, Kurt, you take him off the show. Yeah, I, I, I've tried, but he's like very Jeff, persistent. Uh, Jeff Queeran has already jumped in Where? as the new host. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, let's... You know, we'll, we'll give Jeff another go. Yeah, let's do it. And Jeff, you can take a back seat. Give me another three hundred we'll, episodes. See yeah, what I do. Yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> we'll give Quirin three hundred, and we'll see how it goes. And then if you if it doesn't work out, right. then we'll bring you back. I'll see you guys in about seven years. It doesn't matter <laughs> that one hundred and fifty of those episodes were you solo <laughs> during the summer. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. How many? Fuck how many? Okay. How many? How many uh, uh, last couple seasons have you done with uh, like just, oh, uh, just no. you? I don't know. It's been a lot, it's, it's, and I, no, I feel it's, bad it's like, for our listeners that they right. had to just listen to me. <laughs> right? Well, you not just you, no. but like whoever the guest was. But I'm just saying that right. last couple of years was like you did you you carried the show over the summer, right? Because I I had like you know I'm telling Julie we're we're gonna do an in person show. It's our 
three hundred show. She said, "Shoot, not done this three hundred times." <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff carries the water. Yeah, I was gonna say, Jeff did about one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, right. Dur- during the season, yeah, we're like like kicking ass. <laughs> but during the off season, when everybody else ain't doing right. shit right i'm listening to jeff while i'm tuning up my lawnmower i literally listened to jeff interview jeff brown right. former blues defenseman fantastic fucking player in the nhl when i was driving my kids to the ozarks over the summer one year right. that no. was great i loved no. it no i god so i i it was awesome um uh, one of my favorite Twitter fellows, goalie history. Um, yes, guy, guy out of Colorado. Okay. He he posted the not essence's blocker, not essence's blocker, <laughs> or not original Burnsy, but <laughs> but both good at both goalie good. history. Posted a tweet, and it was about the Blues trade for or Blues trading Greg Millen to the Nordiques, and I'm like. Holy shit! Ooh, so I, shit. I I I DM I don't DM like that's I I, I don't like I don't you're like, above that no I <laughs> I just you're, I'm <laughs> I'm just a casual Twitter user I right. don't slide into people's DMs I DM the guy I'm like hey our co-host like he he interviewed both Jeff Brown and Greg Millen can I use this tweet to promote that. And it got like three likes. Like, <laughs> I, have, I have the shittiest person on Dude, Twitter. I, man, I that that to me is like one of my favorite. Like, God damn, I love that. Those episodes. I know. I know. We talked so about great. I know we talked about like uh, you know joking about me, the media. Like I have, I have interviewed some really awesome people when I was in the media. I interviewed Bacchus all the time. Uh, Ryan Reeves. All the time. And like, but when I did the interviews with Millen and Jeff Brown, right. those were like God. two of my favorite <laughs> interviews I've ever done, ever. Right. The, the fact that, that you got Greg Millen to come on oh. after Jeff Brown told the story. Yeah. About- Jeff Brown, <laughs> Jeff Brown told the story about how like Greg Millen wanted to like acquire Jeff Brown. I love that. I like it. Brian Sutter had to. Brian Sutter was like they were carpool mates. (laughs) Brian Sutter had to tell Greg Millen, "Hey, we got Jeff Brown." But, but you're guess gone. But you're gone, bitch. I, I was like, oh my god, that was so. You have if okay, listen to the show. If you haven't listened to the the summer series where where Jeff Ponder did the uh, Jeff Brown and Greg Millen interviews. Listen, if you haven't listened to any of them, listen to those two because those are fantastic. God, those are- <laughs> oh my god, because they're 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 intertwined. They're related. We got one from the other. It's yeah. so funny. It's so good. And to hear hear both people's perspective, like that that was like, God, I <laughs> I am I am so amazed that I am associated with this podcast <laughs> to be able to tell the story. And, and then when I got when I got goalie history to allow me to retweet that, I got three likes. I'm like, God, I suck at social media. So bad. But, social but media those, sucks. Come on. Yeah, it, does. it fucking sucks. Social media is awful. Th- those may have been the two greatest 
interviews. Like I, I remember but, that. I remember that, and uh, when you had Strickland on, the, yeah, the yeah, previous yeah. year, um, to to you know, it, it, I guess that no, that was before two years, the Blues. Two yeah, years. two years ago. That yeah. was before the Blues won the Cup, and it was like you know, kind of conjecture about what the Blues could possibly do, and didn't even want to think about the Blues winning the Cup. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was a great <laughs> episode because that was so, that was something other teams did. Right. So, right. so, so I remember one of my questions to uh, Strickland was, so, um, you know, John Tavares is a free agent. What are the chances? He was like, oh yeah, there's a good chance the Blues might get Tavares. It, you know, if Toronto's throwing money around. Right. I you're, mean, you're not getting anybody yeah. surprised that Stamkos didn't land that, right? Yeah. Right. And, well, and that's just a case of him wanting to stay. I mean, right. I mean, I, and he, good on him because you sure know I get it. Yeah. Cup. yeah. No, yes, exactly. And he didn't play much, but, <laughs> but, he <won> but <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's trying to play this year, but he's hurt again, right? Right. So, so, so who is it from that team um, that, uh, that team that wore the Blues jersey? Uh, in the uh, uh, the not the OHL but the the, the bantam division, it was uh, Samco's, Petrangelo, and Tavares. Oh, oh and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Scandella that picture? No, Scandella was on that team. No, it wasn't he was Scandella. It was because um... he played with Petrangelo. Yeah. in um, in Niagara. There was like four players, right? And and yeah. Petrangelo and Samco's have won the cup, and Tavares hasn't. I, I love I well he went to Toronto so he's like not gonna but, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding I'm serious no Toronto if, is like if, right if Toronto somehow wins the Stanley Cup this year like the the greatest debate in hockey is going to be is does this have an asterisk on it because it wasn't a full <laughs> well season. and and let's be oh. honest like l that's last year you know no no thing. you know what that's that's what sucks for Canada is the fact that they're all in one division. Yeah. So they have one chance yeah. to like right. make the Stanley well, Cup final. And they're not going to. Here, they're yeah. just not going to. Here's the thing. With with, with, with all the different divisions. Tampa or and, Carolina to yeah, beat somebody. No, the, no way. So all the divisions, they're playing within the division. They're not playing out. None of the divisions are playing outside the division. So this is going to be... And for the first time in history, is the most interesting time when the teams finally play each other, right? In in, in the conference right. finals, right? Because they're gonna like, okay, we won a division because the top four teams each division play each other, and they're gonna like, so the winner of each division will then play each other to the final. So the first time since for what fifty years, wherever it's been, uh these teams are going to be playing teams outside the division. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Toronto, Toronto's like, like lighting the world on fire, but they haven't played anybody outside the Canadian teams. Right. So they don't know how they compare against all these other teams. Right. Could, could they be taken down by a chirp? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I am so, wait, 
you didn't you didn't quarantine for two weeks. How are we <laughs> Oh, I hope that doesn't happen. Oh, I hope I hope God. quarantine shit doesn't come into play. That would God, suck. That that would but, be awful, but it would be great chirp material. But I I didn't look at the standings today, but uh, apparently it's lining up for Montreal to be. Toronto. Montreal, Toronto. (laughs) That's going to be so awesome. I'm going to love it so much. Uh, Bill, I'm just going to say it now. Uh, Montreal in six. Oh. Oh. I don't don't think Toronto's doing shit. No, I mean, they're only playing against Canadian teams. Yeah. And I I can see with with a healthy carry price. I'm I'm sorry, Jake Allen has not impressed. He he's gotten worse. He is lately. He's, he's, he's gotten much worse. Because the pressure's bad. on him. He's the number one. That's why. Right. The no, can't. he's not right. number one, but the pressure's on him still. Yeah. Right. And tonight, um tonight or last night, Caden Primo had a terrible game. Yeah. As as the oh, starter. Yeah. Right. And he said and, and Jake Allen five two Montreal, uh Toronto over Montreal. Right. And and Sorry. Caden Primo started and Jake Allen said, you know, that I, I was reading a tweet earlier, um, where Jake Allen was giving emotional support to Caden Primo saying it's just a blip in the road. Right. It's just a blip. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and he said <laughs> When Carey Price's time is done, Caden Primo is the guy that's going to take over in Montreal. Sorry, but that time's not here, right? <laughs> we, if, as a Montreal Canadiens fan, we need Carey Price. If, if, yeah, right, if, right, right now, right, please. Right. right, we don't need Jake Allen, who's <laughs> you know, you know, holding the, uh, you know, you know, holding the uh, uh, the the stick for the. Uh, uh, the player in waiting in Caden Primo. Um, God. It, hey, can just... can I can I just add a real quick comment from a Facebook sure, chat? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Andrew heard from Facebook in a while. Yeah, Andrew uh, po- Pocortney. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna say Andrew Pocortney. Uh, he says, "Thank you for your podcast. Listening from Titletown, Alabama. Titletown. Let's go, Blues. That... Is that the college town? I guess." Uh, well, he's, he's not our only Alabama listener because YouTube Alabama Blues, weeks. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. We've we've had uh, uh, John from Alabama. Yeah, yeah. And, no, uh, Andrew, thank you very yeah. much for listening. Al- we we appreciate it. and 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 guys, I I know that I've been drinking, <laughs> and we've Who all hasn't? been drinking. Well, yeah, drink we're having place. a great time. What? But I just want to say, like. The fact that we have reached 300 episodes, it's not just because we're just like, oh, we're going to, you know, fucking hang out and talk blues for 300 episodes. We we do this because we know people are listening. So thank you so much to everybody who uh, who's been listening for however many episodes you've been listening. We appreciate it. We're the longest running blues podcast for a reason. It's because of you guys. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. And it's not just uh, the the three hundred episodes. It's the three hundred episodes that are like they're lengthy. Right. They're not like <laughs> yeah. they're right. not like a quick twenty minute uh, post game shows. They're they're hour and a half, not, two hours. We're of, not read box scores here. Yeah, and we're not actually <laughs> we're actually not locked on to just one no 
twenty minute episode. No, 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 no not, not locked on. We're not whatsoever. Locked on. <laughs> I, we're, not, we're not. We're not. We're not self promoters. No, no, we're not. We begging for retweets and. No, we don't. We've gotten so much love from from people around the the the, the podcast landscape. Yeah. Yeah. And we love you. And we, it, it's, we, it's great. We've, 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 we've got our I appreciate paid, every but. single one is. And I, I want to say that uh, a while back, uh, Eric from the Teal Tom podcast did tweet us something, and I can't find it because it's so long ago. <laughs> we've had so many comments in the YouTube chat. In the YouTube I chat. I will say that, like, after I like tweeted about this episode and shit, I'm like, <laughs> I probably should have included Teal Town USA. Sorry. I probably should have included Teal Town USA in in the video that I showed you guys earlier. Oh, you you totally should have. Oh, you're you're such a dick. What is I probably should have. They would have been all about it. I know Uh, they would have. Teal Town has been fantastic. Great, guys. Yeah. And again, and again, for anybody who's interested in hearing anything about San Jose Sharks hockey, uh, Teal Town USA they run the best one of i would honestly say if if you're looking for like team oriented no, podcasts we we one of the top 5 right, in we, all of the NHL right we started a discord server because yeah because of them because of them well yeah, we, we we participated in their their discord server after one of their games i was like Oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah, we should I mean, do this. Hell, we should do this for our show. And, yeah. And, you know, and it's out there. It's free. So if someone w- wants to join, it's let's go blues.com. Let's go blues.com slash Discord. Mm-hmm. It's free. It's, uh, you know, chime in, jo- drop your comments and uh, uh, text wise or voice wise, we're, we're there. And, so, and one of these days when I'm not working till midnight every <laughs> other fucking yeah. day, I will be in there more often. I, I that that's some of oh. my some of my favorite discussion has has been with like one or two guys in yeah. in the Discord server after a game. Yeah, it's been yeah, fun. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I I have been there and have talked hockey with uh, a, a number of people, and it's been so much fun. Um, and just you know, after a game's over, you go in there, you like like right. verbally, not just texting, which you can do on Twitter, you can do on Facebook. You can text back and forth, people. But on the Discord server, you could you could tweet every emotion of a game. <laughs> on the Discord Don't server, you touch me for that. On the Discord server, you you can you can I'll like to the rest of this. You can game. you can log in with your with your microphone and just like like join into a chat room where people are just talking about the game. It's so cool. Yeah. I I mean yeah. it's. It, and we don't have any sponsors with this Discord server. It doesn't matter if there's a ton of people or not. It's there. It's free. It's it's out there. It's it's fine. I um, mean, if you're so, in there and you and you want our Manscaped discount code, we'll give it to you. <laughs> right, but, it but it's not sponsored specific. Right. No. Uh, Austin Lynch says, uh, "Hey Jeff, when is the reaction video going up? And when? Or I'm sorry, where can it be watched?" Uh, Austin, um, <laughs> I thought he was going to bed. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. Right. Uh, but Austin, we'll uh, we'll be posting the video tomorrow. I I will post the video tomorrow with uh, Curtin Bill's reaction um, in the like corner, and I'll post everything. <laughs> um, I <laughs> I've already told Curtin Bill 
that after the this episode, I have to show what Jeremy Rutherford sent us <laughs> because that, that was the best. It is awesome. so funny. Like it, you guys already laughed at what he sent us. It, He's got way more for well, us, and, it, and it's so funny. I, I'm sure all of you guys are familiar with Rutherford. He's the, the blues beat reporter for the athletic. Yeah. So if you have not subscribed to the athletic, I, I, I don't know if the, the, the deal right now is as cheap as it was before. It might be, I don't know, but it's not expensive. Subscribe to the athletic so you can read Rutherford's uh, articles and comments. It's, Wait. it's the best uh, commentary uh, as far as beat writers go. Yes. As far as the blues go. Wait. Yeah. And, it, and like, because for the longest time, for St. Louis was like, we need an actual reporter right. to like come in How many- and like comment on what is actually happening, not just what the coach is telling right. us. How many times did we take down Jeremy for not asking the hard because questions? Because he, he was with the St. Louis Post Right, Spash, exactly. Right? Yeah, and and now now he now he asks the real he questions. He has the freedom. He, he's he has, right, a free, he, yeah. he has that independence. Yes. Yeah, right. and is, and, and, and is, he's done a phenomenal yeah. job. And if you listen to the post game press conferences, mm-hmm. you can hear him chime in and ask questions that are like, "Yeah, that's a good question. Right. Fantastic." Where, where it's because he wants you, like the real beat. Right comments. Whereas That's what he's looking you for. You can tell when it's Tom Timmerman. I and I respect the hell out of Tom Timmerman and Jim Thomas but and all sure. those guys. Yeah, yeah, Jim yeah. Thomas. Jim Thomas is the guy that got reassigned when the Rams left, and you can tell <laughs> right. with, with the difference between Jim Thomas's questions and Jeremy Rutherford's questions. Right, right. But they're they're all appreciated. But, but different. If, if you want, if you want, like to actually get some kind of, you know, reaction from the people that are having to answer the questions it's when rutherford adds right yeah no, i agree i agree yeah. he i mean and he will actually and luke correct too he will actually go in and and ask the questions that the fans have been clamoring for occasionally so the the questions the fans like about sanford or about whoever it's like he'll chime in and, and ask those, and he'll get a response. Typically, the Blues players or the or whoever they don't ask, they don't respond with the the info you necessarily want. <laughs> but but at least they're being asked, right? Right. So, uh, Gretzky is being wooed by ESPN to be an on-air broadcaster. You don't want to talk about Tom Wilson wait, first? Wait, wait, wait. That's and coming. That's wait, coming. Wait, okay. That's wait, coming. Are we done with let's t- or with today in Blues history? Because <laughs> because it is it after is a half hour. Yeah. No, after an hour and a half because it's now a new day, and today in Blues history, it's what it's oh what Today in Blues history, <laughs> two years ago today, was Game 7 against Dallas. Oh! Nice. That was like in unison. That was pretty hot. So, that, I feel that, like we could like sing Journey together I, after no. that. I, okay, okay, okay. So to celebrate... Someday that, love to, will find you. To break those... Chains that bind you. Come on, you know the words. I, I do, but I'm just I'm trying to move on. So 
okay, Game Seven against Dallas, one of the most important moments in Blues history. Uh, oh yeah, top where three. So uh, so you guys, I'll ask you where top you were. Two. I was in my my basement right down the hall, uh, watching with my kids, which I so I fucking loved, and and I let them, I let them stay up for the game because I'm like guys, this is important. You can stay up. And they did. And I'm watching it and fucking Maroon scores in over and I I I I I my daughter was more into it than my son at the time because she's older. But she will tell you for the rest of her life how I reacted to that game. And I jumped up, ran down the hall just screaming. I don't know what I was doing, what I was saying, but I was like I couldn't believe it. And I came back, Speaking and she was tongues. laughing, and she will never forget that. And that, to me, is 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 amazing because that'll be something that she carries with her for the rest of her life. How I reacted to that game. Yeah. So uh, for me, my uh, my my best friend and a, a former co-host of Let's Go Blues Radio, Justin Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Justin was over at my house. We were in, uh, living in Kirkwood at the time. And, um, I remember like the game went to overtime and I even told him, I just go, Hey, Shay's been in bed. My son, <laughs> he's been in bed since seven 30. Like let's in case, like no matter what happens, let's, let's be careful let's how, yeah, let's be careful how we like oh, react man, to whatever no. happens the minute the blues scored. And, you know, like you said, Pat Maroon fucking put that puck in the net. Like we, the three of us, my wife, me and Justin, we lost our fucking minds. We were just like, <gasps> we like, we couldn't contain ourselves. The next thing I know, like after we celebrated and yelled for a good 30 to 45 seconds, I started hearing just, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, God damn it. We woke him up. So we, we fucking just got him out of his room. We're just like, Sherry, this is good. It's good. You got up. It's good that you're awake uh, right now. And we like sat him in a chair and we just played Gloria for like, at least an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we just played I, Gloria. Yeah. And he fucking started like st- standing up in the chair and like started dancing and like putting his arms in the air. And we celebrated all night. And he didn't go to bed till about two o'clock. There's a number of, uh, a number of uh, times during that, that playoff run where you're like, where, where were you? And and things you remember and mm-hmm. times you never forget, and uh, that was one for me. I, I was all over the place during that 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 final. Yeah. Uh, my God, I was I watched with some buddies of mine, Tom Gibbons and Jeff Foster. I watched mm-hmm. with uh, at a bar with them in uh, O'Fallon, Illinois. Uh, game whatever it was, I don't know, game three or four before I went to Florida for games five and six, and watched that down there. With some Bruins fans, which was, like, was which was a trip, and then came back here for Game Seven. Was I was all over the map for which it, it never happens. I'm I'm never away from my home, really, when watching Blues games. I'm always like in the area. Right. And then the year we fucking win the cup, I have a, a trip to Disney World with my 
kids planned, which yeah. is which is amazing. I've talked about that where people at Disney World, while well, wearing a blues hat, uh, uh, before did you go game, to like ESPN World or I I did, but that. ESPN it was it was goofy. Uh, ESPN World was like it was like goofy, not, goofy. Yes, it was. Maxie's gonna yeah. tell us that all they talked about was the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I do have to say that I did go to ESPN World, but I I think it was ESPN World, but they were like not there was no there was no one there, and they weren't open, which is weird. It was like closed. So what I about to, uh, uh, the Disney? Uh, I, went, I went to somewhere else. I went to I went to a, a resort that had a sports bar that was fantastic. Um, they had a boardwalk, and it was. And I've talked about this where I went there, and there was a ton of people in there watching the Blues Bruins. Some Bruins fans, some Blues fans, and back and forth, and they won Game Five, and one game away from winning the, the Stanley Cup. And as I left, I walked out of the the uh the bar um it was like it was late and i walked on the boardwalk there's no one out i called an uber and i was going to go up to the uber spot to watch to wait for the uber to get me and i'm walking down the boardwalk just like by myself complete quiet after losing one game five and they're like one went away from the cup and i'm like with myself my thoughts yeah man I, i i can't i can't even describe it it's just like I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like beside myself, and but the, <laughs> and God bless the Uber driver on the way back to my my resort because they had to hear about my entire experience at the bar <laughs> and and how happy I was that my team that I've waited for fifty whatever years for or however long I've been alive what, forty yeah fifty two but but my experience was like a little less yeah uh, however long it's been. Uh, you know, living and dying with the team, and they were like, "Uh huh, okay, okay, God bless them," because they were, they were, like, they were, they were very nice. But I was like so beside myself and so excited and so like, I have no one to share this with. I have to, I have to share with somebody, right? And they were it. There was the first person because the person sitting next to me was a Bruins fan. Fuck him. I'm not going to share with yeah, him. Right, 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 right. So I, yeah, though that was so. It was just so. Uh, again. I was all over the place. So, and they didn't get get done in game six. I came home for game seven, which I was where I was supposed to be. Uh, home for game seven, and uh, yeah. So, and we've talked about this already. So, uh, <laughs> Jason Miller, a good, a very, very, very good friend of mine, and I know a, a guy that you guys know very well. But a crappy goalie. Crappy goalie. Crappy goalie for sure. <laughs> Uh, Jason comments. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Give me some more. I, I love every time more. you pop it. Like, it sounds so, I was like, oh, that's a soundbite. <laughs> no, that's live. No, Don't go stealing no, it. You know, all you folks trying to steal sign bites. No, no, no. No, give that's us, real. Give us credit for that's that. That's real shit. Uh, so, so, Jason I Miller, I, I love you, Jason. And like, this is, this is exactly how I feel too. Uh, Jason says, Jeff, I remember when we saw game five at Ice and Fuel. And he's talking about the the place in Kirkwood. Yeah. Um, I have two glasses from there. Yeah. And he says, basking yeah. in joy after that win while sitting uh, right at the bar was one of the best feelings ever. 
and he just says so crappy. By the way, <laughs> did you so know crappy. that? Did you know that Amy worked at Ice and Fuel for a short time? Did she really? Yeah. Oh, uh, Kurt's Kurt's yeah. wonderful lady. Yes. Yeah. Um. No, I, dude, I. She has uh, friends that she has friends. It's that funny because like, uh, my 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 buddy Jason, uh, the guy I just mentioned, he he was just like, dude, I I got to get out for game five. I gotta, I gotta go somewhere. What are you doing? And I'm like, well, that's, and at, at the time so I lived in Kirkwood. So I was like, you want to meet at ice and fuel? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. So like he met me at ice and fuel. Mm -hmm. I have not. Great spot. I, Great you, fucking spot. It, it, okay. It's, I, it's, it's a bar, right. but it's, it's a bar that always seems to have good beer on tap. Yeah. And they have enough TVs to make it fun. And it's not like anything like crazy extraordinary. But it's just like Austin, go to bed. It's it's just a, it's it's just it's a it's a good yeah. small little bar. It's good. So so my my only Kirkwood bar experience is the only one I ever need, and that was when uh, we went to Kirkwood Station. Oh, and God, I, I miss Kirkwood Station. And uh, yeah. lecture on the difference between having a shit and taking your shit. <laughs> <laughs> that You're was welcome. So, that was so much fun. <laughs> it, it, that uh, is that I, is that has been life. All that is now. still your pin tweet, by the way, Kurt. Uh, yeah, because, <laughs> yeah. And, and it will stay until something warrants knocking it off, and nothing has. Um, right. And I, that was so much fun. Uh, talking with Federico and Rutherford. Right. Oh my god, right. that was well, just, just at a bar. Federico and Erica Weston. It was. It was. Erica Weston, what Rutherford wasn't there. No, no. I mean, if, if you could choose between the two, Erica Weston or Jeremy Rutherford, obviously it's Erica Weston, right? I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> they were both great, great guests. They were, but, but, but. <laughs> are, are, you know what? You know what's funny about that is that Rutherford's like. I get it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So I, I will just, I will just uh, tell. So we talk about the video that was um, created for the 300th episode, and um, we, we. So Jeremy, for those that that follow the show and know that, yeah, Jeremy was like, he made a joke about how Erica Weston. <laughs> Uh, basically commented on how much she loves our show versus how much she loved whatever podcast he was running at the time. <laughs> uh, because he's had six in the time at that least, we right? met at our least, show right? started. At least, right. And uh, yeah, I um, I actually believe Erica. I think she actually loves our podcast. Well, I mean, uh, I, uh, the original, I mean, we've been doing it for the longest so right. we've we uh, are so my, my so name listen. might not be jeff queeran but everything <laughs> about this is original so <laughs> i'm not gonna lie listen like we can make all the jokes we want we are literally the first blues podcast and we are the longest running blues podcast so i listen. suck on that yeah. <laughs> Whoever so is, I'm not is trying, that what you're saying? I'm Suck not, on that. No, I'm not trying to be an asshole because there are some really good blues podcasts out there. There are, there are, there are, there are some great ones. But like, <laughs> we started the trend, baby. 
It's That's been, what we did. I mean, next year will be a tenth season. Ten years. Yeah. Ten. Doing this. Ten years. Ten. 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 Ten years. I mean, everybody else is like, you know, two, First three blues, years. Blues, you know. Blues. Okay. Yeah. And they may do some fine most shows. Most blues podcasts and most podcasts right. fade out after right. two to three years. And, and Rutherford himself said, I've been a part <laughs> of six blues <laughs> podcasts yeah. in, the, in the time that you've made 300 episodes. You know, and, uh, and if I'm going to, like, rattle off some that are good, two guys, one cup, which was two guys, no cups so before. Yeah. Two guys, one cup now. They do a great they, job. They do a good job. Unfortunately, right. unfortunately, the the cup win for the Blues. Right. Yeah. Changed their name. Made them change their <laughs> name. Made, <laughs> them, made them change their name <laughs> to the destiny that they chose. Here, here's the deal with our name is that we're never really in danger of having to change it for, right. uh, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but uh, so their name right. may be, uh, if we win the cup this year, Right. Oh, you guys do not Google two girls right. one cup. Right. right. Don't do it. Right. So, uh, but no accident because you drank a whole bunch. <laughs> they do a good job. Uh, Blue notes do a good job, um, which is like a, a, a pattern of what we do on the show with the live YouTube show. Yeah. So, but and it's like really going long this episode, but I don't care because it's episode three hundred. We're, we're having a lot of fun. And Bill doesn't work tomorrow. You're no, off, right? I, so I, oh, I, I actually asked off tomorrow too. <laughs> you, and I, I work tomorrow, but this is my house, so I can like go to bed like right after you leave. I am. So, I I need I need to get one email out in the morning, and it's going to be a challenge. Okay. I'm can you like auto respond? <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, His email is to me in the morning, and it's just going to say, hey, Jeff. uh, (laughs) Rapid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly where I wanted to go with this. Rapid fire hockey. I had had to turn your mic down. And your mic is off until you you cut yourself. It's okay. I'm I'm sorry. So now we're to the Tom Wilson part of the show. <laughs> All right. So rapid fire hockey tidbits. Gretzky is being wooed by ESPN to be an on-air broadcaster for the new uh the ESPN broadcast for next season for the NHL. I have mixed feelings about this because one, on one hand, I'm like, hey, Gretzky, fantastic hockey mind. Two, on the other hand, Gretzky, very boring. <laughs> so yeah. yeah he i mean okay i love gretzky i i think i think his 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 contributions and his and his is his uh uh his his mental contributions to the game are very valuable mm-hmm. however he's very boring mm-hmm. thoughts in, case in point Gretzky as coach of the Arizona, well, the yeah. Phoenix. It was the Phoenix at the time. Very, yeah, like, it was not very good. Right, he he's his his brilliant hockey mind doesn't translate off the ice. Maybe maybe it does on a broadcast where you're not having to convince players. But I think ESPN in in the pitch session for for this this idea of bringing Gretzky on was we can bring on Dustin Johnson and pitch golf while we're talking about hockey because oh, nobody no, cares about hockey. No, we're gonna bring on DJ. No, no, no. no. Here's, here's what I think. Oh, also I think... Gretzky's daughter has 
Oh, nice rack. No, she does. She does. Here's what but she's already here's, like engaged. Right? Here's what she's I think. married to Dustin yeah, Johnson. Mar- yeah, yeah. Here's what I think. I think you, <laughs> if you are to bring in Wayne Gretzky, he's the middle guy. So you've got like your like number one guy who's like he's gonna be the guy who's gonna be like, oh, here's the talking points, right. and then Wayne Gretzky's gonna say something, and then you have a third I make guy. shitty whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> And he's he's the third guy who's just going to be – well, no, no, I'm sorry. He's the second guy. But then you have a third guy like uh, Barry say, Melrose even. Don't say Barry Melrose. <laughs> I'm going to say Barry Melrose. You know what? The, oh, okay. First off, he's the guy – Wayne Gretzky's oh. the guy who you bring in to just be like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, this guy made a great play and – and uh, you know he he moved past his defenseman and and uh, he did this very well. He's not good behind the mic. He's not. Yeah, he's he's, he's gonna do that. Your third guy, that's the guy who's gonna like make the comment of, well, if he would have stepped up, this play doesn't happen. And kind of like more your your Millberries. But who's gonna do that in response to Gretzky? I mean, are you gonna like rebuttal Gretzky on the air? Like, kind of have to. Oh, who's gonna do that? I mean, even if they have a point, and they probably do, but who's gonna like I like counter Chapaturkin? Chapaturkin or uh, <laughs> Ryan Whitney? No, uh, no, Ryan no. Whitney. So, so the, the, <laughs> one of one of the things that I will hate about the NHL leaving uh, NBC is that I I think that they they have two really great up and coming talents in Patrick Sharp. I think that guy has really figured it out. I do too. Behind, I, yeah, like he he is a great He's studio great. president. But the the other guy is Dominic Moore. God, like he, this was his first year behind the mic, and they had him in, you know, doing broadcasts early on, and now he's doing studio work. Holy shit, that guy is. Brilliant. I think he's doing great. Yeah, and he's been great. And I'm hoping you, you that, need that sandpaper guy, right? And but but he 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 was also a Harvard guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Him and his you know, Steve Morris brother, right? Yeah. What yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. uh, Donald Moore is on is on MSC. NBC, right? Yeah. He's he's been doing work, and I I think his his analysis, like when I've heard him, like I actually stop and listen, and you know, not take anything else away, you know, to from the other NBC got NBC people, um, you know, NBC's done a really Keith good Jones job. and right, Sharp. Keith, yeah. right, Keith Jones is played out at this point uh, yeah I, but just fine but I mean, you know fine. in in nbc has he has tries the, hard right i'm not I, a big keith jones guy he tries no. hard he's I mean, yeah. he's at the end of the day he is he's just a, a flyers broadcaster who gets thrown on national broadcast i just think like he worked Pete. well with Milbury. hashtag comcast he was right. he was a nice counter to milbury i thought yeah. Right, and and then when Millberry got dropped, they they made this <laughs> stupid fucking decision to bring on. Oh Mike my Babcock. god! Oh my god! Oh my god! It's, I fucking can't stand Babcock. Right, 
<laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Bring what the, the, the guys decision was right, that? The guys with the real hockey knowledge on NBC right now, I think, are Brian Boucher. He's he's the guy that I want between the benches during games, right? And Dominic Moore. Those those are the two guys that I, I really like. You know, I know that there's been a lot of, you know, uh hatred towards AJ Maletsko. Um, you know, trying to to bring women into the broadcast booth during NHL games, she's she's had some you know some false starts, but I think long term she could be good. But you know, with with going to TNT, what I worry about really now is, is Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho <laughs> is going to be your in. No, no. Yes. No. They, they're going to cross promote the no, fuck no. out of Monday they, Night Raw. They're not. They're not. They are no, going no. to do it. No. Um, no. Real watch. I'm going to fucking watch Chris Jericho. No. Austin Lynch, if you're still listening, no. please Diddle. comment. I, I will give phone. you what you want. I understand the concern, but that's not going to happen. I, there's no way they're going to actively promote uh, Chris Jericho. They are, with no, 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 going to do it. How much? I will bet I'll you. you I bet you, you a. I bet you a. Bobby's Austin recently bought out by Andy's Custard. Uh, what? Do you know that? No. Bobby's Custard. Yes. Are you kidding? Bobby's me? Custard in Maryville. Was bought out by Bobby by Andy's custard for two million dollars. You two no. million dollars? Not kidding. Me? Not kidding. Uh, uh, Jeff, you you know Andy's custard? Yeah. The uh, they're they're a national thing in the yeah, 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 yeah. But Andy's bought out Bobby's uh, recently, very recently, oh and they plan on not changing a thing. Uh, hopefully. Well, I'm just saying. Bullshit. That's that's what they say. Mm. So. I forgot what my point was, but <laughs> it's, it's only one. No, it's only one. Two. But th- so, th- th- uh, that hey, happened. That hey, happened the last week. Hey, and a half. Uh, real quick. Yes. Um, Austin's yes. Austin's asking for some stuff, so I just want to say, woo! No, God <laughs> damn it! So Jeff Ponder has from now been on. permanently from now on replaced. No more, no more of that shit on the show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's vote. Yeah, you're gonna vote. Yeah, we have three majority rules. How many? No more wooing on the show. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, you know yeah. what? I'm gonna ask your kids. No, <laughs> your kids count. My kid, I can convince my kids of whatever I want. <laughs> so don't go there. I am very influential. Do you want? Do you want to go to Bobby's slash Andy's? Bobby's is great. Andy's is better. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, 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 Annie's in. Edwardsville, mm-hmm. two locations better. Yeah. I like Annie's better. Really? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Have you been? No, 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 no. They've so, been there forever, right? No, they have been. Yeah, but their location is too close to the emergency vet's office, and I have very, well, very that one is, bad experience. That one is. They have another one. It's, right. You can di- you can right. dine in right by the theater. Right. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> the one by the theater is right by the emergency vet's office. But. The vet, the yeah. so is the other one. There's another one by uh pizza that is by uh and uh, a vet place. Yeah, no, oh, the, the really, emergency both vet, are 
Right, the emergency oh, wow. vet that I have to I, go I, to. I don't know what's happening right now, but I know the Dusty <laughs> it's, Road. It's, it's a Dusty terrible. Road in the YouTube Dusty chat says, I hope they get rid of Pierre Maguire. Yeah. Jason Amen. Miller says I'm anti-woo. We're if you're not anti-woo, you're uh, not so the on this uh, right. no, so, so the Ponder uh, Cup, the, <laughs> the the Stanley Ponder Cup Memorial Tournament, who is for my dead father. Um, um, you had to go there. <laughs> I had to go there. Um, yeah, it's uh, what are you doing? Hey, what's happening? Oh, I'm so sorry. Kurt is adjusting my microphone for I me. I reach the damn thing. There you go. That's what she said. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're playing hard to get. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to not have anybody who woos at the Ponder Cup. Uh, they are they are kicked out. What about those who <laughs> kneel during the anthem? <laughs> Which I did two years, Only three years if ago. Only their last name starts with a P. Two or three years ago, whatever that was, I, uh, I, I kneeled. You did do that. I, that, and that was, yeah, I and did. I was a little hard for that. You know, I, I was the only person, but <laughs> I'm fucking glad. I did it. And you know what? No one did a goddamn thing about it. So right. there you go. Damn right. All <laughs> I, damn right. All I can say is the, the, the price family is very woke when it comes to <laughs> political expressions during hockey games. Right. The, the only, the only person I've ever known to wear a hair pick and a dashiki <laughs> to a hockey game. <laughs> My brother, is, is, have we told the story? I my, don't think we have. My brother Greg wore dashiki, which is a which is a, a, a traditional African uh, attire, and a afro afro with a um, hair pick. with a hair pick during pregame warmups during a game, and I don't know why he did this, um, but he did, and it got some he attention. Was, right, he was. He was woke two decades before the word woke meant what it does today. <laughs> it was he had a wig and it was it was pretty comical. So uh, any of you uh, Oak Hill hockey folks out there that may be listening, uh, yeah, that was my brother who uh, who did the uh, whole a uh, wig, the Afro uh, wig, and the dashiki before, on the pregame. So orders. so Jason Miller says when Kurt reached across to Jeff's mic. I thought he was going to take it away. <laughs> Probably should have. That may be the only way to uh, save this show. Yeah, we're going yeah. four and a half hours, but we'll see. This is no. this is the director's cut. This is. Right? <laughs> With that said, rapid fire hockey tidbits. Uh, Gretzky being wooed by ESPN. We talked about. Yeah. Uh, so on to Tom Wilson, the incident. That uh, between him and Artemi Panarin, whoo, um, this has gotten so much conversation. Yeah, on social media, it's it's. I mean, it's a fucking disgrace. It a five thousand dollar fucking fine for for attempting to injure a person. Wait, hold on, hold on. There you go. <laughs> a a five thousand dollar fine for I'm a attempting little, to. I'm I'm a little hard hearing. Bill talk this <laughs> deep. You're, you're reminiscing to the beginning uh, of the show. Please continue. We're talking about when Jason asked, "How hard was it?" <laughs> you know what's funny about this is that that, that, that most former players think that 
uh, from what I've seen, uh, social media posts and whatnot, most former players think that Wilson was in the wrong here. Mm-hmm. Right, but you have your outliers, you know. Uh, Ryan Whitney. Ryan Whitney. I mean, I I, I shared the video. I think I shared the video. Did I? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. What I mean, okay. So, uh, so okay. Real quick. No, go ahead. So no, no, no. I just want to say, uh, I went to Total Wine earlier, which is a great establishment, <laughs> and he bought some they, pick Whitney. No, I I no. So they had a hockey stick filled with. Uh, Pink Whitney, and I was gonna buy it just for like us tonight. I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's a great that would have been good. That's a great thing to buy." But like when I saw his comment yeah. on what happened with Tom Wilson, I'm like, "Fuck Ryan Whitney." Yeah. Okay. Former former St. Louis Blues failed tryout. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So Ryan Whitney's a, a member. Am of I the, doing this right now? Yeah, you are. Very good. Okay. He's, he's spitting Chetless podcast, which is a very popular hockey right. podcast. Ryan Whitney and Paul Bissonette. And Bissonette, right? Biz nasty. They, they and they're part of the Paul Bissonette. Paul Bissonette, and they're they're part of the Barstool Sports uh, Hockey Podcast. One of the most popular, if not the most popular, hockey podcast out there. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, I I I don't. I I've listened to the show a little do bit. Pizza reviews. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm not. I mean. Okay, it's 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 it is what it is. I I don't I don't necessarily care for the characters that are on the show, but so anyway, uh, Ryan Whitney Whitney posted a comment on the show uh, on Twitter about the folks who were responding to the Tom Wilson incident, and most people were upset about the Wilson incident. Uh, to be honest, most people outside of of, of uh, Caps fans, I think, can safely say that hate Tom Wilson. Yeah. So um, when mm-hmm. he did when he did what he did, and we'll get into this uh, as far as what he did. Um, Whitney, Around two thirty. Right. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, you, you've got to go. I mean, we, we can take an Uber. <laughs> I'm stumbling across the field. That's right. You're walking. Oh, I'll, I'll give you a ride home. Right. Yeah. Coyotes are going to get me tonight. Yeah. Um, he posted on Twitter a, just a, I mean, you know what? I'm all for folks having their own opinion on things. That's great. If you want to like say that you have your take on this or that, that's fine. But man, if he's not like fucking trolling and mocking people and being a fucking, I don't know what to call it. He did it on purpose. I get it. Yeah, he did it on purpose to 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 piss off people who were like anti how he thought. Yeah. Um. But I'm fucking sorry. He's fucking wrong. Yeah. He he is. I I don't give a fuck if he is a former NHL player, played for a number of years, has insight. I don't fucking care. He's fucking wrong about this. Um. And, and, and so is anybody else who who defends defends tom wilson about this entire incident uh it's it's just it's i can't even i mean we've got so much to talk about um about this uh i can't i i'm at lost words i can't even i can't even think right now the fact that anybody would defend tom wilson well you always have defenders for yeah, tom wilson exactly. when he does something and, and, and you know what i i you know what i hate more than 
fucking anything is, well, he was on your team. You'd love him. The Kurt Maltby, Chris Draper. Yeah. And I'm just like, how does that? I'm just like, what does that matter? You know what? Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. If Tom Wilson's on my team, maybe. But there are 30 other NHL teams. We're just like, what the fuck are you doing, man? The comments that say, the, the people that say, oh, you'd love Tom Wilson if he was on your team. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. What does that matter yeah. at yeah, 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 all? Yeah. That that has nothing to do with this right. incident. Tom, dude, Tom I remember. Was, I remember. Tom, I remember fucking, uh, dude. And and listen. And there is literally, and I'm not just saying this. There is literally nobody you will ever meet in your life that is a bigger Chris Pronger fan than myself. <laughs> but like when he would do dumb shit, I would just be like, yeah. He should probably be suspended for that. You know why? Because we tell it like it is yeah. on this show. Yeah. And even We're, before that, when I was a teenager, I was just like, yeah, he he, uh, he fucking like body slammed that guy and he probably should have done that. He probably should get a two-game suspension. Like, that's just how it right. is. And Tom, for people to be like, oh, yeah, Tom Wilson just playing old-time hockey. And no, fuck you. Right. He, he did some dumb bullshit and, and, and he and deserves to be have the fucking hammer thrown at him absolutely agree and i think it's to, total total bullshit that the rangers had to pay a two hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> oh, bullshit because for, of their statement right yeah. because of their statement when wilson a repeat offender only got a five thousand. Yeah, fine, right. Here. So and and Butch Davich got a uh, a suspension tonight. The, right. the next game, yeah, right. the next game yeah. he got five taking. Yeah, and Wilson, Wilson is that, a repeat offender, and and we're probably jaded, you know, as Blues fans because the Blues and Capitals and, yeah, and the, the preseason but, games. He's injured Sunfest twice yeah. in preseason games, but. That and, that doesn't even factor into my philosophy here. Now I get it that he was a he. Tom Wilson is is a is an asshole. He is. He's an asshole who is a, is a good player. And I think what pisses people off mostly is that he doesn't have to be an asshole. He's a good player, right? So he doesn't have to be an asshole to stay in the NHL. He can be just the player he is. A tough guy who contributes offensively. That's great. That's fantastic for him. But he's got to step over the line constantly. And I've said this before on our show, where he's a really good hockey player who doesn't fucking know how to play hockey. Because he 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 steps over the line constantly and he's suspended God knows how many times for not knowing how not knowing where the line is. Yeah. And if you don't know where the line is, then fuck you. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I've got a, a shit ton of notes here to go over. Um, as far as Tom Wilson defenders go, you know, as far as getting it wrong, every time Tom Wilson does something, you get these defenders coming out of the woodwork. It's nuts. It's crazy. Darren Kimball. Darren Kimball. Um, and I, uh, I, 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 I like Kim Wilson. He's done a, uh, 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 he's done a, not Kim Wilson. Uh, 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 <laughs> what are you trying to say? Yeah. No, uh, but he's, he's done a fantastic job as far as 
Uh, what am I thinking of? I'm drunk. Cam. You're drunk? Cam Jansen? Jansen. Yeah. Not Wilson. Cam Jansen. Thank you. <laughs> no, I don't need more. I don't want shots. <laughs> Hi, my shot class. I've got. I've still got a beer to finish. That's the last thing you want. Uh, all right, half one more. Half, half, that's it. Half one more. Cam Jansen, because I, I did back and forth with Cam Jansen. I like Cam Jansen. I think mostly for the most part, Jansen tells like it is. He's he's a. I, I like Jansen, but I think he's got it wrong here because he's buddies with. He's with buddies with 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 Ryan Whitney. He's buddy with buddies with Tom Wilson. Right. So he he's he's got a biased perspective. And I, I said on air, I was like, uh, uh, Ryan Whitney is a uh, he's a dick for putting that Wilson that that video out there. And he responded to me. He's like, Do you know it? Have you met him? I'm like, Well, Do you no, know I, Tom Wilson. I have not. I have, I have who, not. I have not met Tim Wilson. Who fucking cares? It doesn't matter. Tom it doesn't matter if I've who met him or not. Tim Wilson. <laughs> it doesn't matter if I've met him or not. Because I mean, the video. Okay, first off, he's a great guy. The video. He's a. He's a. Is he a good guy though? Is he? Is a great guy. Great guy. He's a great guy. So the the video he put out there. Hundred percent asshole dick. He's a troller. Any, any anybody who trolls online who 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 posts to get a reaction to piss off other people, it's a troll. That's exactly what he did. He's a dick, and. That's what he did here, and to be honest, for the most part, from from what I've heard from him on his podcast on Spit and Chicklets and other uh, his his commercials for Pink Whitney, he kind of he comes off as a guy I don't like. He comes off as like a prick. Um, can I ask you a question? Yes, Kurt. Um, fire away. How how many times have you met John Wilkes Booth? John Wilkes Booth, I have. Never met. Yeah, John Wilkes Booth. But from what I recall, he did shoot the president. Yeah, never met him though. But I hear he's a good guy. I I, I bet he's an unbelievable no, dude. He's a great no. guy. But here's the deal. So Cam replied back on on Twitter and said, "Have you met him?" And I said, "No." And he he goes, "Trust me, he's a good guy." I'm like, "Okay, you know him." He may be a good guy most to you. Most hockey players yeah, most, are good guys. But you know what? He's In Great guy. In this, <laughs> in this particular case, he put on a video. He was a dick. He's a fucking dick in this video. I don't care if he's a nice guy. In 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 from what you've experienced, that's fine. He may be a great guy most of the time in in real life, but in this particular case, he gives good ex hockey players a bad name because he's being a fucking asshole. A dick, a troll, and it just. If you haven't looked it up, look for look up uh, uh, Ryan Whitney Twitter Tom Wilson. You know, find his response. He's he's mocking people who are upset about the Tom Wilson incident, uh, which we haven't even gotten into yet. Jesus Christ! <laughs> How much time do we have left? I don't know. Whatever. There's there. There's, <laughs> Alan know. Pinkerton was a great guy. He tried to kill Abraham Lincoln, just so we all know. Bushnevich. <laughs> Bushnevich. So here's what happened. Bushnevich for the Rangers. Uh, it, it, okay. Was around the net. Uh, a lot of uh, Capitals fans will say that he kicked the Caps goalie at the time. 
Oh, that he was the that he they speared the Caps goalie, which actually uh, Cam Jansen said in response to me uh, on on uh, he was on uh, I forgot the name of the radio show, but he referenced a conversation he had on Twitter, which sounded a lot like mine with him on Twitter. He may have had others, but similar, but whatever. But uh, he said that uh, Bushnevich speared the Caps goalie. So I was like, wow, I don't remember that. So I went back and looked at it. Bushnevich does not spear uh, the Rangers, the goaltender. He, n- n- not even close. The puck is the puck so is, he's poking for a loose puck. The, the puck the is loose, and it's against his pad. And as he's being taken down, he kind of jabs at it with his stick yeah, as which, he's going down, which is like common practice. I was just saying, that's what we do. If the, if the puck's loose, you you fucking poke at yeah, it. Yeah, and, and, and it wasn't even a major thing. But the thing is that, uh, you know, some of the con- the conversation is that he was speared. And I'm like, no. I, I, cause I would love to have seen that. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, he did spear him. No. He's not. He's, the goal is not speared. The goal is not kicked. The goal is not assaulted. There's nothing there that warrants what Tom Wilson did with the be- the punch to the back of the head, and then it, it, it's just it, okay. So it's is Tom so, Wilson is Tom Wilson fans uh, or defenders being that in that they don't actually look at what ha- what's happening for whatever reason. I have no idea. If you look at the video, you can fucking clearly see what happens they're not and they see things a different way and they say things happen the way they didn't and it just it, it's mind-boggling so the the thing that, that that bothers me about all of that whole event was whether it was okay maybe tom wilson punches him in the side of the head you know maybe there's no damage or whatever it was it was the hair pulling Right. That's what bothers me. But you know what's funny? Is that he got suspended based on the punch, not the hair pulling. Yeah. The thing that you like are are holding true on is like, oh yeah, well, well, he had a punch to the side of the head or to the, you know, front, whatever you want to say. The the fact that he pulled a guy by his hair and then fucking dragged him to the ice fuck that that is not something you do as a as a hockey player that is like far beyond something that you do so like when i saw that i was just like that's 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 where it's suspended right there and it's not even the fact that he's a star player it's the fact that like you weren't a man about what you did you know you fucking grabbed this guy by the hair and you pulled him to the ice and then you started fucking pulling shit on him. Fuck that. That's not how you do it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you fellers. <laughs> <laughs> the, the second old brother right out reference of the show. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, there, there's nothing that can defend Tom Wilson's actions. Right, you know, like unless you're a Cubs, Caps fan, and, and because then you, you all kinds of defenses. Yeah, unless you're a Tom Wilson, fan. which right? most Caps fans are, I guess. Mm, I I wouldn't I wouldn't that that's most not not all not all not all. Right. 
I, I am not going to stereotype here. I'm just going to say that Tom Wilson fans are going to, to defend this play. And I don't know. I, at the end of the day, taking, taking everything into consideration here, I'm going to side with the New York Rangers and, and say that they were absolutely right. Yeah, I think so. And the fact that they paid a $250,000 fine when Wilson, a repeat offender, only had to pay a $5,000 fine for this is is absurd. Uh, If you – those familiar with uh, Steve Dangle on uh, YouTube, he has a – it was Sportsnet uh, in Canada – he has a LFR is going to drop right now. Yeah, he he has a, he has a very interesting. Oh, you go. You take a piss, Bonda. All right. Uh, he has a he has a great a fantastic breakdown of this play. It's on Steve Dangitz, and uh, it's at the end, so he can like just like talk about it without having to go to something else. Uh, yeah, I think he breaks it down fucking perfectly uh, about all of this. You know, it's funny because uh, uh, a lot of people are saying that that Panarin, well, you know, Panarin jumped on on Wilson's back. So, what does he expect? He's attacking. He's attacking Tom Wilson. And I'm like, no, he's trying to stop Tom Wilson because after Wilson punched Bushnevis in the back of the head, he went onto another pile and was punching somebody else. In like the, the rib cage or whatever. So Panarin, it jumps on him at that point to stop him just, just to break up a fight. And then Wilson goes bananas on Wilson, uh, 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 Panarin. So th- there's no aggressiveness with Panarin here. He's not attacking Tom Wilson. That's, that's, that's bullshit analysis. There's, that's not happening. I, I, you watch the replay on slow motion, the replay in full motion, whatever. You cannot tell me that Panarin is attacking Tom Wilson. He's trying to wrap a guy up right. who is punching, punching a guy in a pile. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. You, ra- you, you tie up a guy who is, who is throwing punches. That's the deal. Right. That that whole argument is designed to make Tom Wilson a victim in this situation. And that it couldn't be farther from the truth. The guy is a predator. He's he's a repeat offender. Um I you know as Tom as uh, uh Steve Dang will say, he's a repeat offender. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. No, <laughs> that that is a great sound bite. We will use that for the four hundredth episode. May, I, I hurt my throat actually when I was saying that. Right. Right. Ow, that hurts. We, we will we will guarantee that to be used in the four hundredth episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. Um, but you know, I I remember you know Peros. Peros is is the. Uh, head disciplinarian and um you know for the the nhl he, he a, replaced a harvard graduate harvard graduate yeah. a very erudite man yeah um and and he he was a likable guy 
when he played, right? Because of that, right? He was the tough guy, smart, tough guy who knew his role, uh, did the right thing, um, you know, when he played. Um, and he wound up in Montreal at the end of his career. And the last, the last memory I have of him as a player is him getting knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Right. That's true. And, that's true. Right. Oh, he's, true. He, he's he's punched so hard that the I, I think it was Colton yeah. Moore is is calling for the medics before he hits the fucking ice. Right. And and you know, they make him the the head of you know the the player personnel, which or not personnel, but player safety, yeah. right? And and the guy who was in that role before him, Stefan Quintal. Another guy that one of my, one of my, you know, I, you know, can tell it was, you know, was kind of the, the Chepaturkin kind of joke, right? For he was, he was a, a bit fifth, you know, fifth, maybe sixth defenseman for the Blues back in the day. Um, wound up in Montreal in, uh, in the days after you. Okay, there. Yeah. I mean, I am hiccuping from the shots, I think. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> so, so you, you have Kintel, and thank you for the, the hiccup. <laughs> no, I have them. Uh, are they contagious? I wasn't aware. I'm sorry. But I guess they yeah. are. So, so Kintel, <laughs> one of, one of my, like, at my, my prime memory of Kintel. Blues to Montreal too, right. by the way. Yeah. Right. And, um, so when I, when I was going to school in Providence, um, you know, Providence was the, uh, the is still the minor league affiliate of the Boston Bruins, and uh, so preseason game Montreal versus Boston uh, in 1996, and uh, they're they're playing at Dunkin' Donuts Arena in Providence, and Quintal gets in a fight. I forget I, I forget who the guy was, um, the the tough guy for the Bruins. But they get in a fight behind the net, and the guy lands one punch and knocks Kintal down, and catches him before his head hits the ice. Right, that's my last memory of Kintal. And, and the last two guys <laughs> who are the head of the Department of Player Safety for the NHL, my memory is them getting knocked the fuck out in a fight. Right? <laughs> maybe, maybe these aren't the guys we want running this. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I mean, they're they're gonna be apologists because Pronger. because the guy on the other side was a good guy because he caught him before his head. He's a good guy, yeah. right? He's a good guy though. He's a great guy. He's a great. Chris Pronger worked for player safety. Player safety, right? He did. He did. And I, as much as I love Chris Pronger, favorite player of all time, you, what is he doing running players? You safety? know what annoys me the most about all, all, every single Tom Wilson is. Yeah, is that the, we touched on this is that people say he's a good hockey player and that we any team would love to have him on the team how does that fucking factor into this incident whatsoever you're 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 trying to like twist and turn things like oh well yeah yeah he's a fucking douchebag but you'd like to have him who fucking cares? It doesn't matter. You know, you know what I remember? Uh, there was a game uh, between the Blues and uh, Blackhawks in uh, 2003, maybe, uh, where Keith Kachuk literally like took his stick and whacked a guy across the face, and it was just like, 
oh, what a hard ass. He's suspended for two games, but what a hard ass. That's a great play. You know, whatever. He he might have, you know, pissed off all of Chicago, and he may have, you know, caused the Blackhawks to have a five-minute major and, uh, you know, score on the power play, but Keith Kachuk is a hard ass. And it was just like, we should see the same shit for Tom Wilson. It's been fucking 22, 23, 24 years. Well, Rafi Torres was suspended for 41 games. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it's not that there's not a precedent there for like percent of suspending guys for uh, things. And, and let me make myself clear on this. I don't think Tom Wilson should have gotten like a crazy suspension for this. I don't think he should have gotten you know, 20 games for this suspension. He should have gotten one game. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, some people are saying that, oh, suspending for life. No, fuck that. Come on. No. Jesus Christ, guys. No. I mean, but don't be stupid. But uh, $5,000 for the fine, for the punch of the head, I from behind when the guy's face is on the ice, I think is a lot, I think is light. And I think nothing at all for what he did to Pernarin, which was, which was fucking pull the hair, which, okay. I had a conversation with a guy on Twitter who said that kind of shit is done all the time in scrums all the time. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I personally have never seen a hair pull followed by a, a forearm punch to the face that takes the guy down. I've never seen that. So I said, I said, show me that if it happens all the time. And he showed me, some headlock takedowns. I'm like, first of all, fuck you. That's not the same mm-hmm. thing that Tom Wilson did at all. It's not even close. It's the, uh, Tom Wilson pulled the hair. If you slow it down, you can easily see it. He yanked the hair and then the same motion came with his other of this forearm, his left arm, and then just in the face took him down as he already being arched back from the, the hair pull that, that's a that's a fucking douchebag move. That's not in the tough guy code. That's in Ice Guardians or the stuff that that that, that Chase that that uh, Chris Kelly, Island the, Chris Island and Kelly Chase uh, promoted. Um, love Kelly Chase, but he's on Tom Wilson's side in this. I think he's fucking wrong. I don't fucking give a goddamn. No, you're fucking right. Two fucking cents. If he played the NHL, I didn't. That's I don't not fucking, the, I don't that's not care. the game anymore. I don't care. Uh, the, 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 if you, you're going to tell me that, uh, oh, if they had allowed fighting still in this game, that had prevented that fuck that no, this the, fight. Okay. Cheap shots have always happened. They fighting didn't prevent anything. It was just a part of the game. Now I liked that. I liked farting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I liked fighting being part of the game. I'm trying to fucking serious here, Jeff, knock it off. I liked fighting being part of the game. I liked it because fighting was a fucking part of hockey. Hell yes, it was. And I liked it. It was fun. It was good. It was, it, I liked it. But anybody that, that that tries to tell you that fighting prevented cheap shots nah, is a nah, liar. Nah, 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 that nah, nah. never happened. No. Because cheap shots have always happened. They've never stopped. Fighting never prevented any of that. Um, Maybe, okay, maybe some players didn't want to take a cheap shot because of the tough guys on the team. 
but you see you saw a lot of it it didn't prevent it at all it was there it was it was a, it was a constant right bill fighting did not prevent cheap shots ever mm-hmm. no right. i agree that's what that's what any fighter would tell you like right. ice guardians right i mean i loved ice guardians it was a it was a, it was a really cool watch but the underlying message was kind of like fight fighting protected the skilled players no it really didn't i mean this there was always there were always cheap shots against players mm-hmm. and it, it, the fighting always happened cheap shots always happened right no i mean it, yeah it's 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 always been part of the game and this this whole idea that you know that the players can police the game on on their own you know it, i i think i mean they can that, to some degree but it's never going to stop it ever right in 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 the idea that you can put a person like george peros and you know as the head of player safety um because he was the guy that policed the league and he understands the game he understands these facets of the game better than anybody else it's it's it's, at the end of the day it's absurd and it, it it doesn't work right and you know yeah there there are a lot of you know social justice warrior type twitter people who are who are going to criticize violence in the game of hockey no matter what but Julie day i i i like fighting <laughs> i i like fighting in hockey i do sorry i'm not yeah. i'm not gonna lie i i right make Fight, it part of the game right fighting who cares? fighting when it's organic sure. is great yeah when when it's when it's a joke like you know you know george larock you know, skating up to somebody in the first period of a game and saying, you know, oh, we're going to go tonight, right? And, you know, by the end of the game, yeah, they they have their their uh, you know prescriptive fight. It, it's it's that's not what hockey's about. Um, I don't know. I I I just at the at the end of the day, fighting when it happens organically uh, is oh. is is part of the game. But when it happens to police the game, it's not. And, because, and the, well, it doesn't work. Right. It, it doesn't. It's not, cheap, shots are, cheap shots are always going to happen. And that's an excuse. Right. And, and I, I, I think the, 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 where, where that argument should have been thrown out forever was when Marty McSorley clubbed Donald Brashear yeah. Yeah. on the side of his head. Right. Yep. right. The, the two tough guys for their teams. And they Man. they couldn't exist on the same sheet of ice together. So Brashear fucking club or McSorley <laughs> clubbed Brashear like that, a like a baby seal. That's and, <laughs> oh, that's you know what that that's one of the moments that I remember where I was when it happened. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's that that's a a defining moment in hockey history. Right. Where you're like, where were you when McSorley hit Brashear? Right. Where were you when hockey changed? Right. And the the other moment, and it's crazy because it involves Vancouver, was Todd Bertuzzi on Steve Moore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. I I was such a fan, such a fan of Vancouver at that point. Like they were, they were the, you know, the up and coming underdogs in the West. Marcus Naslin, just incredible. Brendan Morrison. Right. 
it, Bertuzzi. It, Bertuzzi was the other guy on that line, right? And they had Olin on the back end. And, oh, well, Matias Olin. Oh, right, yeah. Except for Cluche, you know. Oh, like dude, the, he was the, awful. Hey, Cluche. Yeah, the, the beach ball shot from center right. <laughs> uh, it, you know, but but that team was so great. And, and then that, that incident, right, that, that is stained hockey. Like, I remember forever. I, I was house sitting for my sister and and Nathan, you know, when they were a thing, and yeah. and watching that game, and I'm like, holy fuck! <laughs> I can't believe See, this just happened. You knew where you were. Right. That happened. Yeah, exactly. Right, and I will never forget that. And and it was it was you know when I was at a point in my life where I had a lot of time to play video games. <laughs> and when I played NHL, I think it was, uh, was it, uh, 2003, 2004? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Naslin was the cover guy, right? <laughs> right. I broke all of Gretzky's records with him. And I'm like, Oh, this is great. He's the greatest player of all time. Yep. That happens. And fuck. So I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> so the Rangers released a statement on the incident into whatever between Tom Wilson uh and the and Panarin. And so this was crazy. Um which you don't you never see ever. So the statement from the New York Rangers was the New York Rangers are extremely disappointed that the Capitals forward Tom Wilson was not suspended for his horrifying act of violence last night at Madison Square Garden. Wilson is a repeat offender with a long history of these type of acts and we find it shocking that the NHL and the Department of Player Safety failed to make to take the appropriate action and fight and suspend him indefinitely. Wilson's dis, dis dangerous and reckless actions have caused an injury to our, our temper that will prevent him from playing again this season. We view this as a dereliction of duty by the NHL head of player of safety, George Peros, and believe he is unfit to continue his current role. Wow. Yeah. We don't uh, see that often. Yeah. That, right. Do we never see it? Right. The and I, I I think it's it's part of the, you know, what's going on in New York. Um, the the Dolan's mic drop moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, fuck you, NHL. Um. Oh, by the way, we just we scrapped our rebuild. Yeah, I was gonna say they 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 uh, Jeff Gordon and um uh, John Davidson, they're out. Right. Uh. I I I believe. Davidson when he says like oh yeah this was not what we wanted and and I think that's why there's a there's a this disconnect there I I feel like it was just like Davidson and Gordon were like no this is not the right right course to take right and and I I think Drury you know I I hope the guy's gonna be successful in the yeah duel. me too. But but I, I I feel like it's just like you know the Dolans are just like eh, slow is boring. We need we need headlines. Yep. Let's uh, let's scrap this and you know we 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 could have made the playoffs. Yeah. Look look at look at. Do you really think the Rangers could have made the playoffs in that division? No. At the end of the day, no. No way. The division is too good. They overachieved. Yeah. And I think this is the wrong reaction. Yep. I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was Islanders all the way for that division, and 
uh, the, the, any any hopes of making the playoffs to the Rangers was just right. It's way a pipe dream, way, way too premature. I mean, you know, you've you've got Lafreniere, rookie year puts up, um, you know, in the uh, double digits and goals. Great, yeah, but yeah, good for him. Right, Capocacco's second year and. He's Dude, he's he's not been much of anything right, at this right. point, and and that I think led to a lot of a, a lot of uh, the the decision, yeah, um, to to shake things up. Yeah, at I end agree. Of the day, end of the day, I don't think it's it's the right move. But mm. I've never had to go uh, take a piss twice during the <laughs> show before. Right. We, we are we are. On our what? I don't know. Three, seven and a half. I don't know. It's been a long time. Three, seven and a half. half. (laughs) We may have to like bypass next week's show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. So I assume you guys covered all that. This is good. I agree with you. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Rangers on fire. Team president John Davidson. Talk about that all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We're good. We agree it was the wrong move. Two fifty thousand dollars fine. Talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Basically. Yes. All right. Basically. Uh, compared to the five thousand dollars fine for Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Comical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the Rangers and Cats played again uh, last night. Uh, three fights after the the whole incident happened. So three. Which fights. was awesome hockey. It, I you I, I missed I missed oh, the game. I had right. to go. I had to see the highlights. But like I said, oh I, I was at the Cardinals game. Yeah. And so like I started getting texts like are you seeing this Capitals and Rangers game? And like in the middle of the, the, the so, so for those that don't follow baseball, the, uh, the Cardinals won uh, the first game of the doubleheader. And then the second game, they got their asses kicked. And so like, I'm sitting next to my in-laws and I'm just like, Oh, all these people are texting me about how, there's a huge fight between the <laughs> Rangers and Capitals. I'm going to pull up my phone. So I pull it up and like literally I typed in on YouTube Rangers Capitals. And first thing that came up is Rangers Capitals fight night. And I'm like, all right. So I pulled that up and it was literally every fight right. in the first period. Well, right off the initial face off was three fights. Yeah. Boom. It was amazing. And I'm like, because people were wondering if the Rangers were going to retaliate because yeah. they didn't have anybody really to, you know, to to stand up to the, the Capitals' tough guys. But they did. And uh, kudos to the Rangers. Uh, yeah, that was great. Completely for for, for standing up to, the, to, to uh, Bushnevich and, and Panarin because for uh, the, 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 you have to. Yeah, you they, can't get they, pushed they around. To. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Get, I mean, you have to have some response. And the thing is that blues fans were clamoring for this kind of response to Mark a num- Stone. Yeah, right? Mark Stone never got it. Really, right. I mean, Falk fought Stone, but it was kind of like a. Eh, it didn't and seem like full retribution. Right. But the 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 one thing right that that you know circling back to three hours ago and the conversation about who do you want to match up against in the playoffs <laughs> is we still haven't got that retribution, right? The, the Fox fight wasn't retribution. The, the Blues players will say that they have, but I don't think any fan 
thinks that's the case. I don't think the players actually believe that. I think they feel like that's like lip service. You know what? You know what? They have to say it. Maybe in the end, because chances are they're going to face in the playoffs. That's that's who the the Blues are going to play. If they beat them, that's retribution. I will agree there. If they can in the end beat Vegas, I agree. That's retribution. You know what I remember is um, so uh, 2001 after the Blues lost to the Sharks. We talked about this earlier. The uh, the the President's Trophy year. The next year, the Blues acquired Scott Mellonby, and in the first game, Mellonby went after Gary Suter. He hit him into the boards as hard as he could. Suter was out for the next like three games after that hit. And because he like fucked his head up and caused like him to bleed out of his chin and bullshit. So anyway, I I feel like that is what the blues can do. You you just have to like go after somebody on the team and show that you mean business. And if they can, hell yeah. That that's all you need. That's all you need out of this team. So your thoughts on the Blues facing probably the Vegas Knights the first round? I mean, uh, Blues and six. Blues and six. Bill. I mean, I'm not asking for prediction, but thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you are you concerned? Are you like, uh, gosh, I think we can do this with if that, or what are your initial thoughts? Like off the cuff. <laughs> Our four is just beginning. I know. Right? <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna go Vegas and five. I, I don't think the Blues can can beat the Knights. Um, um, you know, concern with uh, with uh, Bennington not having been able to pitch a shutout, and uh, if he gets yeah. injured, which in a physical series is likely to happen. Um, we're we're not in good shape we we can't match up against the goaltending um there's a chance the blues could could eke out a series win but you know my gut says vegas will take it in five i think uh this weekend series will form my opinion on that quite a bit Uh, the the game tomorrow the friday and saturday against vegas um granted you know vegas is fighting for a, a first place you know they have to win to hold off colorado and and i think the dumbest thing they can do either colorado or vegas is to lay it on the line at this point let whatever happens happens both those teams have enough talent to beat either the wild or the blues Right, but I mean, if if okay, so if the yeah, I know I get it. Um, it's it's so whoever finished first or second is it the Wild or Blues? Um, yeah, I agree with you. I I don't think there's a huge difference as far as they're concerned, as far as winning or not winning the series is concerned. Um, but I I think I'm gonna wait and uh, give my thoughts on this until after I see how the Blues play against Vegas this weekend. Blues and six. Blues and six. That's my prediction. I I think a lot depends on me for this how this weekend goes. Uh, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. 
Yeah. And I might look an asshole after this uh, series. Well, you won in Vegas, so that that kind of makes sense because I think I think I, I, I right now I'd be more confident against against Colorado um, because I, I don't think they're, they're playing that point as well as they had earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know we've we've handed it to, to Colorado this season once. <laughs> so once. once i mean you know and and and, and a couple times recently so um yeah. not handed to him but we beat him you, you shouldn't hang me on a hook johnny <laughs> um, father hung me on a hook i once yeah um vegas scares me i'd more more comfy with colorado i'd almost want the blues to tank against Vegas uh, or to, to beat Vegas and allow Colorado to jump ahead of them. But we'll see what happens. Um, I, I love to see how the blues play against Vegas this weekend. That's, I mean, it, it, the, the, the blues and me have been a, a hit and miss relationship this season. So it's been, I mean, I, we, I think we all agree that uh, uh, some of us were, uh, I was anyway, I think Bill was too um, done with the blues after the was it six to one against Vegas, um, like oh, I was too. They're done. I mean, yeah, they have nothing. They can't do it. Yeah. And then after that game, they kind of turn it around. So I mean, who knows? Until they played Arizona. Until it, yeah, but I mean that's that's one game. But I think yeah, or whatever. But well, uh, this uh, tomorrow is huge. Saturday or Sunday? Saturday? Saturday? Saturday is huge. Um, so we'll, we'll see. And if the blues clinch on, on Friday, then Saturday is almost, uh, irrelevant. I mean, maybe they rest some guys. I don't know. Um, against Vegas. Cause who cares? So I, I don't know. Right. The, 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 this team is so enigmatic, enigmatic yeah. as far as what they can and can't do. Um, on any given night, they can beat anybody. And also on any given night, they can lose to the Ducks. So I I think, and you know, I'm sure there's nobody still in the live chat at this point. <laughs> no, so not. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there on a limb and say this is my bold prediction that uh, Zach Sanford is gonna give COVID to to Mike Hoffman. <laughs> Oh my God! And cause him to come up short of forty. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, and, two and games off the season. Right. Damn! And, and the Blues are going to get knocked out in five by Vegas. Whoa! Oh, I'm not. We'll we'll have a show where we can do predictions. We don't, we don't have to do it now, but oh, I'm I'm early. <laughs> I'll work on this one. Yeah, I can um, fine tune it. Yeah, I I. I'm, um, this team has been up and down all season. I'm going to take it as, as it goes. So we'll, we'll see how the, how the other team finishes and then we'll see. Blues six. I like the way you think. I'd love it. I'd fucking love it to, to knock off. You know, and I, I honestly think right now, I think Petrangelo has a shit series. Yeah, hell yeah, he does. I, I think he has a terrible. He can't series. keep the fucking puck in his own. And, well, and not even that. It's just like against playing his little team. I just don't think. I mean, even if Vegas beats us, I don't think he has 
a great series. I really don't. I for some reason I just I, I think their series relies on Shea Theodore. Yeah, Mark Stone. Yeah, but he could carry them. He could. But Alex Petrangelo ain't doing that. Yeah. No. And, I don't. And, I don't think so. I, I can, Blues I can totally six. see. <laughs> I, I I can totally see a, a situation uh, where um, Max Pacioretty uh, gets injured in Game One or in the warmups of Game One. Oh. <laughs> Call it. Call it. Because if he does get injured in the warmups of Game One, you're you're famous. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Blues I, I can and see it. six. Blues and six. That would be a home win in game six. Would be. Blues and six. All right. Would, would you be more or less confident if they're playing Colorado? I'd be less confident. See, I think Bill and I are opposite. I know you are. Yeah. But Nathan McKinnon, man. I know. That dude can do but, whatever the fuck he wants. But when you can key on one guy. I mean, if you can shut him down. But that one guy's Nathan McKinnon. I know. But, he scares the shit out of me. More than Patrick Kane ever did. If there's, yeah, if there's I agree. another guy that I think might get injured in the warm-ups of game one of the playoffs, it's Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're right. Aaron All right. Johnson will hit him with a COVID-laden golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> While he's walking out in the... The, the first hey pregame warm up fellas yo 300 episodes i love it we yeah. milked the fuck out of this one. yeah we did <laughs> we did um it's funny because the the 300 episodes thing is that you know other shows have done 300 but we are the i mean we do i mean fuck this is a this is a fucking almost a three Seventeen and a, three and a half hour, hour show. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What the fuck? Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, a lot, a lot of players, a lot of podcasts will have like post game, twenty minute shows, uh, and they'll rack up the shows. Um, we do a weekly show, um, hour and a half, two hours plus. <laughs> uh, Clearly, according to this show. Yeah. Um. So I mean, we hopefully uh, you guys enjoy it. Uh, the numbers uh, say that you do, so we appreciate it very greatly. Um, but yeah, this has been a blast. 300 episodes and, uh, fuck 300 more. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Oh, more than 300 yeah. left. I mean, who, who would have known that when we started this whole thing, it's like, yeah, we'll cover, uh, the O'Reilly acquisition, the cup run, the cup win, Jesus Christ, the COVID thing. Jesus. Right. I mean, it, it's been, uh, what we've covered has been crazy. Yeah, right. I, and I am I am totally willing to put an asterisk on the season, let alone, you know not just last season but this season, because of the lack of fan impact on games. I said that before about fans that the Blues took a turn. Um, what when fans left the stadium, the, right. the arena, they they. They weren't the same after they came back. They weren't the same in the in the, the bubble. They weren't the same earlier this season. They finally seem to have figured it out. And they're, they're playing much better hockey, even though with the loss to the to, to Anaheim, you're not gonna win every game. You're not gonna like come to play every single game. This is not gonna happen. Um so they for the most part, uh the past what dozen games, they've been if, if the, the 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 win streak the even when they weren't winning they were playing well before the win streak 
I, I they're they're playing very well. So I think maybe they're finally turning the corner with this. So that gives us hope for the playoffs. And the team is like, okay, we gotta fucking get it together. So they knuckle down. Um, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, they could they could get they could get bounced in five. I don't know against uh, Vegas, but we'll we'll see. I, they I think- make it to the Stanley Cup final. You don't know how many fans you can have in the stadium. Yeah, well, that's a that long way from now, too. I mean, and and by the third round of the playoffs, when they'll they'll need to have like fans. Okay, so the Canadian teams, the Northern Division, is going to have to have. We're gonna. We may not see the Scotia border. Bank. Scotia Bank. <laughs> we may not see the. Uh, restrictions lifted be- between the th- now and the third round of the playoffs, which is when the, the Canadian teams would have to play somebody in the U.S. Right, they're they're gonna have to play the uh, Piggly Wiggly South Division. <laughs> and they talked about having a uh, neutral site uh, facility f- to for this. I'm not sure how it's gonna work because players would have to quarantine, maybe. Yeah. I mean, we're still weeks away from this, so things could change, but the NHL is already uh, uh, looking at alternatives to playing home games for these teams. So neutral site games, maybe. We'll see. I hope they can play home team home games because playoff hockey without home fans kind of sucks. I mean, yeah, it's not the, the, same. the bubble was awful. Let's, it, let's not relive it. It was a necessity, but it was awful. I mean, it was, it, 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 it it's not what you want. Right. It, it was great while it was novel, but the blues were so bad, the novelty wore off real fast. Will McDavid hit 100 points in a 56 game season? No. No. He has seven points to go, five games left. Yeah. He has 24 points. In his last nine games. I'm going to say 99. Oh, man. (laughs) That would would be an amazing prediction. I'm going to root for that. (laughs) I say say it gets it. Because Vancouver and Montreal, not the greatest defensive teams. I mean, they're middle of the pack or less as far as giving up goals goes. And I think think with, with McDavid there, his teammates know he's real close. The coaching, they're going to give him every opportunity to make it. I think he's going to get it. But we'll see. I think I think finishing on 99 would be awesome, to be honest. But I, th- I think he gets there. Uh, anything else, guys? No. No? <laughs> no. We're ready to go. Uh, support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you by, in part, by Manscaped, the best in men's blue-less grooming products. Get 20% off from free shipping at manscaped.com with code LGB. Look good, feel good, smell good with Manscaped. And by ID Life, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment, a health assessment and your DNA. Visit rockinthatidlife.com for more information. That's rockinthatidlife.com and get 10% off by texting Dustin at 636-393-8745 and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. This is hard to read when you were drinking. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Holy shit. And by Centerized Brewery as a lead-in. Uh, St. Louis's hockey-themed brewery. Visit centerizedbrewery.com to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup. 
Sus schedule. And no contact. Sus studio. The Phil Collins package with Los Cooper's radio. While you're enjoying, uh, while you're there enjoying a number of their fantastic beers, you can admire the bar top and tables made of authentic arena wood, located at 3126 Olive Street in Midtown St. Louis. It's one of the best places to watch a blues game. That's centericebrew.com. Centericebrew.com. Please drink responsibly. That will wrap up. I like this show. Jesus Christ. That will wrap up episode 34 of season nine, which is franchise episode number 300. Woo! 300. Woo! I did. But no. No, that's a woo. <laughs> I didn't woo. All right. That's different. I'm out. That's different. Of the original St. Louis Booze Hockey Podcast, the original means the first, right? Right. More before than anybody else? Like original? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's us. That's what I thought. thanks to everyone who has listened and watched over the previous 300 shows we hope you've enjoyed this show as much as we've been bringing it to you and if you're still on youtube we'll send you just just a care package i will i will you know what i'm gonna send you a t-shirt a t-shirt yeah, I'll say, okay. I will send you a T-shirt. So, so the Except first, Austin. so the first person to send you a direct message on Facebook, uh, on no, no, on no, Twitter. No. If you comment right now, and you are listening on YouTube, I will send you a T-shirt. So that's a that's a that's a good like twenty dollar uh, prize there. If yeah. somebody wants to uh, comment right now in the YouTube or Facebook chats at the end of the show. That they want a t-shirt. Say, hey, yeah, I want a t-shirt. What, I, what I, I'm looking at the timestamp. All right. So if <laughs> it is so fuck, it's two almost two thirty in the morning. <laughs> uh, that'll wrap up uh, episode thirty-four of season nine. Yeah. Uh, for Jeff Ponder and Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. Until next episode, which will be three oh one. Let's go blues. Let's go blues. <laughs> Let's go blues. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at eight. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one, now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The Blues are on the ice tonight again, they're rough and tough and got the stuff to win, they'll always get more, no matter what the score, they are quite a hockey team, my friend.